How's it going, everyone? Today we got a story time of a kid who says that he is not only just the top G, but he is also a Sigma. He decides that he is going to show that he actually is the Riz Master and tries to prove it um, and gets absolutely owned. I just wanna warn you guys, if you are not prepared for maximum levels of cringe, that this video, this story time might just not be for you. And I just wanna be straight up about it. So yeah, I, for everyone else though, sit back, relax, subscribe if you're new, leave a like on the video to claim your free nothing. And with that all being said, let's just jump right into it. So this all happened in the subscribers class. So, I mean, you guys probably know that a lot of like the alpha male TikTok videos have gotten really popular. I mean, you probably have like Andrew Tate is the most, uh, the most popular one out of all of them, but there's a lot of just like Sigma grind set type content out there. Uh, some of it's actually not too bad. Some of it's like, you should go to the gym, like good thing. You should, you know, focus on yourself. You should be confident. All that stuff's good, but there's also a lot of goofy stuff out there too. And in the subscribers class, we're going to call this kid, uh, we're going to call him the Sigma Grindset Kid. <laughs> I just think Sigma Grindset's is such a funny term. So the Sigma Grindset Kid used to be pretty, or we're going to call him the, I don't want to call him the top G. We're just going to call him uh, the Cringy Kid. I'm sorry, that's really what it is. So the Cringy Kid used to be pretty normal. He used to be just like one of these normal kids, right? He used to be actually kind of friends with the subscriber. Like they weren't boys or anything, but they were kind of close. But basically, right, the cringy kid had fallen down the, like the rabbit hole on TikTok or YouTube shorts or Instagram reels or whatever, right, of just that kind of like the Sigma grind set content. And like it had kind of been like slow at first, but then they went away for like, I don't know. I think this was like, I, I don't even know when this was. They just had like some kind of break or a long weekend or something. And apparently the kid just, just spent like six hours a day watching like Sigma grind set YouTube shorts or whatever. So this all happens on like the Tuesday they get back from their long weekend. And so the subscriber sits down in class and he sees uh, the cringy kid walk in. And the cringy kid walks in and uh, he has a speaker with him. And the cringy kid walks in with the speaker. And first of all, the first thing you notice is bro has like, bro has completely changed his fit. Bro has changed, like it, honestly, Loki looking kind of good, looking kind of fly, but bro has completely changed his fit. But the thing that was like the funniest and the most awkward was, you know, like the the Andrew Tate like music where it's like da 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 and then he's like, it's always it's like his background music. And there's like a joke that like wherever he goes, it's like that music. I'm not gonna play it because it's definitely copyrighted. And if I get copyrighted, then big sad. Um, but basically the kid brought a little portable like JBL speaker, whatever, and was blasting that as he was walking into class. Yeah, he also had sunglasses on, which, like, sunglasses can look kind of nice, but, dude, don't wear them inside. All I'm saying is, like, bro, if you're wearing the sunglasses inside, it's like, hey, man, the sun's not out right now. Like, there are some circumstances where I think that's fine, but bro is just trying to do, like, the Sigma male, like, cosplay or whatever. Bro probably tried to, like, stretch out his, like, kind of, like, protrude his draw to have, like, you know, the Sigma guy, like, that kind of meme. Like, uh, whatever, right? So, but the mo the funniest thing, or I should say the cringiest thing, really, is that he's blasting the Andrew Tate theme song music as he's walking in. And, like, everyone in the class turns their head, and they just look at this kid. And he's walking in, and he's walking in, like, really weirdly. He must have, like, watched some, like, video of someone being like, Okay, guys, so here is the science behind being really swag. Which, first of all, if you watch a video of how to be quote-unquote swag, I, I, I got a feeling that you're going in the wrong direction in life. 
And like, yeah, I, like another thing I do want to say is like, there's some good people that get kind of lumped up into the space. Like, I think if you watch people like, uh, you know, Aman Ghazi, uh, Luke Belmar, those people are actually really cool. They have a lot to say. Um, don't, I mean, obviously don't take the, it's not the word of God. Don't do everything that they say, obviously. And you shouldn't really idolize anyone on the internet. But look, whenever it comes to this type of content, like, I would say the best way to go about it is, like, uh, kind of be like a vulture, not, like, in the sense of, like, eat the mean, like, eat the meat, leave the bone. Um, sometimes there's a lot of bone, but there's probably maybe a little marrow in there. Like, there's a little bone marrow. Go and get what's good out of it. But anyways, right, so bro really is walking in, and he must have watched some kind of, like, weird video of, like, how to be, like, this is how an alpha male walks. Don't walk like a beta. And I'm, I'm not gonna lie, there is some truth to, like, walk with your shoulders, like, your head up, shoulders back. Have a little bit of a smile, right? Just don't don't be flopping around the place. Don't be hunched over like you're 90 with like chronic back conditions. Like stand up for yourself, man. But bro had not really taken the message from those videos if that was the message. Because the cringy kid walked in with just like the most exaggerated, ridiculous walking ever. Like dude was like flailing his legs and arms. And yeah, okay. So he, he took the idea of have your shoulder pressed up. Like here's the thing, like, if you want to, like, have a good posture, like, stand up, put your shoulders up, put your shoulders back, and then let them fit. Like, think of, like, having, like, a rod up your butt. Okay, don't think about having a rod up your butt, but you, you, <sighs> you guys get what I mean. Anyways, though, so the kid must have taken the whole, like, chest up thing a little bit too crazy because he started, like, protruding his chest, like, all the He started, like, arching his back, bro. Bro was literally arching his back to, like, push out his chest, and his arms were, like, flopping around. And remember, this is while he's carrying in, like, a JBL speaker blasting the Andrew Tate theme song music. This was, this was not as Sigma and Alpha and the ladies love him as he truly believed it was. So anyways, right, eventually this kid sits down, and he, like, falls into his chair. Like, bro actually has the most dramatic sitting you've ever seen. You might be thinking, how does someone sit dramatically? And let me just say, I don't know, but he did. So, uh, yeah, anyways, he sits down, and unfortunately, he sits right next to the subscriber. Him and the subscriber were never really that close of friends, but they knew each other, and they had a few good interactions. Uh, the thing is, though, like, the, the cringy kid had, like, he didn't really have any close friends. Um, uh, part of that was just he didn't really make the effort, and other people didn't make the effort, but he was always chill with everyone. Like, before this whole era of the Sigma Grindset era, basically... He was always cool with everyone, like, no one really had issues with him, um, but he also didn't have, like, super close friends. Everyone was just cool with him. But he sits down next to the subscriber, and the subscriber's like, oh, no, because here's the thing, right? I don't think people really thought that, like, the subscriber was part of this, but the subscriber, at the end of the day, he just didn't feel like being associated with the nonsense, if you know what I mean. And I totally get it, man. I don't want to be associated with the nonsense either, like... That's, I, that's annoying, bro. Like, that's actually mad annoying. I don't want to be associated. Like, that is totally valid. Anyways, though, so yeah, the kid sits next to the subscriber, and he's still blasting the Andrew Tate Sigma grind set music. And the subscriber's like, yo, bro, like, maybe you could turn that down a little bit. And this, the cringy kid is still sitting there with his sunglasses on, being like, you do not tell a Sigma what to do. And the subscriber's like, Okay, um, what? What, 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 the subscriber's like, what, what was that? Yeah, so anyways, right, the subscriber, I don't know, man, it's just like such, just a crazy thing to, like, bro, I mean, the subscriber really just said, hey, man, could you turn down your music? 
And the kid's like, you do not tell what a Sigma male to do. And he's like, okay, relax, buddy. Relax. It's just not that deep. Bro, it just really isn't. Like, relax. Calm down. Oh, my God. Okay. Bro actually blew a gasket over being asked to, like, turn down the music just a little bit. You're in class. Yeah, and also, like, this was really weird. Like, I don't know. In some high schools, at least I've seen, like, an, I don't know, like, TV show. So who knows how accurate it really is. But, like, sorry, I just swallowed something. Uh, people would just, like, walk down the hallways, like, playing music or whatever. But that never happened in the subscribers' high school. Like, no one played music. Like, I don't think they would get in trouble. Maybe they would. But uh, it just, like, wasn't part of the culture to have, like, music playing at all times. Like, at least in the high school, the subscriber went to. And definitely no one ever played it in class. Like, maybe there was one time someone had something going, like, maybe on their phone for a little bit. Like, as, I, I don't know, right? But especially not in class. So it was... It was super, super weird. Like, ignoring everything else, even if he was just playing... Like, ignoring the whole Sigma stuff, imagine he was just playing normal music. Even that would be really weird. So the subscriber's still in a little bit of a daze of just, like, what did this kid just say to me? And that's when the, uh, the cringy kid, like, kind of leans over to the subscriber and is like, Hey, man, sorry for snapping on you. I just don't understand the limitations of my own power sometimes. <laughs> Which is just... <laughs> What? Yeah, so the subscriber is just like, oh my god, like, I was once cool with this kid. Like, I hate myself for being cool with this kid. Like, is this my fault? Like, did I do something? Yeah, so the, the kid goes on to be like, yeah, you know, it, it's just like the wolf inside was starting to come out a little bit. I'm sorry. And the subscriber's like, dude, you're, you're good, okay? Honestly, at this point, the subscriber was just like, really hoping that the kid would just like stop talking to him because he's just like dude please please stop talking to me i don't want to be i don't want to be associated with this i just simply don't want to be associated with whatever this is right and so anyways right the cringy kid like leans over to some other kid but the subscriber is close enough that he hears what the cringy kid is saying so basically right the cringy kid leans over and starts telling some other kid that apparently you know Basically, what he starts saying to this other kid is like, hey, man, like, I don't know if you realize, but over the, we over the long weekend, I came to a s I came to such a crazy self-discovery about myself. And like, n I mean, look, no one really cares, but like, I guess the kid next to him was like, okay. <laughs> like, not like, oh, man, what did you discover about yourself? He was just like, okay, like, just all right. <laughs> cool. Good for you, bro. Like, Nice. W, I guess. Like, I don't know. Bro just didn't really care. But then the, the cringy kid goes on to be like, yeah. So I discovered, completely ignoring the fact that, like, there was, like, very minimal interest in what he was saying. But he's like, yes, and I discovered about myself, basically, that I am actually uh, a quite a top G in Sigma. I decided to let you know. I, I don't really know how I would respond personally if someone goes up to me and says, hey, by the way, bro, I just want to let you know that I identify as a top G in Sigma male. I'd be like, okay. All right. Yeah, so obviously it's a little bit like, it's it's pretty awkward at this point. And at this point, I think the, the kid's turned off his music, um, but he's just like being very, he's just continuing to be very like weird. And some of the kids in the back of the class were kind of like super amused by this. Like they, they weren't like, whoa, He's actually so cool in Sigma. Like, no, they were not actually thinking that, but they were like, lol, this kid's making a fool of himself. 
free entertainment, boys, right? So they go up to talk to them, him, and he's, they're all like, yeah, so it looks like you're a Sigma now. Kind of like, because I think they overheard what he said to the other kid. And uh, the cringy kid, look, this went straight to his head. He's like, yeah, you know, you're right. I, I am actually, I am a Sigma male. Um, but I'm also the top G as well. I just, I just thought I'd let you know too. And they're like, oh, for real, bro? You're also the top G? Oh, that's sick, dude. Like, I didn't even know that. Like, I totally knew that you were a Sigma, but I, I didn't know you were also top G. Like, bro, that's sick. And they were, like, holding back their laughter the whole time. But I think the cringy kid was so just, like, stuck in his own delusion to a sense that he was just like, oh, man. Like, oh, my God. They're realizing the truth. I am actually a Sigma. I gotta let them know that I'm also the top G. I, I don't want to let that slip by. And, like, the subscriber at this point was watching the whole thing to go down and just like, dear God, man, what is happening? So anyways, right, this group of guys, like, went up to the, wh who were, like, messing with, like, the cringy kid and were gassing him up just to, like, bring him down. We're like, so, dude, so since you're, like, you know, th the top G in the Sigma male, right, that also means that, 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 that must mean that, like, you're really, like, you're really good at raising girls up. So the subscriber submitted the story has told me that uh, the cringy kid pre-Sigma grind set was actually so trash. It was, okay. It sounds mean for me to say so trash, but also you guys have heard my stories when I was in middle school or high school or whatever. I, I did not have, I, I was, wor my, my Riz was in beta stage, bro. <laughs> That's the most virgin way to say it too. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was not great about it. I was, I had some moves that were just so, just so lame. Um, so I can relate. However, uh, Probably part of the reason why the cringy kid went down the whole, like, Sigma grind set, mm -hmm, like, rabbit holes because he's had, like, no success with girls, which, I mean, you look for a validation for people to tell you what to do. And he's like, oh, yeah, because he has to, look, he has to keep up the whole Sigma persona now. So he can't just be like, oh, no, I'm the top G, but I'm trash with talking to women. I mean, he could try the whole, like, I focus on grinding aspect. Like, I just, like, grind all day. Lol. Um, but no, he was like, no, I actually, uh, I'm totally like, I, I, I'm actually extremely, I could raise up any girl and they would say yes immediately. Like, you better watch out, bro. Like, you might think that you locked up the house with your girl, but guess what, bro? I'm the key. <laughs> like, he was just saying some nonsense like that. So at this point, right, all the kids that, like, were gassing him up, they, they look, you know, what they were doing, but also probably they were doing it for the best because bro needed to, bro needed reality to slap him in the face. Yeah, so anyways, right, you know, the kid needed to hold up his, or the cringy kid needed to hold his persona of being super swag or whatever. So uh, the kids who were now kind of got him into a corner because they gassed him up and then they kind of said, oh, so since you're so alpha or whatever, so you must be pretty good with girls. Knowing that he sucks, right? He just had a reputation for just being so mid when it comes to that stuff, which like same, so I can relate. But they were like, oh, so you can rizz up anyone. He's like, yeah, yeah, I can. Like, I can. And they're like, oh, so go, go rizz up Julia over there. Okay, so Julia was in a, uh, she was in a relationship. She was in a uh, kind of like a exclusive like little thing with some guy that she was actually sitting next to in the class. Um, and everyone knew it. She was practically in a relationship, but they just didn't technically call it that. But it was like everything of a relationship besides you know, the, the term, right? They'd only see each other. It would be completely cheating if they went after someone else. It was basically a relationship. It's actually, kind of, I've always found it kind of dumb. It's like, oh, well, 
I don't want to call it a relationship. Dude, it, it freaking is, okay? Like, it, it, like you know, okay. What, what's the saying? Like, walks like a duck, talks like a duck, or sounds like a duck, looks like a duck. It's a freaking duck, bro, okay? Same situation. Um, but anyways, right, so they pointed at Julia. They're like, oh, so you can riz up her? And, like, the, spo- the cringy kid for a second was probably thinking, uh, no, she basically has a boyfriend. But then he couldn't say that because, like, if he's actually top G, it, it, it shouldn't matter, man. Just because there's a goalie, my friend, does not mean you cannot score. On the real, though, if you know someone's in a relationship, try and respect those boundaries. Um, and also, if you're in a relationship, uh, if you want, if you don't cheat. Like, that, that is, like, I don't know. I, I just have, I, I have a pretty strong, like, moral code with, like, some things that I just personally stand by. But I do genuinely believe, as, like, a general rule, it, it, look, if you want to be with someone else, fine. I have actually nothing wrong with you wanting to be with someone else. But don't be with someone else while you've made a commitment to another person, unless it is explicitly defined within the relationship slash commitment that you've entered with this person. If you're in a relationship where you guys have defined, okay, well, I can actually go with, find other people and do whatever I want with them. If that's defined, I don't care. It's not cheating. Just don't break someone's trust. It's like, if you want to have honor or respect, especially as a man, please just don't do that. There's nothing cool about, oh yeah, I'm going to go cheat my girlfriend. I'm going to go cheat my boyfriend. No. Nothing's cool with that. Lame. Lame. Yeah, so anyways, right, sure enough, the, uh, the, the subscriber was watching as the cringy kid is like, all right, kind of hyping himself up. And because he, he now has to go over Julia, who's talking to the guy who she's basically in a relationship with. And so he's like, all right, boys, like, you're about to see the master at work. And all the kids are like, all right, yeah, we're ready to see the quote unquote master at work, man. We're really excited to see you pull this off. They all very well knew that he was not about to pull this off. They knew almost for a fact that he was going to be far from doing anything successful in this department. They knew that they were setting him up for failure. Like, without a doubt, they were setting him up to get absolutely clowned slash owned slash wrecked. Like, they knew what they were doing, bro. That's the worst thing, too. They knew exactly what they were doing here. Yeah, so anyways, right, uh, sure enough, the cringy kid decides to go up to Julia, and it is about to be one of the most awkward, uncomfortable interactions you've ever seen. Real quick, if you've made it as far into the video, go ahead and comment, uh, comment top G down below. That'll be the secret word of the day. I'm still on vacation, so comment it a bunch of times, and I'll try and heart some of your comments. And while you're down there, check out either the description or the pinned comment to get a link to the Spotify I upload these stories as podcasts on Spotify, and Spotify is kind of doing a whole new, like, algorithm or whatever, and I'd re- it'd be really cool to be popular on there, too. So if you happen to use Spotify, please go ahead and follow me on there, and then also listen to some stuff on there as well. It is super helpful, and it does support me. Anyways, let's get back to the story, assuming you've pressed the like button and claim your free nothing, because it's a limited time offer, guys. Um, limited time, uh, it expires forever. Uh, plus one day. So anyways, you should go ahead and do that. So yeah, sure enough, the subscriber is watching as he sees the cringy kid walk over to Julia, and he just knows for a fact. He just knows for a freaking fact. This is about to be one of the cringiest, most uncomfortable things that he's ever seen, and the subscriber is not wrong. So anyways, right, uh, the cringy kid, to hype himself up, starts walking towards Julia and starts playing the, the Andrew Tate theme song music. And so, like, Julia's, like, talking to the, the guy that she's basically exclusive with, and they both stop talking and look towards the kid, and they probably are start at first, they're probably like, oh my god, that's so weird, haha. And then they start to realize, a sl- like, a slow, creeping feeling of dread, like, a sense of dread, 
because they start to realize that the kid, the cringy kid, is not just like playing music walking in a direction. He's walking in their direction. So anyways, right, sure enough, like the cringy kid starts walking towards uh, Julia and the guy. And it's just so awkward and just so uncomfortable and just so weird. And eventually, like, the subscriber watches as the guy walks up to both of them and basically turns, like, he, he faces both of them and then turns straight, like, f- like turns directly facing uh, Julia to basically have his back facing the other guy. Basically, uh, kind of to imply that, like, look, bro, I'm cooking, let me cook, bro, like, uh, whatever, right? Um, so sure enough, he starts his immaculate, insanely incredible, most ingenious riz of all time. He's like, what's good? Like, what's good? Like, I just want to let you know that you're in the presence of a top G right now. And she's like, I'm what? He's like, I just want to let you know I'm in the, you're in the presence, uh, of a top G right now. Just, uh, just thought I'd let you know. So, uh, Yeah. I don't know, man. If I was Julia, I'd really have no idea how to react because uh, to all the girls watching this, if a guy came up to you and was like, you're in the presence of a top G. I, I don't know if I'm like, maybe I'm totally wrong. You guys are going to correct me in the comments, but I got, I got a bit of a feeling that I got a bit of a feeling that that's not actually going to be like such a net positive. That's not going to be a great way to start off. Anyways, though, so she's like, uh, okay, which is kind of a fair response. Like, actually, how do you respond to that? Like, I'm the top G, huh? Like, okay. Um, sure, like, sixth grader who is, like, literally sleeps at his parents' house, has not done anything, you're the top G, sure. Yeah, whatever. Um, that makes a lot of sense. And, uh, he's, he, and he's like, so, it would be quite an honor if you were to date me, right? Like, it would be, like, super crazy if you were to, like, go out with me. Like, I have a lot of girls on my... Ro- I have a lot of girls on my phone. Like, you would just be another one, but if you wanted to be one of my girls, like, I guess I could allow it. And she's like, I'm good. And uh, I-, I think, like, at this point, I think the cringy kid, to some degree, was kind of not really expecting it to work. But at the same time, like, I think he I think he also had a bit of, like, delusion, confidence, like, so, so, so something was going on, bro. Like, he must have kind of believed the character he was putting on. And he was like, sorry, I don't, I don't think I heard you right, because I just totally offered you a spot as one of my girls, like, one of a bunch of other girls, a lot of them much hotter and more successful than you, by the way. So I don't even know why I'm extending the invitation to you, but I just want to let you know, like, that'd be a crazy thing to deny. So I totally heard you wrong. And she's like... I'm gonna have to, I mean, she's like, no, I'm good. And if you have hotter girls, like, you should just hang out with them. He's like, Yeah, so, uh, anyways, right, sure enough, you know, the subscribers watching this go down, he's just like, oh my god, this is actually so uncomfortable. So, he's like, you know you're making such a bad choice right now, like, I'm literally top G. And so, the guy who, like, Julia's been talking to, like, for the most part, he's kind of just, like, let this all slide, but at a certain point, like, this basically is, like, his girl, and, you know, this guy's been talking, not just, like, trying to flirt her up, right? But been doing it kind of disrespectfully, like not been the nicest guy about it. So he kind of goes, uh, he kind of like taps the guy, like the, the the cringy kid. Cringy kid turns around and the guy's like, hey man, like I don't think she's interested. Like you should probably like try and try someone else, which is honestly kind of a nice way to go about it. Like I, I'm sure that there's a lot of guys who like would have been like, yo, get the frick out of here, bro. Like you're, you're ugly, you're cringe. You're, he, like he didn't even go for the ad hominem, which would have been so easy, so easy. 
Yeah, so uh, sure enough, right, I, I think the, the cringy kid was just so taken aback by the fact that someone actually talked back to him that, like, I don't know, because he kind of got owned a little bit. So what the cringy kid did is in response to the guy who was actually kind of, like, cool about it, like, he's just like, hey, man, like, it's pretty obvious she's not interested. Let's just, let's just move on. Let's just do something else. Like, valid. And he's like, what color is your Bugatti? <laughs> Like, he just thinks, oh, my God, I actually just own this kid. But uh, here's the thing, right? I think the uh, I think the cringy kid probably thought to himself, okay, I literally just got this kid so bad. Ha, 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 right? Look, even if you got a Bugatti, like, I always say take the upper, like, take the high road. If someone's bickering with you, it's probably not worth your time, especially if you're a Bugatti owner. You've probably got better things to do. You know what I mean? But uh, the, the funny, the, here's the thing, bro, the funny thing. The cringy kid didn't kind of realize that for this to actually work, um, for this line to work, you you need a Bugatti. Like, you can't say, what color is your Bugatti? They're going to be like, I don't have one, but neither do you, bro. Like, what? So, yeah, basically this kid responds like, okay, what color is yours? And the kid's like, uh, um, well, I honestly think the kid just didn't even think about the fact that for this to, like, make any sense at all, like, for, you, for this to be a quote-unquote own, dude, you need to own one yourself. Yeah, so anyways, right, sure enough, the spoil, uh, no, sorry, not the spoil kid, the cringy kid, I think at this point, since he didn't have a comeback, he kind of realized, he was like, oh, oh, I forgot, I actually have a super important business call I get to, gotta get to, and he, like, walks back to the back of the classroom, and the subscriber overhears the kids messing with him, be like, wow, like, Riz not working today, and the kid's like, bro, stop talking to me, I'm, I'm about to be in a really important business call, and for, like, the rest of the class, like, the cringy kid, like, had his phone up to his, like, ear, but he just was like, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. I want a billion dollars of stock. Mm-hmm. Actually, I want a trillion dollars of bonds. Mm. Short the entire market by the... Like, he was just saying a bunch of nonsense, bro. And it was so... Like, at one point, he, like, accidentally revealed that, like, he was he just had his calculator app open on his phone. I mean, obviously, he wasn't actually calling someone, telling them to short all the stock ever. Like, bro probably has 12 bucks in a Fidelity account. So, uh, yeah. Anyways, after this, like... He didn't do anything as crazy and insane as, like, this was for a little bit. Like, I don't think... He didn't come in with music again, but, like, for the next week, he was being a little weird. This was, like, the worst day, and this is why this was the story time. But after about, like, a month, like, he really chilled down, and, like, two months later, he, like, pulled the subscriber aside and, like, was this... He did this to a bunch of people and was like, dude, I'm so sorry for how I acted three months ago. Like, I was so insecure about, like, certain things, and I just, I just needed, like, I don't know. I'm so sorry. If you made this far into the video, support the channel by clicking the video on screen right now. It helps out, and peace. We get a story of these anime kids that go completely insane and try and, like, fight the subscriber with these really weird things. I don't want to spoil the story. I know you'll enjoy it. Subscribe if you like stories, and let's call today's subscriber. Let's call him Clarence. And right off the bat, I just gotta let you know that, like, if you like anime, literally nothing wrong with that. In fact, I enjoy a little bit of anime myself. I mean, you got yourself some Death Note, some Attack on Titan. No spoilers, I've not finished the last couple episodes. I will ban you from my comments forever. No, I'm just kidding but anyways this all happened one day when Clarence was just chilling in class and there was a group of three kids who always sat in the back of the room and they always wore like anime t-shirts or sweatshirts or whatever and they were kind of known as like the anime kids 
they were known for this not just because they would always wear like anime t-shirts and sweatshirts or whatever, but they would literally only communicate to each other with anime references. And one of them sat like L from uh, Death Note, just a little, f which yeah, I don't know. That's as funny to me, man. I've tried sitting like that. It hurts. It hurts, bro. I was like, oh, dude, I guess is this going to give me 50% more brain power like L? No, it just makes my feet hurt. But anyways, right, uh, you know, uh, Clarence didn't really interact with them that much. They kind of stuck to themselves. However, on one fateful day, when Clarence was walking in the halls and he accidentally bumps into one of them, and then the other two, all three of them, the one he bumped into and the other two that were walking with him, right, they all turn and look at Clarence. And they give him this look. And Clarence is like, oh, my fault. Like, I wasn't looking where I was going. They don't say anything. They just stare at him intensely, and he's like, uh -huh, like, my fault, guys, like, I'm sorry, that's on me, like, my bad, like, I'm so, like, I why are you staring at me? This is making me uncomfortable. And the anime kids didn't say a word. They just kept walking. And Clarence legitimately thought nothing of it because dude just bumped into someone and then said, my fault, I wasn't looking where I was going. And yes, they were a little weird, not responding at all. It was a little creepy. It was a little uncomfortable. But Clarence legitimately, within five seconds, completely forgot about what just happened until the next day rolled around. So the next day, right, it's recess, and Clarence is just outside, and his friends, you know, I don't know, they're doing something else right now, or Clarence does have friends, but for some reason, he's just alone at that very moment. And the three anime kids come up to Clarence, and remember, Clarence isn't, like, enemies with these people, or at least he didn't think he was, but he also never spoke to them, so it was kind of weird for them to kind of, like, just come up to him out of the blue and start talking to him. He just, like, he was caught off a little bit off guard. And remember, he's completely forgotten about bumping into them until, like, they start talking to him, right? And they say, like, they come up to him, and they're like, so, you chose to fight us. You chose to start the battle, and we're gonna finish it. And Clarence is like, uh, I think you have me mixed up for someone else, bro. I'm pretty sure I'm not the guy who started this battle that you're talking about. I legitimately have no idea what you're saying. And they're like, no, it was 100% you. You bumped into us, which is an understandable battle cry. And yes, you're a fool for this, though, because we will absolutely smite you in battle. And Clarence is like, oh, no, 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 that was like a mistake. Like, I didn't, I didn't mean to bump into you. That, that, that was an accident. Like, I'm sorry, my fault. And they're like, no, you can't take back your, your declaration of battle. This battle has, was started by you, but will be finished by us. And one of the kids, the one who sits like L from Death Note, like, kind of like reaches out of his backpack. And Clarence is like, hey, yo. And what he reaches out of his backpack was a black notebook. And on the front of the notebook says Death Note on it. If you don't know, there's like an anime Death Note where basically, I'm not going to spoil anything too important, but the main thing is there's a book and if you write someone's name in it and like what they died from, like the person will die within like 40 seconds or something. I might have butchered that a little bit. It was, it's was it been a second since I've watched it. Great show, by the way. But anyways, he whips out like a replica Death Note and the other two anime kids are like, you don't want him to write your name in this book. And Clarence has never seen Death Note before. He was explained the premise by his friend afterward when he told his friend about this story but basically right you know one of the anime kids whips out a fake death note and you know uh you know he's just like you don't want me to do this bro you don't want me to do this and clarence is like um do what he's like write your name in the death note 
And Clarence is like, bro, what? I don't, I don't know what that is. This is like a book or something. He's like, no, it's not just a book. You idiot. You fool. You simpleton. You moron. If I write your name in the death note, you will perish. And Clarence is like, what? And Clarence is just like, all right, bro, write my name in that silly book. He's like, ha you fool. And so the anime kid writes Clarence's name in the book. And he waits 40 seconds and he's grinning the whole time. And then 40 seconds passes and nothing happens. And he's like, uh, uh, Ryuk must have just nerfed this one. Uh, ha, ha, The other anime kids kind of look at him. And then they look back at Clarence and they're like, you might have won this battle. But this is not simply a battle. This is a war. And we're coming back tomorrow with even more weapons and powerful. You will lose. And then they all kind of like Naruto dash away. And Clarence is like, man, why is this my life? Like, why am I here just to suffer? Real quick, comment anime down below if you want to harden your comment. The secret word of the day is anime. And if you binge watch my videos, please let me know in the comment section. That's the best way to help me, you know, grow the channel is by watching a ton of videos. Playlists are in the description to help you watch the videos easier. And yeah, back to the story. But anyways, right, Clarence is kind of just like, oh, so this is going to be like a thing. Because Clarence is this, he, he's, he's hanging on to the words where the anime kids were like, uh, we're coming back tomorrow with even more. And Clarence in his head is like, bro, I don't want to have to deal with you guys tomorrow as well. Like, isn't today enough? Like, isn't like you're you writing my name in that book and then nothing happening? Isn't that enough for all this nonsense? But no, the days just get stranger and stranger because the next day rolls around. And once again, it is recess. And this time, uh, Clarence is with one of his friends. And he notices out of the corner of his eye, the anime kids are rolling up. And he's just thinking to himself, like, bro, I'm not trying to do this right now. I'm hanging out with my friend. I'm having a good time. This is recess. This is supposed to be my break from the nonsense. This is not supposed to be the nonsense, you know, times two extended edition. Like, I'm just, I'm not trying to do this. And the anime kids come up to him and they're like, ha ha ha, you might have won yesterday's battle, but you will never win the war. And then all three of them whip out these fake plastic Pokeballs. And at this point, Clarence is like, bro, you cannot be serious. And they're like, oh, so you know what we're about to attack you with. And they, one of them yells, Charizard attack! And they just chuck the plastic Pokeball at Clarence, and it hits him. And look, it's a, it's not like actually like, a, okay, ooh, yeah, duh, Connor, it's not a real Pokeball, shut up, right? But it's like, it's plastic, it's hard, and it kind of hurt a little bit. And Clarence is like, ow. Uh, by the way, a massive real-life Charizard did not come out of the Pokeball they threw. Uh, it just kind of bounced off Clarence, and it hurt a little bit. So Clarence is like, bro, don't do that. That kind of hurts. And then the other one's like, Bulbasaur, attack! And just chucks the Pokeball again, and Clarence is like, dude, stop. That hurts. It's going to leave a bruise. And the final one's like, Pikachu, I choose you, and just chucks the Pokeball. Once again, bounces off of Clarence, and he's just like, bro, can you not? And then another one takes out another Pokeball. Actually, it's the first one, and he's like, Blastoise, and he chucks it and just completely misses Clarence. He's like, bro, I'm going somewhere else. Like, screw you guys. I'm going home. So him and, uh, you know, Clarence and his friend, like, they just walk away. And his friend's like, bro, what? So Clarence explains the story as I've explained it to you guys so far. And his friend is like, bro, that's so weird. Like, I'm sorry you have to deal with this. That must be pretty annoying. So the next day rolls around, and this is like the craziest day yet. 
So once again, Clarence is at recess, and he's with a pretty big group of people. He doesn't know all of them super well, but, you know, he knows enough of them well enough that, you know, I don't know, they're doing some big activity or whatever. And once again, the anime kids come over. And Clarence is like, guys, I'm sorry, I have to deal with something. So he walks over preemptively, goes over to the anime kids and is like, what is it today? What's the massive battle? And this time, right, the last two days, that there, there, there was a teacher, like, monitoring everyone at recess. But they were kind of busy looking at other things or something. Um, but this time, the teacher happened to be looking at the anime kids and Clarence. And one of the anime kids is like, Today, we will have our final battle. And he whips out this big, long sash, right? And Clarence is like, Dude, what? And he unsheaths a katana from it. And Clarence is like, Yo, you can't have that here. And the anime kid starts swinging his sword around all like, He's like, You cannot control my power. My power level is over 25,000 right now. He's like, Takes out his ad like katana. And the teacher runs up, and the teacher like sees this, sees a kid with a massive sword. And uh, the teacher's like, no, oh my god, like, this is actually insane. So the teacher calls the freaking police, bro, because, I mean, look, you can't bring something like that to school. The teacher both calls the police, tells the security guard, and the school goes on lockdown. So basically, after that happens, like, there's something on the loudspeaker saying, students report to, like, your classrooms, this is a lockdown. And, like, all the students start, like, running to the classrooms. And Clarence has a sneaking suspicion that the lockdown is due to the katana anime kid. Because you can't bring a freaking katana. By the way, that's a massive, long, like, sword used in combat in, like, the 1600s. You can't bring one, even if it's, like, a replica, right? You can't bring that to school. So sure enough, right, all the kids, they're, like, rushing to their classes, and, uh, yeah, Clarence and the anime kid, they do have one class together, and it happens to be, like, their next class is after recess, so, yeah, they all go to the same classroom to lock down, and, dude, the anime kid who has the katana is legitimately sitting in class with his katana, like, it's in his, like, container or whatever, but it's very obvious, right? So they're all, like, in lockdown. They're all sitting in their classrooms. They're kind of all, like, sitting in the corner of the room with the shades drawn. I'm sure you guys have at least had, like, a lockdown drill before. Uh, or maybe if you're not in the States, you haven't. But basically, right, you have to go in your classroom, lock the doors, and just keep everything, like, very still and as if no one is in there, right? So eventually, you know, there's a police officer that comes around unlocking each of the doors and going in and assessing the situation. And the police officer eventually comes to their door, knocks on it, opens it up, and sees, right, the kid with the katana. And the police officer points at the anime kid and says, hey, I'm going to need you to come with me. And the anime kid stands up and he doesn't grab his katana because he's obviously not going to walk over to the police officer with a katana, right? And the police officer's like, uh, it goes, points to the other officer, like, go grab that. So the officer kind of like walks over, grabs the katana, and the anime kid is like, no, that is my weapon of choice. And the police officer's like, yeah, that's also the reason why we're doing this. And I don't think the anime kid knew that that was the reason why they were having a lockdown until then. Even Clarence was pretty sure it wasn't because of the anime kid, but he had a sneaking suspicion. So Clarence is like, oh, uh-oh, looks who look at who won the war, bro. Nah, he wasn't like, he wasn't like default dancing yet. 
yet. Just give him a second, though. So eventually, right, you know, the kid walks out and the police officer has a talk with him outside. And Clarence, like, presses his ear against the wall, and the walls of the school are pretty thin, so we can more or less hear what the police officer is saying. So the police officer is explaining to the uh, the katana anime kid that, dude, you cannot bring an actual weapon to school. That's insane. Like, it's like, yeah, I get it. It might be a replica, but it's still very sharp and it could really be used like super dangerously. And that like, bro, it's super. OK, the officer didn't say bro, but like the officer was saying it's super clear that this is a rule that you can't be bringing this to school. Why would you think that this is necessary? And the anime kid starts to say, we were about to enter an anime battle or something like that. And the officer said, what, you were going to like use this in combat against another student? And the anime kid was like, well, n now that you put it that way, <laughs> I mean, the anime kid was slowly understanding that he messed up big time. The officer's like, I thought you were just bringing this in just to show it around. You were going to use it in combat against another student? Like, this thing might be a replica. It's still very sharp. You could definitely actually do some damage with this. Do you understand? Do you understand why everyone had to lock down? And the anime kid is like, well, I don't understand why everyone had to lock down. It's not like I was going to use it. And the officer's like, you just said you were going to use it. And the anime kid was like, yeah, but just on one student. And he's like, so you're going to use it on a student? And the anime kid's like, well, everyone doesn't need to lock down if I'm not going to, like, enter anime combat with them, too. And the officer is just completely speechless. So the officer's like, all right, come with me, and kind of motions the security guard to come with them, and they walk him over to the, you know, the principal's office, or it's some kind of official place. At this point, Clarence was obviously not in earshot to hear what went down, but uh, TLDR, because he did hear from other people and just kind of, like, figured it out, the anime kid got suspended for two weeks, and he was now, after this point, on extremely thin ice. If he even sneezed in the wrong direction, right, you know, he was going to get in big trouble. Uh, for some reason, right, you know, the anime kid never said that it was Clarence when he was being, like, interrogated. He refused to say the name of the student that he was fighting to keep the anonymity, anonymity, and, oh my god, you know what I'm trying to say. He's trying to keep, like, he's, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to reveal my fellow soldiers and also my opponent in battle. I have respect for him or whatever. So Clarence never was a part of this. He never was asked in. And he also was kind of lazy, so he didn't feel like getting involved. And the kid was going to get in trouble one way or another. But after the fact, the other two anime kids that get, didn't get in trouble came up to Clarence and they're like, you think this is over? You think you can uh, vanquish one of our allies and get away with it? And Clarence is like, bro, I literally did nothing. I just stood there and he, he just self-reported. That's not on me. And they said, no, 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 this is on you. You better watch your back because we will strike again. Vengeance will be ours. And to this day, uh, the subscriber was telling me over on Instagram, which is in the description, that's where you can send in some stories to be featured on the channel. He was telling me that to this day, the anime kids have not, you know, given their revenge yet. So maybe one day they'll have their master plan unfold and Clarence will figure out what the revenge is. But until this day, uh, you know, he, they are yet to strike. So yeah, you might be seeing a part two, maybe. I click don't on know. the video on screen right now. I know you'll enjoy it. Just click it, do it. How's it going everyone? Welcome back to the channel. Today I have a story that my friend told me about where basically his little brother was telling him about this time where basically this kid came into his class and tried to convince everyone that he was Dream. Uh, uh, believe it or not, he wasn't Dream, but it actually turned out to be pretty funny because, you know, 
the kid really did believe that he could pull it off, but at the end of the day, man, no one was buying it, and it was a pretty good story, so I thought I'd tell it on here. Real quick, make sure you are subscribed to the channel with notifications on. If you don't turn on the notifications, you won't see my story time videos that I try and upload every single day. And also, if you leave a like in the video right now for a limited time, I will give you literally nothing in return, just because I'm feeling extra generous. And with that being said, let's get right into the story. Alright, so this story was told to me by my friend, and so basically, my friend has a little brother, and his li little brother is in the fifth grade. Let's call his little brother Ryan, right? So Ryan is, you know, he's going to school, and this story took place uh, last year, so it was pretty recent, right? So Dream was pretty popular at this time, Dream is still very popular now, but last year was kind of like the rise of Dream and his popularity, it was also kind of a very high point for Minecraft as well, so it was very popular, and obviously there's like a younger demographic that does tend towards those videos. Obviously, a lot of people watch them of all ages, but, you know, a lot of people in Ryan's class were a big fan of, you know, Dream and Minecraft and all those kind of good things on YouTube, man, and like, you know, I totally get it. When I was in fifth grade, I was a big fan of Minecraft and, you know, all the people that were doing it then. There was no, like, real centralized figure like Dream right now or, like, when I was watching it, but still, I totally get it, and, like, that's cool and all. So Ryan is relatively into it as well, and a lot of his classmates are, and you'll normally notice, like, that every single day. Someone will be talking about it, it'll be some part of the discussion. So one day, Ryan is sitting in class, and him and his friends are talking about Dream. I don't know exactly what they're talking about, but you know, maybe the, the new Minecraft manhunt video or something. Honestly, dude, if I was in fifth grade, I would probably be, you know, as hyped as they are about the Minecraft manhunts. I mean, to be fair, man, you know, whatever you think about Dream, those videos are entertaining. There's a reason why they get so many views. But anyways, Ryan and his friends were sitting in class talking about Dream's new video, whatever that was at the time. And then he noticed that one of his friends was kind of like looking at them and kind of like smirking a little bit and was trying to be super obvious about like smirking and like kind of like doing this big old smile. And this friend, let's give this friend a name. Let's call this friend Sam, right? So Ryan and his friends are talking about this dream video and Sam is just there smirking the whole time looking at them. And eventually he walks over and he joins the conversation. He's like, so you guys really like this dream guy on YouTube? And then he has this big old smile. And obviously, right, Ryan and his friends just have no idea what's going on. And they're just pretty confused, bro. They're just like, yeah, he's cool. I like his videos, right? Like, that's cool. Like, do you know who he is? And then Sam looks at them and has this big old smile. It's like, do I know who that is? And then, like, has, like, this big, like, look, right? And they're kind of looking at him. They're like, uh, does does he know Does he know who that is, right? Like, they're not catching on, bro. And Sam is, like, starting to get, like, a little bit frustrated because he's trying to put on this big act and have them be all, like, mystified. But they're really just confused, which I would be too if I was in that situation. Ryan and his friends are kind of looking at Sam like, okay, bro, I don't know what your angle is. And then Sam looks at them and says, well, you know... I might know a thing or two about this dream guy. And he gives him this big old smile, right? And then Sam says, have you guys ever seen Dream? And they're like, no, he's not done a face reveal. And then Sam looks at Ryan and his friends and he's like, so you guys don't know what this dream guy looks like. So he could look like anyone. He could be anyone. And, and they're kind of looking at him like, okay, bro, like, sure, I guess. 
Like, we don't totally get the connection here. Like, we're not totally sure what's going on. We're not catching your drift, bro. And then Sam looks Ryan dead in the eyes and is like, what if I was to tell you that I know this dream guy really, really well? Like, I know this dream guy better than anyone else knows him. And at this point, Ryan was really confused. And Ryan's friends were also really confused because they were starting to realize that he was trying to, like, imply something. And now he's making a claim that, like, he knows this dream guy, which they're like, okay, this dude obviously does not know this dream guy. But they're starting to realize that he's trying to imply that he is dream, right? Because he just prefaced it with, there's no way you actually know what he looks like, so he might as well be me. So Ryan and his friends are, like, they decide to play a little bit dumb because they really want a confession. Like, they want Sam to say, point blank, that he claims that he is Dream. Like, they don't want, like, to make an assumption then, like, be, then have Sam be like, oh, whoa, whoa. like, I didn't mean that. Like, you guys are crazy, right? They, Sam and his friends, uh, Ryan and his friends wanted Sam to say. So they're like, we don't actually know what you mean, bro. Like, what are you trying to say? And Sam is like, come over here. And he kind of like, has them come over. He's like, all right, quiet down. Don't be sh Don't make a noise when I tell you this. Don't be shocked. I don't want to draw attention. And Ryan and his friends are just like, oh boy. And Sam is like, Ryan. And then he says the names of the other friends there. I just don't know. And also just don't care. They're not, they're not important for the story, man. I'm sure that they're good people, but he's like, Ryan and, and, and friends insert names, right? I have a confession. And he has this big old smile and they're all just like, Okay, let's see where this goes, bro. Cause like they're just they're just lost, and, and Sam is like Ryan. You know that dream guy on YouTube, and then Ryan's like, "Yes, I know that dream guy on YouTube. We were literally just talking to you about him for like five minutes, and you were being all weird. We also talk about him every day. Yes, I know that dream guy on YouTube. Yes, and then basically Sam says that dream guy. Well." Don't tell anyone, right? You have to you have to promise me that you won't tell anyone, but that dream guy is me. <laughs> and they just look at him like, bro? So they're kind of just looking at him, and I'm going to be honest, uh, none of them believed him, even in the slightest. So they're like, okay, Sam, like, why should we believe you? We've never seen Dream before. You don't really sound like him. Uh, we don't think it's you, right? We don't really have any reason to believe that he's actually you, besides the fact that you just told us that you're him. Which we kind of just think that you're saying that because you've been noticing how everyone's been talking about him and really likes his videos recently. And then Sam is like, looks a little offended. He's like, you guys don't believe me? And they're like, hey bro, we really like you, but no, we, we honestly don't believe you. So then Ryan and his friends were like, okay, right, we can't really believe you right off the bat, but if there's any way you can prove to us that you're actually Dream, like, we would love to see that because obviously, like, we don't totally believe you, which I hope you can understand, but if you're actually Dream, like, obviously that would be awesome, we love his videos, and look, Ryan's in fifth grade, bro, like, Ryan didn't believe him, but he kind of wanted to. It would be really cool if one of his friends was actually like his YouTube hero, right? Like, that'd be pretty cool. So Ryan was and his friends were like, okay, just come back with proof the next day. And then the next day rolls around and Ryan and his friends are waiting. 
and they see Sam walk in with a big smile on his face. Sorry to interrupt the video real quick, but if you made it this far into the video, which you obviously did because you're listening to this right now, I would like you to go into the comment section of this video and comment door down below, like D-O-O-R, the, the, the thing you enter a room or a building with, right? Just comment door down below. It's kind of like a fun community thing we do just to see who actually watches the videos. And I've been trying to heart as many of those comments as possible. So if you want the top commenter achievement next to your name, go ahead and comment it down below. There's a good shot you'll get a heart this time, if not next time. And you can always comment it on old videos. I just comment heart whatever I see. Anyways, with that being said, let's hop right into the story. Right, so Ryan and his friends kind of get together because they see Sam walk in Sam looks at them, and Sam has this big smile on his face. So Ryan and his friends were like, oh, wait, is he, is he smiling because he actually has proof? And then for a second, they're like, and if he actually has proof, does that mean he's actually... Because look, let's be fair, bro. In fifth grade, I believed a lot of dumb stuff. <laughs> like, I was super gullible in fifth grade, right? So Ryan still didn't really believe it, but... He really wanted to, bro. So he was kind of excited to see what, you know, the proof was going to be because while he didn't believe it, he really wanted to. So Ryan basically goes up to Sam and is like, hey, man, like, how are you doing? Like, do you have any proof? And he's like, by the way, if you were just saying that yesterday, like, we really don't care. Like, it's all good, bro. Like, it's fine. If you don't have any proof, like, don't worry about it. And Sam's like, no, I got proof. And he has a little smile on his face and he walks away. So all of a sudden, right, Ryan is like, oh my God, wait, he actually has proof? Like, he, he has to be, he, Ryan kind of jumped to conclusions. So what Ryan ended up doing is he told his friends this, and his friends were just super excited because, you know, they in the back of their minds, they really thought it'd be super cool if they were to know Dream in real life or something. So they ended up telling, like, the entire class that Sam was Dream and he had proof, right? So when Sam eventually finds Ryan and his friends again, basically the entire class comes over and more or less crowds around them. And all of a sudden, Sam's face, which used to be kind of like smug and like, ha ha ha, like I got proof. He seems to be evidently a little bit nervous because all of a sudden, it's not just Ryan and his few couple friends. It's basically like 70% of the class is just waiting for this proof. So all of a sudden, like Ryan is like, okay, Sam, like, I got some other people here that are big fans of Dream. Like, it would be really cool if it's actually you. We're super excited to see the proof. And Ryan's like, or uh, sorry, Sam is like, uh, yeah, no, of course. I mean, I, I'm planning on, uh, yeah, I, I got you. Uh, uh, yeah, and, and then Ryan's kind of like, Sam, everything okay? Because Sam was like really wavering at this point. Sam's like, yeah, no, I, I got the proof. Let me just go get it. Let, let me get the proof. At this point, Ryan kind of realized that something was up because Sam was being very, very evasive, and he obviously was not confident at all. And he kind of thought that he just kind of like ran away to like recollect his thoughts or whatever. And obviously, if you're actually dream and you're just trying to show someone that you are, you aren't going to be super nervous about it because you're you, right? Uh, but anyways, right, so he's kind of like, okay, this this is probably nothing. But he still wants to see it through. He's still kind of interested to see what Sam had in the first place. So eventually, right... Sam, you know, Sam comes back, and I would say, uh, I, I was told that, like, 
I'd say like a third of the group was still there. So still more than Ryan and his initial friends, but a lot less of the classmates. So all, all, all of a sudden, right off the bat, uh, Sam is a bit more confident to show his proof. So he goes up to them. He says, hey, guys, sorry about that. I, I just lost the proof for a second. Here's the proof that I'm actually dream. So he pulls out his phone and he shows a text message conversation. And the text message conversation is basically reads like, oh, when do you want to play Minecraft next? I want to record a Minecraft Manhunt video. And if you look at the contact name, the contact name says George Not Found, which if you don't know, that's the guy that Dream, the Minecraft guy normally plays with. But right off the bat, everyone was like, whoa, 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 whoa. If you're actually right, if this is actually George Not Found, Dream wouldn't have his contact labeled as his Minecraft username, right? So all of a sudden, they click into, like, they say, hey, can I see that for a second? And Sam's like, uh, but he was too late. And one of the friends actually grabbed the phone, right? And when they grabbed the phone, they clicked into the contact to see what the number was. So they click into the number, and obviously it's a number that, you know, they didn't necessarily recognize off the bat. But then Ryan realized that the area code was the same area code of, like, people and his classmates. They all didn't live exactly in the same place but it was a familiar area code. So all of a sudden, obviously, there's a ton of red, red flags at this point. First of all, his proof is a text conversation, like, come on, man. Second of all, the, the, the contact is George not found. That's like if my mom had my contact as Connor Pugs, like, bro, that's just not how it's gonna work, right? So then Ryan decides to just call the number. He's like, hey, I'm just gonna call this number. And at this point, Sam was sweating. He's like, oh, no, George is asleep. He's in England or whatever, right? Which obviously is not the case because it, it wasn't even like a British area code. It was literally the area code of like 20 minutes away from the school, bro. But anyways, they call the number and then they hear a phone buzz in class. And then they look around and they see that one of the guys standing on the other side of the room, his phone is ringing. And the guy probably wasn't paying attention to what was happening because he picked it up. I guess he was like spacing out or he's far enough away that he didn't totally realize what was going on. And he picks it up and he was like, hey, Sam, what's up? And, and it was just over at that point, man. So after that, Sam basically explains that, yeah, no, he wasn't actually Dream. And Ryan was like, okay, I kind of knew that the whole time. Like, it would have been cool if you were, but I, I didn't really expect that. And Sam was basically just like, he saw how much, like, you guys liked the, the, the Dream, the Minecraft guy, and how he really just thought it would be fun to, like, if he could pretend it was him and how you guys would, like, be so excited and whatever. And they all just kind of agreed that it wasn't a big deal. But I just thought that was kind of funny how the whole thing went down. And obviously, obviously, it's not that big of a deal, but it was just, it was just a pretty funny story. And my, uh, my friend's brother, Ryan, right, he had a good story to bring back home, which was eventually brought to me and was brought to you on the channel. If you enjoyed the, today's video and want to support the channel, literally just go ahead and watch another one of my videos. I'm going to have some old story time videos up on screen right now, or if you don't see them on screen, just go ahead and click on my channel, or you can watch the story time playlist, which will be on screen, or it'll be linked in the description. And with this guy, thank you so much for watching. Like, subscribe, and yeah, see you in the next one. Hey, how's it going, everyone? Welcome back to the channel. Today, I have a story time for you that was told to me by one of my subscribers, where basically the subscriber went to a summer camp and he met this guy, and this guy claimed that Dream went to his school, right? So it turns out that this guy that claimed that did 
not too live did not live too far away from the from my subscriber. So my subscriber actually decided to fact check his claim and showed up at his school one day and it was absolutely hilarious and I had to tell the story. If you enjoy story time videos, make sure you are subscribed to the channel with notifications on. You need to turn on notifications to make sure you do see all the new videos. And also leave a like on the video as I'll give you nothing, which is pretty cool. Anyways, let's get right into the story. So this subscriber went to a summer camp and the summer camp was towards the end of the summer and he had to go back to school in about two weeks after the camp ended. And this camp was a sleepaway camp that was located about like 20-30 minutes away from his house, so not too far away. And anyways, he gets to the camp and, you know, he's a little nervous because he doesn't really know anyone there. And his mom drops him off. He's like, hey, and she's like, hey, you're going to be totally fine. Like, I'm sure you'll meet people, you know, all that good stuff. This subscriber was a pretty big fan of Dream. Uh, this was about like a year ago or a year and a half ago when Dream kind of like was really like popular for his Minecraft manhunts. And I'm not going to lie, like I don't really watch Minecraft content anymore. But back when Dream's Minecraft manhunts were like super popular, like he just came out with them, they were pretty entertaining. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest, like feel free to hate on me, bro. Like those things were entertaining back in the day. Anyways, he was a pretty big fan of Dream. So he gets to the, he gets to the camp, right? And that, that, that detail is more important later on. So he gets to the camp and they basically say, okay, well, we're going to have a little meet and greet thing before, you know, before we head off into groups or your cabins. So you'll have an opportunity to meet people. And also you'll have an opportunity to meet people at your cabin. And when they said that, the subscriber is feeling much better. He's like, okay, you know what? I'll definitely be able to, I'll, I'll definitely be able to meet people here, right? The subscriber goes to this area where all these other kids are and he's kind of standing by himself, but he also notices that everyone else at this camp is more or less standing by themselves because no one really came here with friends except for a couple guys, right? But basically what they do is when the camp counselors come out and they're like, okay guys, right? Uh, let's, uh, let's break up into smaller groups. So they counted off like into nine different groups. So they went around going like, you're a one, you're a two, you're a three, if you guys have had that happen before. So this guy gets a four, a pretty unnecessary detail. I just remember it from being told it, right? Uh, so this guy gets a four, he's in group four. He goes over and he starts talking to some of the other people. And they start off with like the, the hey, like, where are you from? Uh, what grade are you in? How old are you? What sports do you play? And then you kind of move on to what do you do in your spare time? And you, some people were like, oh, you know, I play whatever sport. Some people are like, yeah, I play some games, right? Um, you know, kind of standard stuff. And then someone brought up how they watch a lot of YouTube. And then some people were kind of talking about like, oh, I also watch a lot of YouTube. And they're like, oh, what YouTubers do you like? You know, and some people said that they liked, I don't know, uh, Logan Paul. Some people said that they liked like some kind of makeup YouTuber guru because there's a pretty... It was a pretty diverse mix of people, but there was a couple people that were like, oh, like I really watch watching Minecraft videos. And then another guy says like, oh, you, which ones? And then like this, my, the subscriber actually pipes up and says, hey, I also like watching Minecraft videos. I, I, I like watching Dream's Minecraft Manhunt videos. I'm a pretty big fan. And then this kid kind of speaks up and... By the way, this kid lives near the subscriber because earlier they said where they're from and the subscriber and this kid live basically in the same area. However, they're in like different area codes or districts, so they go to different schools, right? But they live in more or less the same area. So this kid kind of pipes up and I don't think he totally realized how like close the subscriber lived or he heard it and kind of just forgot. I'm not 100% sure how, but anyways, he says, oh, you like Dream? 
I know something very special about Dream. And then like the few people, including my subscriber who knew Dream, you know, their ears kind of perked up because they're like, you know, I like this guy. I watch him on YouTube. That's pretty cool. Like, you know, I, I, I like this guy. What, what's the interesting thing? Like, I'm curious. And the guy said, you know, Dream actually goes to my school. And they just kind of looked at him like, uh, like, no, no, he doesn't. And he says, no, he really does. And he's being very firm about it. Like, he's being very matter of fact. And then they're just like, they're not like, they're not 100% sure why he would lie. I mean, maybe because like they, he just heard that they like Dream and like he's trying to like impress them or something. But then he says, no, here's a photo. And he takes out a photo and he shows them some blonde guy. And, you know, you have to remember that at this time and even at this time, Dream has never done a face reveal. I think he's maybe blonde or brown hair, but no one really knows what he looks like. So they're all like, okay, dude, we don't actually know what Dream looks like, but that could be him. The subscriber was thinking to himself, well, that 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 could be him, I guess. Like, it, I, I don't see why it would be, but I also don't see why it wouldn't be. So if he's being so, like, if he really thinks so. Anyway, so the breakout group ends and then they're asked to go to their sections, which they were told in the beginning. Basically, that's where their, their like sleepaway camp area is. And they break up into groups and the subscriber notices that uh, the guy who claimed that Dream went to his school happened to be in his camp group. So he went up to him and he's like, hey, I'm, I'm from the group earlier. And the guy was like, oh, hey, how's it going? And then they kind of, they kick it off, right? They, he's a decent guy, like they have some good conversations and he's kind of the friend that the subscriber has while he's at this camp. While he doesn't like press him right away because the subscriber thinks, okay, if Dream actually goes to his school, like I know he offered up that information, but he probably doesn't want me talking about it all the time to him. Like I'm sure that if it's actually true and he tells people it, that like people bug him all the time about it and it's only gonna get worse as he gets more popular. So maybe I'll just like let him chill out. Like I just won't, like, you know, I just won't ask him for a second. Like, that seems fair enough. But after about a day or two of them just hanging out, they're at lunch together, and the subscribers is like, okay, it's been enough time. I, I gotta know. Like, I gotta ask some questions. This is just way too interesting. So the subscriber asks this guy, like, okay, well, uh, how do you know that it's actually Dream? And so this guy goes on to say, like, uh, well, uh, Dream goes to my school, and I knew him for a long time. I was never super close with him, but, uh... You know, he was just telling people, like, that he had this channel and that he was posting videos about PewDiePie's seed back in the day before those videos blew up in popularity. So, like, he, he told people to uh, subscribe and such, and then I did. But then his videos started getting really popular, and I just knew about it before. And while he didn't really go around telling people this afterwards, I was just one of those guys that he told before. Because I totally had a class with him, and yeah... So that's just how it happened. So this dude was not sounding confident at all, but the story honestly wasn't that bad. The story somewhat made sense. And you know, if I'm being thinking about it now, that story would more or less make sense. Like probably Dream would tell his friends or people even he didn't know that well to give some of his initial videos a little bit of a boost. Because if you don't know, the hardest thing about YouTube is starting, honestly. Like once you have an audience, it's not easy because like, YouTube is hard no matter what, but it is so much easier to get your videos surfaced. So in the very beginning, even a small push from just a few people could be the make or break to get you a YouTube career. So the story actually would make sense that like if Dream, if you, if you were to know Dream before he was famous, it wouldn't like completely be not plausible that he went around asking people to watch the videos and then when he got really popular, he didn't want to talk about it. 
So while the guy was not really confident and it somewhat sounded like he was making it up off the top of his head, the story kind of checked out. Real quick, I'm going to interrupt the video and ask you guys comment Christmas tree down below if you made it this far. Basically, uh, around halfway or further through the video, I just have people comment to see who actually makes it this far into the video because I do appreciate that. We're kind of going on a Christmas theme, so yeah, comment Christmas tree down below. Uh, I also heart as many of those as I can. I don't get to them all, but I do my best. So if you want to farm hearts and try and get top commenter on the channel, that's the best way you can go about it. And also, if you want to DM me a story and appear on the channel, my Instagram is linked in the description or I give the handle and just send me stuff there. That being said, let's get back to the story. Anyway, so the subscriber at this point was not convinced, but he also was not convinced that it was fake. He was kind of torn. The story made sense. The guy had a lot of conviction, and he did show a photo of some random blonde guy, which maybe was Dream. Like, he was very confident about it. The story made sense, but he also wasn't sure because, one, it could totally be something you could fake, and also, two... When asked more questions, he was not confident about it. He felt very shaky and the story sounded a little weird. So anyways, the subscriber is kind of confused, but he goes on just being friends with this guy and hanging out because while he's a little, you know, suspect about this claim, the dude's actually not a bad guy and he enjoys talking to him. They also, they also have a lot of similar interests. They play Minecraft. They also both play baseball. Like, this dude's not bad. They have, like, genuine connection or whatever. And then the guy, it, the, the camp kind of comes to an end, right? It's about a week, and they're about to go home. And my subscriber says, hey, you go to such and such school, right? And because at the, he knew that he, was cl he lived close. The subscriber lived close to this guy, and there were a couple high schools in his area. He went to one of them, but there were also a couple others. And he was able to choose, he, like, he randomly chose one of two, and he knew that if the guy said no, then it was the other one, and he knew that if the guy said yes, well, then he, you know, he said yes, he went to that one. And, this, and the, the guy who claimed the dream went to his high school was looking at the subscriber and was like, yeah, how, how, how did you know? And he said, oh, you don't remember, we both said we lived in the same area. And the guy kind of gets, a, not shifty, but like is like, uh, like gets a little kind of like, not like, he's obviously not geeking, right? He's not geeking out. But he obviously is like, oh, you know where my school is and we live close to each other? And the guy's like, yeah, maybe I should, the subscriber says, oh, yeah, maybe I should stop by sometime. Like, uh, you were a cool dude. Because they're kind of packing up, they're getting ready to go. And the guy's like, yeah, no, 100% totally, like, we should 100% do that. We should 100%. Like, the guy was really trying to just, like, dodge the question. He was trying to get out of there. And the subscriber was like, that was definitely a red flag because, like, this guy was pretty reciprocal in their friendship. Like, the dude was not just, like, hanging out with them, like, and, like, trying to, like, avoid him, the subscriber. This guy was, like, actually friends with the subscriber. They related a lot. They had a lot of good times. So normally, like, you would be kind of like, yeah, yeah, 100%. Like, actually, let's plan a time to hang out. The dude was just 100% avoiding the question. His, like, answers were kind of shaky in response. Like, it was a big red flag. So the subscriber actually had an idea because he really wanted to test the claim of the guy if Dream actually went to a school because one, he's genuinely curious and two, he didn't really believe the guy, right? And he was interested enough that he wanted to go through with something. So the subscriber tells the guy who said that Dream went to his school, he basically tells this dude that, hey, I'm not too far away from your school, I'll stop by one day and you don't have to tell me, like, you don't have to introduce me to the Dream guy, but I'd love for you to point him out. And the guy's like, ha <laughs> ha, 
yeah, that's totally cool. Like my school has kind of a weird schedule. So if I'm not there, like it's just cause like I got a weird schedule. I got a lot of things I'm doing, like a lot of random travel and stuff. But if I'm there, dude, 100%. So kind of a red flag of an answer, right? The subscriber says, oh yeah, by the way, what's your Instagram? And the guy's like, oh, kind of like happily that happy that they're changed, that the subscriber's changing subjects. The guy's like, oh yeah, no, okay, here it is. So they exchange Instagrams and then eventually the mom, like uh, the subscriber's mom comes, picks him up. They say goodbye. And the, the subscriber basically has two weeks before he goes back to school. So he's kind of sitting there. He's not really does, he doesn't really have anything planned for those two weeks. It's kind of like an awkward period of time because he has to prepare to get back to school. And it's also like not really enough time for them to like plan to do anything big. So he kind of is just like chilling for the last two weeks. So the subscriber decides to look up the school schedule for the friend he met at camp that claimed Dream went to his school. He wanted to look up the schedule for the school. And it turns out that that school was actually starting two days earlier than his. He wasn't 100% sure why, but for some reason they just were. And he's like, okay, I'll accept that. And he's like, oh, wait a minute. That means when they're in session, I won't be in school and I can easily go over. So he, he looks at the school and he looks it up on maps and he's like, okay, this is actually like a 25 minute walk away. Yeah, it's a bit of a hike for sure, but it's, I, I'm kind of too invested in this not to go through with this man. Like I'm a little bit too invested at this point. So while the subscriber is planning to go, like kind of planning this out, figuring out what day, figuring out like if he's gonna eat lunch before or after, trying to like figure out when's the best time to leave. He has the idea and just like casually looks on this guy's Instagram that he met at camp. And he's looking on the Instagram of this guy, and he's kind of just scrolling through. He's seeing photos of him with, like, his parents, with his cousins, photo of him, like, doing baseball, right? And then he sees a photo of him with some of his friends. And then something very interesting happens. He sees the guy who he met at camp with some friends. And one of the friends is a blonde dude. And this blonde—okay, no, no, it doesn't mean he's instantly dream, right? But this blonde dude— happened to be the guy that the friend at camp showed as like, this is dream guys. Like guys, I'm, I, I, I'm telling you dream goes to my school. Look, here's proof. The guy that he showed as proof was one of his friends, which was interesting because when the guy was telling about like the story with dream, he said that he didn't know dream that well. And the only reason he knew that like he was the YouTuber is because he happened to be like in a class or something with them. So he was just like close enough that dream asked him to like watch his earlier videos, but not close enough to really like hang out with him. So that was like red flag number like 900. So at this point, the subscriber kind of knew that he caught this friend in a lie, but he really wanted to follow through with it. He said, I put too much work into this and I really just kind of want to catch him in the act. He thought he he doesn't like dislike the guy, but like obviously if you're going around like lying about stuff and you get caught, maybe you'll stop lying. So he's like, you know what? Maybe this is for the greater good before someone who actually gets upset. Cause I don't really, the subscriber said, I don't really care, but maybe someone else will. So let's, let's put an end to this. So the day comes, right? Um, the, the guy's school is open. The subscriber is off from school for another day. And he, he eats lunch. He eats a big lunch where it's basically a brunch so he can kind of have the whole day to, you know, figure out, scout out the school, try and find him, right? And so he, he makes the walkover. And while making the walkover, he actually sends this guy a DM, the guy he met from the camp. And he said, hey, I actually don't have school today. I see that you're in. I'm, I happen to be really close. 
I'm just gonna stop by in like 10 minutes. Like, just let me know if you're there. I love to like catch up, right? And the guy responds within like 10 minutes. And he says, oh dude, like, I'm so sorry. I'm still in one of my trips. I'm actually still in Europe right now. Flights got weird, man. They got delayed. I don't know what happened, but I, I just won't be there today. Like, I'm so sorry, bro. Like, maybe you can come later. Uh, I don't know if you can even get in right now because I'm not there. They're going to be so weirded out. Like, I don't know, dude. Like, I'll see you soon. Like, guy was acting weird. Uh, Tia, a uh, little spoiler, he was not in Europe. So the subscriber gets to the school and he's actually kind of curious about something. So he sees the guy and he seems to be about the age of the guy he met at camp. So he asks him, he said, hey, like, sorry, like, I'm looking for a friend here. Do you happen to know this guy? He pulls out his phone, and he doesn't show the guy the photo of the friend he met at camp. He shows the photo of the so-called dream guy. And the guy looks at him, and he kind of just gives him this look. And for a second, the subscriber thought that, like, oh, my God, what if, what if this is actually dream, and that's one of his friends, like, trying to protect him, like, Wait a minute, was this guy telling the truth the whole time? Uh, no. This guy says, look, that's like one of my best friends, and I think I know why you're here. So did so-and-so, and he, and he lists the name of the guy. Let's just call him John. Let's call, let's say that the guy who said the dream went to a school at the camp, let's call him John. So the guy that, like, the subscriber meets, he said, hey, did John say that this guy is dream? And the subscriber says, yeah, he did. And the guy kind of lets out a sigh. He's like, oh boy, another one of these. So the guy says, look, this is one of my best friends. Uh, he doesn't even play Minecraft. We just play Call of Duty together. Uh, I, I, there's no reason for him really to be Dream besides the fact that he's blonde. So basically, John just goes around and tells people that at places where he doesn't think it'll get back to him like an idiot, man. Like, you're not the first person to come here. Uh, this has happened before. And my friend was actually confronted by another guy who thought he was Dream. And we told John to stop this. And John said that he won't do it anymore. But he told other people at camp this. So maybe he should expect it. And the subscriber was like, Oh, wow. So I'm not the only one who came to the school to see if this guy was actually dream or not. And the guy's like, no, John told like a bunch of people at camp. It's super annoying. My friend's really annoyed. And honestly, since there was this one guy, we really let him off. Like we let him off. But since there's like multiple guys and you're like, you're the second guy and maybe there's, there's going to be more people coming. You know what? I think we're going to tell on John to the principal. And then the, the, my subscriber's like, bro, bro, like, I'm sorry. Like I didn't mean to cause any trouble. Like John's a decent guy. I don't know why he'd lie about this. And the guy says, you know what? It's really been causing a lot of trouble, but may maybe we won't tell on John. We won't tell, we won't tell on John. But maybe you should talk to John. And John's in class right now. And the subscriber says, he said he was in Europe. And the guy laughs. He said, Europe, bro? If he means Europe by over there, then maybe he's in Europe. But he's right there, bro. And he points to like a, like a classroom. And he said, hey, they're out in like five minutes. Just stand outside. So the subscriber's like, okay, I got nothing better to do. And if it's really five minutes, might as well do that. He's like, sorry, man, for like bothering you. I probably shouldn't have actually come. Even if it was dream, like that's not cool for me to invade the privacy. And the guy's like, no, man, you're honestly fine. It's just not cool what John has been doing. So he says like, all right, man, I'll see you around. Like John should be out any minute now. So the subscriber goes over and walks outside and stands outside the door of John. And the classroom, you know, the, the bell goes, kids start filing out. John is walking out all casually, and then he just makes contact with the subscriber and just goes pale. And the subscriber's like, so you're not in Europe. And then John just like, John doesn't even try. He's not anything like, oh, my flight actually didn't get canceled. No, he's like, hey, like, 
I'm sorry. I, I lied to you about the dream thing. I just wanted to make friends and I thought it'd be, you guys would want to be friends with me. Like if that was like, if I had something cool about me, I just don't feel like I'm that cool or have anything interesting. And why would someone want to be friends with me? Right. So I thought this would be like, I thought it'd be a cool thing to say. And like, when I realized that you could actually come and see, like, I realized that, you know, my lie would not be able to stick and I didn't want you to come for that reason and I'm sorry. And the subscriber was taken aback by how honest John was all of a sudden. And he's like, dude, I'm kind of hurt that, you know, that you lied to me consistently and didn't eventually just tell me like right away. Like I, but I do think you're cool and you, you don't need to lie about these things, man. Like I genuinely enjoy being friends with you. Yeah, I'm a little shaken because you lied to me and though I kind of suspected that, but everything else was kind of cool. And he said, if genuinely, if you want to hang out, like, I'm down, like, you know, maybe give me a sec to, like, get over this, but you're kind of cool, bro. Like, I, 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 would, I would enjoy hanging out with you. And the guy, John, was, like, so taken aback by that that he's like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm so sorry about that. Um, we should really hang out. And that was the end of the story. So kind of a wholesome, good ending, but kind of a crazy sequence of events. Um, and I thought you guys would really enjoy that. If you have a little bit of time and want to support the channel, literally just go ahead and watch another one of my story videos. Watching old story videos really helps promote the channel, and you can do that by watching any of the videos on screen right now, or even more easy, you can just click on the story time playlist that has all my story time videos together in one place. Uh, if you don't see it on screen, it's also first link in the description, so go ahead and watch that. Thank you guys so much for watching. Leave a like, subscribe, and yeah, see you in the next one. Peace. Minecraft kid of, well, I mean, you can read the title. Normally, I tell you guys to grab something to eat but dear god please do not grab anything to eat while you listen to this story anyways let's call the subscriber uh, nico and subscribe if you like stories anyways uh, the subscriber who sent in today's story which you can send into my instagram uh we're gonna call him nico right so this all happened one day when you know N nico was in class and he was kind of just chilling, thought it would be a normal day, but his teacher comes in and announces that today is going to be a really special day, and it's not even going to be a special day, it's going to be a special fun day. So not like, ooh, it's special because we have a massive final exam, but ooh, it's special because we're going to be doing only fun activities today. And it was kind of a surprise that the teachers of the fifth grade, by the way, Nico was in fifth grade when this happened, the two fifth grade teachers decided that they wanted to collaborate and give their students a break and also make it kind of a surprise. So the teacher announces, is that the other class, the other fifth grade class, as there were two fifth grade classes for his fifth grade, the other fifth grade class was going to come into their room, they were going to randomly partner up, and then they were going to do a lot of fun activities today. The entire class was really stoked, and so was Nico, because like, dude, he didn't want to be doing any homework, he didn't want to be doing any math, you know how it is, and to be surprised with like a really fun day, it's just a good day, man, things are going to be good. So anyways, right, almost on cue within like, as like the teacher said, the other class will be coming in, they hear a knock on the door, and the other fifth grade teacher opens it up and says, hi guys, like, um, I, I, I hope you guys are ready for your surprise today. Everyone is like, yeah, it seems like it's going to be a good day. Well, it's not, at least not for Nicholas or Nico, as we're going to call him, uh, because, I mean, everyone else is going to have a great day, but you already saw the title. You already know how bad this is about to get. Anyways, right, so they were assigned with random people from the other class, and there was this kid in the other class who every single day wore the same creeper hoodie like every single day without like a doubt, like he wore the same creeper hoodie. I think you guys know them. It's like, you know, the hoodie that you can buy that has like the creeper head on it and then the creeper design. I mean, look, if you wore that, that's totally fine. As long as you don't wear it every single day without washing it, you're fine in my book. 
But the thing is, right, this kid either had seven identical Creeper hoodies or he just wore the same thing every day without washing it. And uh, by the smell of it, not by the look of it, you could definitely tell that he did not, he was not washing it. And this was the one-on-one -on -one copy. Anyways, right, so being randomly assigned someone, Nico gets the, uh, uh, you know, gets the gets a short straw, you know how it is, and he gets assigned with the Minecraft kid. We're just going to call him the Minecraft kid because he's always wearing that hoodie. And so the Minecraft kid walks over to Nico's desk, sit down, says, hey man, how's it going? And Nico's like, hey, how's it going? And immediately, immediately as the kid sat down, Nico had to like prepare, he had to make sure he didn't like gag, just like gag on reflex, because there was like an aura, an aura of stench. Like the odor probably had a mass that was heavier than the air around it. In fact, it was probably heavier than water. It would be, it would be sinking. The water would be floating. Like it was that crazy, right? So he sits down and he goes like, Ooh, how's it going, man? And the thing is, right, sometimes kids don't smell that good. I don't know. Maybe you just didn't take a shower. Maybe you forgot the deodorant. That's totally okay. But normally there's not an aura of stench, you know? Normally they're not so stinky that if you were like five feet away, you would smell them. Like, it's normally not that bad. And Nico wouldn't have really cared if the kid wasn't like the best smelling kid ever. He wouldn't really care if like, I don't know, he lifted up his like his underarms and oof, that kind of smelled kind of bad, right? But the fact was the Minecraft kid literally had like an aura of stench around him so nico was like all right uh, i'm just gonna power through today right it's fine and the teacher at the front of the class said guys like we have some like you know this is like we have like a really fun activity and the first activity planned for you guys it's gonna be an outdoor activity and it's gonna be a fun game and the whole class is like super excited and the thing is right nico's actually kind of excited too because he's thinking all right outdoors the stench will probably dissipate or at least be less strong if it's outdoors. So this is a massive win for me. Uh, it, it was a massive win until the teacher announced that this special outdoor activity would be hide and seek in teams. And Nico's just thinking to himself, oh no, <laughs> oh no, because he realizes, right, hide and seek means that like him and the Minecraft kid with his stench aura, or they're going to have to hide together. Like, they're probably going to have to hide together in very compact, close places. And the stench aura, Nico assumes, is only going to get more and more intense and terrible the closer you get to the origin. Which, like, he was five feet away from the Minecraft kid, and he was barely making it. So, like, imagine being, like, directly there. Nico was like, man, I gotta practice not breathing for, like, an hour at a time, because that's the only way I'm surviving this. But anyways, they all head outside. And real quick, the secret word of the day, it's Minecraft. I know, it's nothing that creative, but it is what it is. So comment Minecraft down below. I'll try and heart your comment as a way to say thank you for making this far into the video. When you guys watch my videos for a long time, uh, it really does help out the channel. And also, if you want to binge watch these videos, make sure to let me know in the comments and I'll try and say thank you back as it really, really does help the channel. But anyways, right, they head outside and they're preparing for their hide-and-seek adventure type thing. And so they go out there and the teacher's are like, all right, so we're going to choose who is going to be the, you know, the one who's going to seek, and we're going to figure out, like, everyone else is going to go hide. Nico was praying to God that he was going to be the one 
or his team of him and the Minecraft kid were going to be the Seekers. Because if they were the Seekers, dude, they didn't have, like, Nico didn't have to worry about being in a tight, cramped space. He just had to, like, he could be literally, like, 20 feet away trying to, like, he'd be like, oh, let's split up so we can divide and conquer, which, aka, like, I mean, it is a more effective strategy, but the real goal, the real intention is to get away from the stench aura, because you already know what it is. But no, uh, a different team was picked, and he was like, okay, great. And the Minecraft kid is like, dude, I am so good at hide-and-seek. I know the best hiding spots. And, you know, Nico's like, let's just hope that these hiding spots are not really kind of, like, cramped. And sure enough, the Minecraft kid is leading him. He's like, dude, let's go. So they got 60 seconds, or the hiding, or the seekers had to count till 60, and they were counting pretty loud, and the Minecraft kid's like, come on, come on, quickly, quickly. And sure enough, right, the Minecraft kid leads both both Nico and him to this spot, and the spot was like, yeah, unfortunately, it was super cramped. So the spot was like behind the building and was behind this bush, and the thing was, right, the little spot behind the bush that like someone could hide in, it was really only a good hiding spot for one person, and it would have been incredibly cramped for two. The Minecraft kid's like, don't worry, man, like I can squeeze in, we totally got this, no one has ever found me in this hiding spot. And Zach is thinking to himself, wow, this is actually a really good hiding spot, because it was. However, the problem is, the better the hiding spot, right, the longer the duration that he's going to have to stay in that hiding spot, and also the longer the duration that, you know, he's going to be in that hiding spot with the Minecraft kid, with his, like, literally, like, life-threatening stench aura. And he's like, okay, this is going to be the hardest challenge of my life. And the Minecraft kid hops in there, he's like, dude, come on, come on. And Zach is like, I don't know. And the Minecraft kid grabs him by the hand and drags him. And he's like, don't worry, bro. I know this place is good. And Zach is like, Whoa! and legitimately, Zach has to wait there for 15 minutes. And Zach is, <laughs> he's not trying to be rude, but he's like breathing. He like pulls up his like sweatshirt and breathes into it. And that makes the air a little bit less toxic, but it's still really, really bad. And he's, he's, Zach is, not Zach, sorry. That was the guy in the last video. I stole my notes up from that one. Nico is struggling right now. He's just like, he's trying, he's breathing in air. He's coughing it out. And the Minecraft kid's like, shh, 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 stop coughing. You're gonna, you're gonna get our hiding spot. They're gonna figure it out because you're being so loud. And, and Nico's just thinking to himself, man, I'm just trying to survive this. I'm not asking for much, man. I'm just trying to survive. That's literally it, bro. I just want to, I just want to see my parents, dude. So, so Nico and the Minecraft kid are just sitting there and they sit there for legitimately like 20 minutes. And then eventually the seekers come around and they're around in the bush and uh, Nico is just like, all right, I'm going to have to sabotage this because this hiding spot is just too good. So Nico like forces out a fake sneeze and the Minecraft kid is like, no, and the seekers eventually come over and find them. And Minecraft kid's like, bro, couldn't you hold it in? And, and, and Nico's like, sorry, man, I had to sneeze like I couldn't hold it in. Right. So then Nico and the Minecraft kid also become seekers because it was kind of like it was kind of like the zombie tag where if like one person got tagged by the zombie, they would also become like someone who is it as well. It was like a massive swarm of zombies like that. It was the same thing with this game where if you got tagged, you also became 
you, you became a seeker as well. And the Minecraft kid was just ruth ruthlessly just going around, just like finding people. It's like, got you, got you, got you. Which I mean, that's how you play the game. I can't really, I can't really complain like that. But eventually, everyone gets found, and the teachers are like, "All right, guys, I hope you had fun with that. We're gonna head inside for one last activity before the day is over." And so they head inside, and they head back to the tables. And the teachers are like, all right, we're just going to have a nice little like kind of like uh, arts and craft type thing. And they show these big bins with all these art supplies and whatever, right? They're like, all right, man, come up and make whatever you want to make and just have a good time talking to your new partner or not your new partner, but your new friend. It's not a new partner. Uh, Nico would have been so happy if he got a new partner at this time. And uh, but no, it's the same guy. So, you know, the Minecraft kid and Nico, they go up, they grab some supplies and they sit back at the table and Nico is getting more and more used to the smell. And he's like, you know what, man, I'm going to make it through the next couple hours. And while they're sitting there making whatever they're making, the Minecraft kid is like, all right, man, let's let's get to know each other a little bit better. Tell me some fun facts about you. So Nico's like, uh, OK, I don't really know, but I guess like I got a dog. I like to go on hikes. Um, I walk my dog every morning. And when I do that, I listen to music. That's what I do personally. But back to the story. Uh, I don't know. I really, you know, I enjoy playing Fortnite with my friends. Uh, what about you, man? And the Minecraft kid was like, hmm. Well, I obviously am kind of a fan of Minecraft, as you can tell by my hoodie. By the way, nothing's wrong with liking Minecraft, bro. I love Minecraft. It's probably one of my favorite games of all time. It's the background gameplay I use for almost every video, and it has a lot of nostalgia. When I say Minecraft kid, I think you know what I mean. I don't mean someone who just plays Minecraft. But anyways, right, and he goes on to say, I, I, I also have these beliefs. And I don't know, people just, people get really mad at me and they, they, they hate me for my beliefs and it really makes me sad. And Nico, not really knowing what this guy was talking about, probably thinking that, I don't know, maybe, maybe he was religious and people were hating on him for that, which isn't okay. You know, Nico was like, oh man, like, uh, what's the problem? Like, what's these beliefs? I, I promise you, like, as long as they don't hurt anyone else, I'm all for you. I'll support you no matter what, like, what are people hating on you for? And Nika, or the Minecraft kid, is like, well, I really believe in being natural. I think that we should kind of return, like, you know, there's a lot in our modern day society that, you know, is we're straying too far away from, like, what we were supposed to be. He said, you know, may that be from processed foods or stuff like that. And that's, like, kind of legit, like, there is a lot of, like, a lot of the food we eat is actually kind of poisonous because it is so far away from what we're supposed to be eating. That's pretty legit. But then he goes on to say, and like, my mom is such a hater because the truth is, you know, I, you know, want to hear some facts. And, you know, Nico was like, sure, I want to hear some facts, whatever. He's like, caveman, you know, they didn't take, they, you know, when they went to the bathroom, man, they weren't using these like really high chemical toilet paper. And Nico was like, bro what and the minecraft kid is like yeah you know it, it's so crazy my mom is such a hater about this but you know what i, I want to return to the good old natural days and so i don't even wipe when i go to the bathroom and when i take showers i only let water pour on me and i never use any of the chemicals and the soap or whatever all these man-made inventions like soap and toilet paper it's really just bringing us farther away from where we should be and nico was like well I can't say I'm necessarily shocked, but oh my god, what? And then the Minecraft kid turns to Nico. He's like, Nico, what do you what do you think about this? Returning to the natural element. 
And Ego is just still stuck on the fact that the Minecraft kid is basically bragging about not wiping. And he's like, uh, 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 uh um, I, I mean, like, yeah, man. I mean, I think that, like, specifically with, like, a lot of, like, fast food and junk food and, like, trans fats and, like, dyes and whatever, like, that's definitely something we should remove from the diet. I don't know if I'm 100% with you on not wiping and, like, not using soap. But, you know, I, I definitely am with you with the whole, like, you know, I don't know, artificial stuff in the food. And the Minecraft kid is like, well, I don't really care about the food as much. I mean, whatever. I bet the caveman ate dirt or whatever, and that can't be good for you either. I'm just more concerned with all the chemicals and artificial stuff in toilet paper and soap. And, and, and you know, Nico's not trying to be rude, but he's like, man, I don't know how bad toilet paper is for you. I mean, I, I, I really don't think that there's, like, that harmful of chemicals in it. And maybe, like, it's going to be more harmful in the long run if you don't use it. And the Minecraft kid is like, no, 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 you don't understand. I wouldn't really expect you to understand, as I've done a lot of research myself. When, bro, just a little note for me. Whenever someone says they've done their own research, um, no, just, just stop listening to them. <laughs> just stop listening to them. But he's like, oh, you know, I've done some research myself, and I really think what I'm doing is going to be the healthiest for me. And that ended the day, but uh, Nico was just so startled by what he heard that he actually contacted one of his friends who was in the other fifth grade class. Nico really was wishing that he was going to be partnered with his other friend in the in the fifth grade class, but, you know, it, it didn't work for him like that. And he, he said, hey, man, you know that, that kid with the creeper hoodie? And the dude's like, yes, I saw you got partnered with them. You smelt it, too. And Nico's like, yeah, do you know why? And the kid's like, yeah, because he doesn't wipe, lol. And Nico's like, bro, what, he tells everyone that? And the other kid and, like, Nico's friend in the other class is like, yeah, bro, he's bragged to everyone about it. Like, legit, everyone here knows. I should have given you a heads up. I just wasn't able to. I'm sorry about that. And Nico's like, wow, like, I spent a day with him. You got to spend, like, the entire year with him. You're a trooper. And he's like, dude, I know. I once got partnered with him. I had to go to the bathroom to, you know, the insides of his stomach came out on the outsides is what I'm trying to say from the smell. And anyways, Nico was like, you know what? I'm so excited to go back tomorrow because we're going to have a normal day of school. And Nico never thought he'd ever utter those words. Click on the life. video on screen right now. I know you'll enjoy it. Just click it. Do it. We get a story of these anime kids that go completely insane and try and like fight the subscriber with these really weird things. I don't want to spoil the story. I know you'll enjoy it. Subscribe if you like stories and let's call today's subscriber. Let's call him Clarence. And right off the bat, I just got to let you know that like if you like anime, literally nothing wrong with that. In fact, I enjoy a little bit of anime myself. I mean, you got yourself some Death Note, some Attack on Titan. No spoilers. I've not finished the last couple episodes. I will ban you from my comments forever. No, I'm just kidding but anyways this all happened one day when Clarence was just chilling in class and there was a group of three kids who always sat in the back of the room and they always wore like anime t-shirts or sweatshirts or whatever and they were kind of known as like the anime kids they were known for this not just because they would always wear like anime t-shirts and sweatshirts or whatever but they would literally only communicate to each other with anime references and one of them sat like l from uh death note just little f which yeah i don't know that's as funny to me man i've tried sitting like that it hurts it hurts bro i was like oh dude i guess is this gonna give me 50 percent more brain power like l no 
it just makes my feet hurt. But anyways, right, uh, you know, uh, Clarence didn't really interact with them that much. They kind of stuck to themselves. However, on one fateful day, when Clarence was walking in the halls and he accidentally bumps into one of them, and then the other two, all three of them, the one he bumped into and the other two that were walking with him, right, they all turn and look at Clarence. And they give him this look. And Clarence is like, oh, my fault. Like, I wasn't looking where I was going. They don't say anything. They just stare at him intensely. And he's like, uh uh-huh, like, my fault, guys. Like, I'm sorry. That's on me. Like, my bad. Like, I'm so, like, I'm t- why are you staring at me? This is making me uncomfortable. And the anime kids didn't say a word. They just kept walking. And Clarence legitimately thought nothing of it because dude just bumped into someone and then said, my fault, I wasn't looking where I was going. And yes, they were a little weird, not responding at all. It was a little creepy. It was a little uncomfortable. But Clarence legitimately, within five seconds, completely forgot about what just happened until the next day rolled around. So the next day, right, it's recess, and Clarence is just outside, and his friends, you know, I don't know, they're doing something else right now, or Clarence does have friends, but for some reason, he's just alone at that very moment. And the three anime kids come up to Clarence, and remember, Clarence isn't, like, enemies with these people, or at least he didn't think he was, but he also never spoke to them, so it was kind of weird for them to kind of, like, just come up to him out of the blue and start talking to him. He just, like, he was caught off a little bit off guard. And remember, he's completely forgotten about bumping into them until, like, they start talking to him, right? And they say, like, they come up to him, and they're like, so, you chose to fight us. You chose to start the battle, and we're gonna finish it. And Clarence is like, uh, I think you have me mixed up for someone else, bro. I'm pretty sure I'm not the guy who started this battle that you're talking about. I legitimately have no idea what you're saying. And they're like, no, it was 100% you. You bumped into us, which is a understandable battle cry. And yes, you're a fool for this, though, because we will absolutely smite you in battle. And Clarence is like, oh, no, 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 that was like a mistake. Like, I didn't, I didn't mean to bump into you. That, that, that was an accident. Like, I'm sorry, my fault. And they're like, no, you can't take back your, your declaration of battle. This battle has, was started by you, but will be finished by us. And one of the kids, the one who sits like L from Death Note, like, kind of like reaches out of his backpack. And Clarence is like, hey, yo. And what he reaches out of his backpack was a black notebook. And on the front of the notebook says Death Note on it. If you don't know, there's like an anime Death Note where basically, I'm not going to spoil anything too important, but the main thing is there's a book and if you write someone's name in it and like what they died from, like the person will die within like 40 seconds or something. I might have butchered that a little bit. It was, it's been a second since I watched it. Great show, by the way. But anyways, he whips out like a replica Death Note and the other two anime kids are like, you don't want him to write your name in this book. And Clarence has never seen Death Note before. He was explained the premise by his friend afterward when he told his friend about this story but basically right you know one of the anime kids whips out a fake death note and you know uh you know he's just like you don't want me to do this bro you don't want me to do this and clarence is like um do what he's like write your name in the death note and clarence is like bro what i don't i don't know what that is this is like a book or something he's like no it's not just a book you idiot you fool you simpleton you moron, if I write your name in the death note, you will perish. And Clarence is like, what? And Clarence is just like, all right, bro, write my name in that silly book. He's like, ha you fool. And so the anime kid writes Clarence's name in the book. 
and he waits 40 seconds and he's grinning the whole time and then 40 seconds passes and nothing happens and he's like uh uh Ryuk must have just nerfed this one uh <laughs> the other anime kids kind of look at him and then they look back at Clarence and they're like you might have won this battle but this is not simply a battle this is a war and we're coming back tomorrow with even more weapons and powerful you will lose and then they all kind of like Naruto dash away and Clarence is like man why is this my life like why am I here just to suffer Real quick, comment anime down below if you want to harden your comment. The secret word of the day is anime. And if you binge watch my videos, please let me know in the comment section. That's the best way to help me, you know, grow the channel is by watching a ton of videos. Playlists are in the description to help you watch the videos easier. And yeah, back to the story. But anyways, right, Clarence is kind of just like, oh, so this is going to be like a thing. Because Clarence is this, he, he's, he's hanging on to the words where the anime kids were like, uh, we're coming back tomorrow with even more. And Clarence in his head is like, bro, I don't want to have to deal with you guys tomorrow as well. Like, isn't today enough? Like, isn't like you're you writing my name in that book and then nothing happening? Isn't that enough for all this nonsense? But no, the days just get stranger and stranger because the next day rolls around. And once again, it is recess. And this time, uh, Clarence is with one of his friends. And he notices out of the corner of his eye, the anime kids are rolling up. And he's just thinking to himself, like, bro, I'm not trying to do this right now. I'm hanging out with my friend. I'm having a good time. This is recess. This is supposed to be my break from the nonsense. This is not supposed to be the nonsense, you know, times two extended edition. Like, I'm just, I'm not trying to do this. And the anime kids come up to him and they're like, ha ha ha, you might have won yesterday's battle, but you will never win the war. And then all three of them whip out these fake plastic Pokeballs. And at this point, Clarence is like, bro, you cannot be serious. And they're like, oh, so you know what we're about to attack you with. And they, one of them yells, Charizard attack! And they just chuck the plastic Pokeball at Clarence, and it hits him. And look, it's a, it's not like actually like, a, okay, ooh, yeah, duh, Connor, it's not a real Pokeball, shut up, right? But it's like, it's plastic, it's hard, and it kind of hurt a little bit. And Clarence is like, ow. Uh, by the way, a massive real-life Charizard did not come out of the Pokeball they threw. Uh, it just kind of bounced off Clarence, and it hurt a little bit. So Clarence is like, bro, don't do that. That kind of hurts. And then the other one's like, Bulbasaur, attack! And just chucks the Pokeball again. And Clarence is like, dude, stop. That hurts. It's going to leave a bruise. And the final one's like, Pikachu, I choose you. And just chucks the Pokeball. Once again, bounces off of Clarence. And he's just like, bro, can you not? And then another one takes out another Pokeball. Actually, it's the first one. And he's like, Blastoise. And he chucks it and just completely misses Clarence. He's like, bro, I'm going somewhere else. Like, screw you guys. I'm going home. So him and, uh, you know, Clarence and his friend, like, they just walk away. And his friend's like, bro, what? So Clarence explains the story as I've explained it to you guys so far. And his friend is like, bro, that's so weird. Like, I'm sorry you have to deal with this. That must be pretty annoying. So the next day rolls around, and this is like the craziest day yet. So once again, Clarence is at recess, and he's with a pretty big group of people. He doesn't know all of them super well. But, you know, he knows enough of them well enough that, you know, I don't know, they're doing some big activity or whatever. And once again, the anime kids come over. 
And Clarence is like, guys, I'm sorry, I have to deal with something. So he walks over preemptively, goes over to the anime kids and is like, what is it today? What's the massive battle? And this time, right, the last two days, that there, there, there was a teacher like monitoring everyone at recess, but they were kind of busy looking at other things or something. Um, but this time, the teacher happened to be looking at the anime kids and Clarence. And one of the anime kids is like, today, we will have our final battle. And he whips out this big, long sash, right? And Clarence is like, dude, what? And he unsheaths a katana from it. And Clarence is like, yo, you can't have that here. And the anime kid starts swinging his sword around all like, he's like, you cannot control my power. My power level is over 25,000 right now. He's like, takes out his ad like katana. And the teacher runs up and the teacher like sees this, sees a kid with a massive sword and uh, the teacher's like, no, no, oh my god, like this is actually insane. So the teacher calls the freaking police, bro, because, I mean, look, you can't bring something like that to school. The teacher both calls the police, tells the security guard, and the school goes on lockdown. So basically, after that happens, like there's something on the loudspeaker saying, students report to like your classrooms, this is a lockdown. And, like, all the students start, like, running to the classrooms. And Clarence has a sneaking suspicion that the lockdown is due to the katana anime kid. Because you can't bring a freaking katana. By the way, that's a massive long, like, sword used in combat in, like, the 1600s. You can't bring one, even if it's, like, a replica, right? You can't bring that to school. So sure enough, right, all the kids, they're, like, rushing to their classes, and, uh, yeah, Clarence and the anime kid, they do have one class together, and it happens to be, like, their next class is after recess, so yeah, they all go to the same classroom to lock down, and dude, the anime kid who has the katana is legitimately sitting in class with his katana, like, it's in his, like, container or whatever, but it's very obvious, right? So they're all, like, in lockdown. They're all sitting in their classrooms. They're kind of all, like, sitting in the corner of the room with the shades drawn. I'm sure you guys have at least had, like, a lockdown drill before. Uh, or maybe if you're not in the States, you haven't. But basically, right, you have to go in your classroom, lock the doors, and just keep everything, like, very still and as if no one is in there, right? So eventually, you know, there's a police officer that comes around unlocking each of the doors and going in and assessing the situation. And the police officer eventually comes to their door, knocks on it, opens it up, and sees, right, the kid with the katana. And the police officer points at the anime kid and says, hey, I'm going to need you to come with me. And the anime kid stands up and he it doesn't grab his katana because he's obviously not going to walk over to the police officer with a katana, right? And the police officer's like, uh, it goes, points to the other officer, like, go grab that. So the officer kind of like walks over, grabs the katana, and the anime kid is like, no, that is my weapon of choice. And the police officer's like, yeah, that's also the reason why we're doing this. And I don't think the anime kid knew that that was the reason why they were having a lockdown until then. Even Clarence was pretty sure it wasn't because of the anime kid, but he had a sneaking suspicion. So Clarence is like, oh, uh-oh, looks who look at who won the war, bro. Nah, he wasn't like, he wasn't like default dancing yet. Yet. Just give him a second, though. So eventually, right, you know, the kid walks out and the police officer has a talk with him outside. And Clarence, like, presses his ear against the wall, and the walls of the school are pretty thin, so we can more or less hear what the police officer is saying. 
So the police officer is explaining to the uh, the katana anime kid that, dude, you cannot bring an actual weapon to school. That's insane. Like, it's like, yeah, I get it. It might be a replica, but it's still very sharp and it could really be used like super dangerously. And that like, bro, it's super. OK, the officer didn't say bro, but like the officer was saying it's super clear that this is a rule that you can't be bringing this to school. Why would you think that this is necessary? And the anime kid starts to say, we were about to enter an anime battle or something like that. And the officer said, what, you were going to like use this in combat against another student? And the anime kid was like, well, n now that you put it that way, <laughs> I mean, the anime kid was slowly understanding that he messed up big time. The officer was like, I thought you were just bringing this in just to show it around. You were going to use it in combat against another student? Like, this thing might be a replica. It's still very sharp. You could definitely actually do some damage with this. Do you understand? Do you understand why everyone had to lock down? And the anime kid is like, well, I don't understand why everyone had to lock down. It's not like I was going to use it. And the officer's like, you just said you were going to use it. And the anime kid was like, yeah, but just on one student. And he's like, so you're going to use it on a student? And the anime kid's like, well, everyone doesn't need to lock down if I'm not going to, like, enter anime combat with them, too. And the officer is just completely speechless. So the officer's like, all right, come with me, and kind of motions the security guard to come with them, and they walk him over to the, you know, the principal's office, or it's some kind of official place. At this point, Clarence was obviously not in earshot to hear what went down, but uh, TLDR, because he did hear from other people and just kind of, like, figured it out, the anime kid got suspended for two weeks, and he was now, after this point, on extremely thin ice. If he even sneezed in the wrong direction, right, you know, he was going to get in big trouble. Uh, for some reason, right, you know, the anime kid never said that it was Clarence when he was being, like, interrogated. He refused to say the name of the student that he was fighting to keep the anonymity, anonymity, and oh my god, you know what I'm trying to say. He's trying to keep, like, he's like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to reveal my fellow soldiers and also my opponent in battle. I have respect for him or whatever. So Clarence never was a part of this. He never was asked in. And he also was kind of lazy, so he didn't feel like getting involved. And the kid was going to get in trouble one way or another. But after the fact, the other two anime kids that get, didn't get in trouble came up to Clarence and they're like, you think this is over? You think you can uh, vanquish one of our allies and get away with it? And Clarence is like, bro, I literally did nothing. I just stood there and he, he just self-reported. That's not on me. And they said, no, 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 this is on you. You better watch your back because we will strike again. Vengeance will be ours. And to this day, uh, the subscriber was telling me over on Instagram, which is in the description, that's where you can send in some stories to be featured on the channel. He was telling me that to this day, the anime kids have not, you know, given their revenge yet. So maybe one day they'll have their master plan unfold and Clarence will figure out what the revenge is. But until this day, uh, you know, he, they are yet to strike. So yeah, you might be seeing a part two, maybe. I click don't on the video on screen right now. I know you'll enjoy it. Just click it, do it. Today we got a story of probably the cringiest emo kid on planet Earth. Uh, this is probably one of the craziest stories I've received in a long time. So sit back, relax, subscribe if you like stories, and let's call today's subscriber who sent in this story, let's call him Logan. So Logan was in the seventh grade when this all went down, and in Logan's class there was an emo guy 
and an emo girl. Yes, I'm in love with an emo girl type emo girl. Um, uh, and I'm just gonna call them emo girl and emo guy, because you guys know if I have like a billion names for people, I swap them. And even if I have one name, I've even messed that up once before. My brain is very small. But this all happened one day when the emo girl and the emo guy were at recess together. And basically like Logan had recess for a very long time. I know a lot of people don't have recess past like fifth grade, but Logan had it all the way through ninth grade, which is pretty cool. So basically, right, the emo guy and the emo girl every single day at recess would sit at this bench, which kind of was like close enough to everyone else, but also far enough that they weren't gonna like get, I don't know, hit by someone on the swing or have to like interact with people. And basically what they would do is they would sit on the bench together and they would be in each other's arms and they would be like, society, no. No, but they would be like randomly cussing out kids and like literally some kid would walk by, let's call the kid Ben, Little little Ben over here, little Benny boy would walk by the emo girl and emo guy, right? I'm just gonna call them the emo couple. And the emo couple would be like, oh, look at that Ben. He's such like a conformer to society. He's such a sheeple. He's the sheep and sheeple, bro. Like he doesn't understand our suffering. He doesn't understand how society treats us because uh, society hates the emo kids. Uh, and, and Ben would walk by and like he'd be able to hear all this nonsense. He'd be like, bro, I can hear you. And they'd be like, oh, what is that sheeple? And sometimes they would just like get really like aggro and cuss people out. They'd be like, hey, Ben. And he's like, yeah, you suck, bro. And Ben's like, all right, no one likes you guys. And they're like, eh, society keeps hating on us, bro. Why do you think society hates you so much? If you're sending hate out, you're getting hate back at the end of the day. But this all happened one day when Logan made the mistake of getting too close to the emo guy and the emo girl. So the emo couple was sitting on their little bench, right? And they were just like, as always. And sure enough, you know, Logan, you know, he sees his friends at the tetherball. I don't know if you guys ever played tetherball back in middle school, but that was the most fun game ever. I would legit play it if I had it in my backyard right now. But his friends were over at the tetherball and Logan was walking over. And Logan could either take the long route, having to go around the basketball court, to the tether ball, or he could pass by on the short route, he'd have to pass by the emo bench, as I'm gonna call it, because that's where the emo guy and the emo girl would always sit every single recess and complain about shashade or whatever. And so sure enough, right, Logan just, you know, you know, he just, he doesn't know like the real deal with the emo kid and the emo girl, and he doesn't wanna take the long route. So he decides that he's gonna pass by the emo bench. And he passes by the emo bench, and the emo kid is like, because he gets kind of close to them because, I don't know, he's not paying attention. He's just walking. And the emo kid or the emo guy should specify. is like, hey, hey, man, wait a second. And Logan turns around and is like, oh, it's that weird emo-looking guy, like, whatever. By the way, if you dress emo, I, I really don't care. Like, you can do whatever you want, man. You're good in my book. Just don't act like these kids, and we're chilling, bro. But anyways, Logan's like, oh, it's these kids. Like, I know they're kind of weird or whatever. And the emo guy's like, dude... I saw that you were looking at my girl, and Logan's like, bro, what are you talking about? And the emo kid's like, bro, bruh, it's obvious. You're in love with my girlfriend. And Logan's like, dude, what, seriously, what are you even talking about? He's like, don't try and deny it, bro. You're only going to get into more trouble from me. And like the emo kid looks over at his girlfriend, and the emo girl's like, oh, 
you're my big defender against this guy in Shishidi. <laughs> Dude, I'm sorry. I can't do the story with a straight face. So Logan politely explains to the emo guy that he has no interest in his girlfriend. And he's not saying, oh, she's ugly, lol. He's just like, dude, I was literally just passing by. Why would you think that, like, I have any interest in her? Like, why would I, why would that give off the impression that I want to, like, get with your girl? Like, why, why on earth would that give off that impression? And so the emo guy is starting to realize that he was overreacting and that, you know, Logan was literally just passing by. But the emo guy uh, starts to have come up with a different theory in his head. And he's like, man, wait a minute. Are you calling my girlfriend ugly? And Logan's like, bro, no, like she's totally fine looking. Like, so, and then he's like, so you want to, you're in love with my girlfriend? And Logan's like, no, bro, I'm not. I'm trying to go play tetherball with my friends. And the emo kid is like, so you disrespected my girl turns over to his girl, gets a little wink, you're hot, beautiful. She's like, oh, so shiny. <laughs> and he turns back, <laughs> he turns back around and he's like, that's it. I don't stand for this type of disrespect and slander against my emo girlfriend because I'm in love with an emo girl. You and I, we're going to fight tomorrow for her honor and respect. And Logan's like, What? And the emo kid's like, yeah, bro, we're going to fight. You and me at recess at this time, it's you versus me. I don't want to see you chicken out because I'll find you either way. And Logan's like, all right, bro, whatever. I'm going to go play some tetherball. Logan thought that that was it. Logan thought the emo kid was just being like, I don't know, overreacting just to like impress his girlfriend. But unfortunately, he was wrong. Real quick, comment emo down below if you want to heart on your comment. I'll try and heart as many comments that say emo as possible, as that is the secret word of the day. And by the way, if you really do want to support the channel, uh, binge watch a bunch of my videos. I got playlists, or just watch videos in the recommended from me. It really helps the channel, and please leave a comment telling me that you're doing it so I can personally thank you. Recently, I've also been getting a lot of comments of people saying that they put on my videos to go to sleep, which I don't know if that's an insult or a good thing, but either way, like, here's the thing, man. Watch time is watch time, and it supports the channel, so look, I'm not saying to put on a playlist of my videos, turn the volume down to 1% while you're sleeping to boost the channel, but I'm also not saying to not do that, wink. Anyways, back to the story. So anyways, right, the next day rolls around and Logan doesn't think anything of it. Yes, in the back of his mind, he's thinking about the crazy experience of when he passed the emo kid bench, but he doesn't really think anything of it and he really doesn't think that the emo guy is going to, I don't know, <laughs> Oh my god, I got hiccups. But he doesn't think the emo kid is actually gonna do anything, man. Like, he's just like, okay, whatever. He's just trying to impress his emo girl. So, like, whatever, bro. Like, it really doesn't matter. And, uh, anyways, the next day rolls around, and it's recess. And sure enough, you know, Logan goes out once again to go to the tetherball, because that's where the boys were at. And he, I mean, he had a great day at tetherball the day before. That is a really fun game. I don't know why I keep bringing it up. I just really enjoyed it as a kid. But anyways, Logan goes over and he's just planning on walking to the tetherball having a good time with his friends but you know who's standing there blocking his way um yeah it's the emo guy and the emo girl is sitting on the bench and she's looking at her emo boyfriend uh right and but the emo boyfriend is standing there he's like yo 
do you remember when you disrespected my emo girl? And uh, Logan's like, what? And the boyfriend takes out, like, you know, there's like at the Halloween decoration stores, those big like foam fake skull swords. It's like the big gray swords that are made of foam and super bendy, but have like the skulls on them or whatever. So the emo kid must have bought one of those or had one of those already because he whips one of those out. And he's just like, it is time to battle, man. And L Logan's just like, bruh, like what? Uh, man, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just trying to play some tetherball, bro. Like, uh, I don't know about you, but. And he's like, no, you disrespected my emo girl. Like, <laughs> so sure enough, right? The emo kid or the emo guy should be specific is like, and you will pay the price. And he runs in against Logan and he takes the foam sword. He starts like going whap, 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 whap. Just starts like beating him with the with the foam sword. But bro, it's a foam sword. It literally bends on impact. So when he hits him, right, the sword just bends in half, right? It just kind of whaps around. However, he's kind of whapping it pretty hard. He's like pop, 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 pop. So it's like almost like slapping him. And sure enough, Logan's getting kind of little red marks. It's like if someone was like, you know, they're slapping you. I slap my knee, by the way. Don't be weird. Uh, <laughs> if someone's, like, slapping you, they might leave, like, some red marks. They're not going to do any actual damage, though, unless you're in a professional slapping contest and your head explodes or something. But, yeah, sure enough, the teacher saw that and is like, hey, hey, you there, stop that. And, you know, the emo kid's like, Dude, this guy started it first. And the teacher's like, no, no, no. I saw the whole thing. You just came up to this kid and you were just slapping him. Go to the principal's office. You have detention for the rest of recess. And the emo kid looks at Logan and is like, this is not over, man. This is not over. A week goes by and nothing happens to Logan. The, I mean, Logan kind of purposely avoids the emo bench. And he does look over and he sees the emo boyfriend and the emo girlfriend all cuddled up, cursing out society, as always, right? And uh, sure enough, right, he just thinks he's done. Uh, Logan thinks he's, he's in the clear, that the emo kid has stopped his nonsense, but no. No, 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 wrong. The emo kid has not stopped his nonsense. It's about to get much worse, believe it or not. So sure enough, a week goes by, and during that week, nothing happens. So Logan literally forgets entirely about the whole emo kid, whatever, disrespecting his emo girl type thing. He just doesn't even, like, think about it. Like, at the end of the day, he's just like, all right, whatever, man. I'm going to go play some tetherball, go hang out with my friends, play some, like, Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I don't even know. Whatever they do at recess. Uh, but... One day, a week later, you know, Logan walks into school and Logan has a couple classes before recess. And Logan is just in the hallway and this big, like, emo-looking kid who he has never seen before walks up to him. It's like, hey, I'm the emo kid's cousin and I'm gonna beat you up. And Logan's like, oh my god. Because this kid was massive. The emo kid was kind of built like me, like a spooky, scary skeleton. But this emo kid, bro, he was like, he was like, I don't know. He was like a linebacker for like, I don't know, the Patriots, dude. He was a big guy. He was big guy for sure. And uh, Logan, uh, you know, Logan was pretty medium sized, but he was about to get obliterated by this guy if he actually did do anything. So Logan's like, what? And the, and the emo kid's cousin, who is also emo, he's like the emo, I'm just going to call him the emo cousin, right? The emo cousin, who is super big, comes up to him and is like, you, me, boxing. <laughs> Logan's like, 
bro, am I supposed to be Logan Paul? Like, boxing? Huh? But sure enough, the emo kid's cousin is like, yeah, you, me, recess, boxing. This is for disrespecting my cousin's girlfriend. And he gives him a little shove. And Logan, like, feels the vibrations through his body as he kind of stumbles back a little bit. Kind of sizes it up and realizes, oh, my God, this is not going to end well. So Logan is kind of struggling to pay attention in class because he's kind of thinking about, you know, what's going to happen at recess. This big guy, the big emo cousin guy, said he was wanted to box him, whatever that even meant. But he was a little scared. I mean, he didn't think he was going to do that well if he actually did end up boxing this guy. Just because this guy was big and he was kind of medium big or he was kind of medium small, to be honest. So he was like, all right, man, I'm not going to do so hot. And Logan really knew that he was in trouble when he walked out, like, kind of like, because he walks out of the building to go to recess as he's trying to avoid the whole thing and maybe hang out with his friends instead. And normally people are kind of like, I don't know, dispersed around. Some are at the swing, some are playing basketball, some are at the tetherball, some are at the emo bench, you know, whatever, right? But at this point, they were all huddled around. And when Logan walked out, they all turned to look at him. And Logan just knew at that point on that things were about to be, they were about to be pretty bad, if he's being honest. So Logan kind of just walks out there, and the crowd that's kind of circled around that was looking at him kind of steps to the side to show the emo girl, the emo guy, and the emo guy's big emo cousin all standing there. Apparently word got out that there was going to be a big boxing match or whatever. And here's the thing, right? Stuff like this never happens at Logan's school. So when people heard that this was potentially going to happen, everyone was like, all right, man, the basketball, the tetherball, the, I don't know, the swinging, that can all be on hold because that can happen any day. But a boxing match between this kid and this big, like, emo guy who's, like, doesn't even go here, this is not something that happens every single day. So sure enough, right, they were tuning in. They wanted to see what happened. And the emo kid is like, or the emo guy's like, Oh my god, Logan, are you ready to get on for disrespecting my girlfriend, my emo girl? And Logan's like, bro, like, I didn't even say anything. And the cousin's like, yeah, you're just saying that because you're scared. Everyone's like, <laughs> okay, not everyone was laughing. It was literally just the emo kids. But at the end of the day, right, everyone was still watching. And so the, uh, you know, anyways, uh, the emo guy, like, has, like, takes out his backpack, who, which, because, like, normally you didn't bring your backpack to recess, but for some reason, the emo guy brought his backpack to recess. So, you know, that was a little confusing. And yeah, so sure enough, you know, he opens up his backpack and he takes out two pairs of boxing gloves. And Logan's just like, oh, so, so we're actually, so we're actually doing this. Oh, Okay. So this is actually something that's good. Oh, oh, mm, mm, okay. Huh? So Logan like starts to put on the boxing gloves and is kind of like in his head, what am I doing? If I go along with this, I'm going to get like, I'm going to get destroyed. So Logan midway through putting on the boxing gloves is like, wait, I didn't agree to do this. He starts taking out the boxing gloves and the emo cousin is like, well, then I'm going to fight you either way. If we do this officially, it'll be a fair fight. If you try and run away like a little weasel rat boy, then I'm just going to come after you either way. So you got no choice. And at this point, Logan, like, is actually really concerned. Like, the whole thing was kind of a joke. 
And it was becoming less and less of a joke up to this point. But at that moment, he realized kind of how serious the situation is. Just a little word of advice for me. Don't get into any like fights at school. Just uh, please, for the love of God, avoid all that stuff like the plague. If it's happening, just report it. Just get away from that stuff. But anyways, Logan's like, oh God, like this is really bad. And he was starting to get pretty nervous. And that's when kind of his that's kind of when like his guardian angel came in a sense because this uh, uh the school principal two teachers and six security guards the entire security guard force at the school came in people started dispersing they started running away the teachers pointed at all three of the emo kids they also pointed at logan and the security guards kind of like didn't like apprehend them. They didn't like tase them and tackle them to the ground or anything, but they're kind of like, you four, you got to come with me. And the emo kid's cousin's like, I don't even go here. And the security guard's like, yeah, you still got to come with us. And he's like, no, I don't. They're like, we'll legit call the police on you if you try and leave. Like, don't even try. He's like, okay, whatever, man. So sure enough, all four of them, they were sent to the principal's office and the principal and all the security guards were sitting around, kind of sat them down, and kind of just wanted an explanation of what happened. So the emo kids explained from their perspective, and then Logan explained from his perspective, and obviously his perspective is the perspective I just told, and apparently the emo kids' perspective was the same thing, but a little bit more dramatic of, like, Logan disrespecting the girlfriend or whatever, but honestly, the stories were practically the same, which is a little weird, like, why would the emo kids say exactly what was happening when, obviously, they were were in the wrong apparently they didn't realize how dumb they were being but uh yeah sure enough the principal's like wow that's insane so you might be thinking to yourself how on earth did they get an entire like security task force and all the teachers and the principals together when they were only out there for like five minutes well apparently since word spread of this quote-unquote boxing match that word spread like it spread to the principal and they took it very seriously so they had an entire team ready and they were monitoring the situation very closely to see if anything was going to happen and obviously if some kid comes from out of school to like try and attack another student of of course, they're going to have an issue with that. So what happened was Logan, since he was totally like in the right, you know, he was set free. He was totally fine. But the e and so was the emo girl because she was kind of just a bystander, even if she did cheer it on. You could say the same for Logan for not standing up earlier. So those two were totally fine. But the emo guy, he was suspended for an entire week since he kind of orchestrated the whole thing. And the emo cousin, like, the emo cousin couldn't be suspended or expelled because he didn't go to the school. But basically what happens is they ended up actually calling the legitimate police about this whole thing, explaining what happened, and the police ordered kind of like a semi-restraining order. I don't know if it was super official, but basically it said if this big emo cousin ever stepped foot on the school again, he would be, like, trespassing, and the police would have their rights to come and arrest him or whatever. So, yeah. What even happened? <laughs> That's what I'm asking myself Click on the video right on screen right now. I know you'll enjoy it. Just click it. Do it. Today we get a story of a Minecraft kid that gets angry at his teacher so decides that, you know, his revenge will be uh, farting in the teacher's face and then going completely insane. This is probably one of the weirdest stories I have ever received. So sit back, relax, uh, subscribe if you like stories, and let's call today's subscriber Noah.
So this all happens one day when Noah is just chilling in his class, and there's another guy in his class, and we're gonna call this guy the Minecraft Kid, because he's obsessed with Minecraft, he's always wearing the Creeper hoodie, you already know how it goes, and obviously, right, if you like Minecraft, this video is not against you, because bro, I love Minecraft, look at the background gameplay. But anyways, right, so Noah was just chilling in class, and he looks to, like, his left, and directly, like, to the next of him, directly adjacent to him, is the Minecraft kid. And him and the Minecraft kid weren't, like, best friends or anything, but he had nothing necessarily against the Minecraft kid. And the teacher was beginning, beginning the lecture on whatever it was, and he sees the Minecraft kid, you know, he had his computer out because everyone had their computers out. It was, like, sixth grade, and that was, like, the first time that, like, you know, they were given school computers or whatever, or Chromebooks, or I, I don't even know. He had his computer out, though. And, like, you could have your school-given Chromebook or school-issued Chromebook, or you could bring your own computer. So the Minecraft kid, you know, brought his gaming computer. And the difference with today and any other day is Noah looked over and saw the Minecraft kid reach into his backpack, pull out a mouse pad and a gaming mouse. You know one of those, like, gaming mice that, like, all light, light up and glow and all that stuff? Yeah, he whipped out one of those. And at first Noah's like, oh, he just wants to use, a, like, a mouse instead of the trackpad. Like, that's totally understandable. Trackpad sucks. I 100% agree. And anyways, right, you know, Noah doesn't even really pay that much attention. And that is until he hears the Minecraft soundtrack. Super, super, super loud. Minecraft soundtrack is beautiful. I've actually, like, gone to sleep to it a couple times on Spotify. But that's, that's beyond the point, right? Anyways, right, so Noah is, like, he realizes that the Minecraft kid next to him is not only, like, not really caring that, you know, he has his entire gaming setup out, he also just doesn't care that Minecraft music is blasting away. And sure enough, right, you know, you hear the Minecraft soundtrack, you hear the walking footsteps in Minecraft, you hear him beating up some chicken and the chicken making, like, squeaking noises or whatever. And so Noah's just like, oh my god, like, this kid's gonna get in a ton of trouble. But sure enough, right, the music was just so loud that the teacher, like, turns around and, like, looks at, like, the Minecraft kid and is like, Minecraft kid, like, turn down that music, like, you can't be playing music in class. So the teacher didn't realize that this was just, like, music to a video game. The teacher just thought that the Minecraft kid was playing, like, music in class, which, you know, sometimes kids have, like, tried to, like, listen to music, but normally they'd use headphones or whatever, and the teacher says, hey, no listening to music in class, you gotta be paying attention. So the teacher kind of doesn't think anything more of it and goes, back to their work. And so the Minecraft kid, sure enough, just turns off the volume, but keeps on playing Minecraft. And it's super obvious because he's like whipping his like mouse around and like clicking really fast and doing all this stuff. And obviously if the teacher paid like really close attention, he would realize that the Minecraft kid was not just listening to music, but was not listening to music at all, but instead was playing a video game with music in the background. So anyways, right, Noah's like, dude, this kid's gonna get caught. And sure enough, right, you know, the Minecraft kid, I think, in the beginning was playing, like, normal Minecraft. But then he goes on to one of those servers. I think he's playing Bed Wars or something. And this kid is, like, really good at Bed Wars. And when you're really good at Bed Wars, a lot of times you'll be clicking super fast so that you can place more blocks. Or maybe when you're fighting someone, you take less knockback and you might get more hits. So this kid starts butterfly clicking, which is when you take two fingers and rapidly slam your mouse with it. And sure enough, right, the kid in the middle of class starts spamming his mouse, like, and Noah was just like, dude, that's so loud. And sure enough, the teacher turns around and is like, hey, Minecraft kid, are you playing video games in class? 
And the Minecraft kid legitimately keeps on clicking because apparently he's in the middle of like a fight or something, like a PvP fight, and keeps on clicking, ignores the teacher for a good 10 seconds. The teacher looks at him in disbelief, and the Minecraft kid looks up and is like, huh? And the teacher's like, shut off your like shut off your computer. You're not allowed to be playing video games in class. First you're listening to music, now you're playing video games. Like that's super disrespectful and distracting. You're not just distracting yourself, you're distracting everyone else in the class, and that is totally not fair for them. And he said, and then the teacher followed up by saying, Minecraft kid, you're on super thin ice, turn off like your video game. So the Minecraft kid is like, ah, whatever, man. And like, you know, closes the computer, like turns, like closes the computer screen, whatever. And kind of like slumps back in his chair with his arms crossed because man, he just, you know, he was, he wanted to play Minecraft. He didn't want to pay attention to what, whatever was going on in class, right? So at this point, Noah thinks that the Minecraft kid is done being stupid in class, but Noah was very, very wrong to say the least. Because anyways, right, Noah kind of goes back to paying attention to the class, you know, trying to like take some notes. He's trying to do well in this class. And then Noah, to his surprise, hears clicking noises. And he's like, all right, there's no chance that like the Minecraft kid is back to playing his video games. But sure enough, the Minecraft kid had taken out his computer again and went back to playing Bed Wars. And once again, he's on his mouse going like clicking it literally as fast as he possibly could. And that he's not being slick. He's not being like anything like he's not being clever or anything like that because the teacher immediately turns around and is like Minecraft kid I told you like you can't be playing video games in class I already told you you were on super thin ice like that's it if you can't like pay attention and you're gonna be distracting everyone else then you can't be in this class go to the principal's and like principal's office and she'll deal with you and the Minecraft kid just looks at him and says what did you say to me and the, and the teacher's like no backtalk! Go to the principal's office now! And from here on, things were about to get much, much worse. But real quick, comment Minecraft down below if you want to harden your comment, as Minecraft is the secret word of the day. And by the way, if you've been binge watching my videos, please leave a comment like this down below so I can heart it, maybe reply, just so I can know that you're doing it and say thank you. Because when you watch a bunch of my videos in a row, it really does help out the channel more than you can even imagine. And I mean, also, if you want to be like this guy, guy, I'm not saying to leave a playlist of my videos on overnight when you go to sleep with the volume on 1%, but I'm also not saying not to do that, wink. Wink, 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 nod, smile. Anyways, back to the story. This is where it gets crazy. So at this point, the teacher has told the Minecraft kid that, you know, he needs to go to the principal's office right now. And the Minecraft kid is not happy about this at all. And so sure enough, you know, the teacher, let me just paint the picture for you guys. The teacher is sitting down at their desk, at their chair, whatever, right? And the Minecraft kid walks up to go to like the door to leave the class, presumably, right? You know, cause he, you know, he has to go to the principals and whatever, right? So he walks up to the front of the class. At this point, everyone has kind of been paying attention. Noah's like, wow, like this kid, you know, whatever. I mean, if you, the punishment fits the crime, if you're being an idiot, like play stupid games, expect, expect stupid consequences, like it is, or expect stupid prizes. That's the actual phrase, <laughs> my fault. But anyways, right, the Minecraft kid does something absolutely crazy because he walks up to the front of the class and he slows down as soon as he gets to his teacher. And the teacher's like, keep moving. Principal's office is that way. And as soon as the teacher says, keep moving, the principal office is that way, the Minecraft kid runs over to the teacher 
And the teacher, remember, is sitting down, and sitting down at a pretty low desk slash chair, and the Minecraft kid stands, like, whips out a chair, puts it down in front of the teacher, and the teacher is in the middle saying, hey, and the Minecraft kid steps on the chair, turns around, and rips the biggest fart you've ever heard in the teacher's face. Like, this is the most ridiculous thing Noah has ever seen in his life. And in Noah's head, he was like, hmm, huh, what? Uh, huh? And the, the, the teacher was just as shocked. The teacher's just, like, in a state of disbelief. Also a state of, like, stink, because, like, man, the Minecraft kid was eating, like, mega, like, like, I don't know, he was eating, like, premium beans for the last seven months before doing this fart, bro. I swear to God. Like, Noah said he could, like, legit, like, smell it from being, like, 20 feet away. And the, and, and the teacher's like, oh, God. And then the Minecraft kid's like, nya, 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 and then runs away. So the teacher is now steaming mad because he's got this big old fart that was just like landed in his face. This kid is destroying his entire class. So now the Minecraft kid is like, catch me if you can, and starts running around the class. And the teacher is so mad right now. Like the teacher is so angry. So the teacher starts sprinting after the kid. And the Minecraft kid is like, nyang, nyang. it just starts like running around the class, pushing over chairs to make it harder for the teacher to get. And the teacher's like, that's it. You're gonna, you're gonna be, ex you're gonna be suspended for so long. You'll be lucky if you don't get expelled. I'm calling up your parents and I'm writing a full report. And Noah and everyone else in that class was just sitting there with their mouths dropped super, like his, their mouths dropped open to the floor they were just like what is going on like oh my god like i knew this kid was a little weird but seriously what is going on right now and so the minecraft kid is sprinting around the class kind of doing like so you know like in football where you kind of like psych them out and then you go the other way and the teacher is kind of lumbering around like Every second that you're running, everything that you're pushing over, every like millisecond that you're not like obeying me and going to the principal's office, your punishment is increasing by a hundred percent, which really doesn't make a lot of sense because there's a cat. Like you can't really punish someone beyond expelling them. So what's like 300,000% beyond expelled? I don't really know. You tell me. So anyways, right, the, the Minecraft kid's like, nye, 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 and then eventually, right, the Minecraft kid accidentally, like, trips on something. The Minecraft kid falls, and at this point, the teacher has made, made up enough ground to grab the Minecraft kid by the hood of his, by, like, the scruff of his creeper hoodie, and it's like, you uh, uh, are uh, uh, coming with uh, me. And the entire class is so silent as this is the most ridiculous thing they have ever seen in their life. And Noah is just like, oh my God, do I have a, do I have a story to tell my mom? So anyways, the Minecraft kid is being dragged out by his creeper hoodie and all four legs are flailing. He's like, no, no, no. And then like the teacher goes out the door, slams it shut. The entire class is silent. No one's mumbling. You would have thought that people would have been like, wow, wow, that was crazy, guys. I wonder what's... No. Nope. It was dead silent. Nobody uttered a word. And because of the silence, they were able to hear very clearly the teacher yell, hey, get back here. And within about 20 seconds of them hearing the teacher yell that, they, they once again see the class door slam open and the Minecraft kid with his like his hair all messed up and his clothes all kind of like ripped up a little bit, runs into the classroom, slams the door shut 
and then locks it because for some reason this door locks from the inside which actually i guess that does make sense but he locks it from the inside you didn't need a key you just need to press something and the minecraft kid goes over to the teacher's desk after locking the door, literally takes his foot and kicks off everything, including like a $500 Chromebook, right? And that kind of breaks on the floor. All the books fall over. The teacher's coffee mug flies off the desk and like smashes on the floor. And the Minecraft kid steps on the teacher's chair and then steps on the desk and is like, attention. I mean, dude, he didn't really need to say attention to get their attention because literally everyone was paying attention to this guy at this point. The Minecraft kid goes on to declare himself as the ruler of the class and that he is now the dictator and they must do what he says. And everyone in the class is just like completely silent because they're just so shocked by the chain of events that just happened. And the Minecraft kid says, now as ruler of the class, you must refer, refer to me as Lord. You will not call me by my name. Let's call him Joseph. You will not call me by my name, Joseph. You will only call me by Lord. And everyone in the class is just like, huh? This is bit like, they're just like, what happened in the last seven minutes of this class? How did we get from learning about the quadratic equation to, to this, to having a kid like, fart in the teacher's face, run away from them, close the door, slam all their stuff off the desk, and declare himself ruler of the class. How did we get here? So anyways, right, you know, they're basically held hostage by the Minecraft kid because, you know, sure enough, like, people come to the door, they're slamming on it, they're like, hey, let us in, and the Minecraft kid's like, nobody go! Nobody go to that door! Like, nobody dare do it! And one kid is like, hey, like, I gotta go to the bathroom because at this point... You know, they were kind of, like, accepting that the Minecraft kid was the de facto ruler, at least for the next, like, ten minutes or so. And, you know, the Minecraft kid's like, no, that's treacherous. You just want to let them in. And the kid's like, dude, no, like, I really got to pee. And the Minecraft kid's like, that's too bad. You should have thought of that before I took over. And the kid's like, bro, like, how would I have known that any of this nonsense was going to happen? And the Minecraft kid is like, nah. Too bad, so sad. So at this point, Joseph was sitting in, or Noah, not Joseph, sorry, that's the name I gave the Minecraft kid. At this point, Noah was sitting in class, and he was getting, like, kind of, like, he was getting pretty upset. He just didn't want to deal with, you know, the Minecraft kid anymore. He was like, this kid is a menace, he's totally insane. The thing is, Noah's actually trying to pay attention in class. Like, Noah is trying to, like, get his grade back because he was struggling on the first couple tests, so he was really committing to learning the material, and uh, he was getting kind of angry that he was kind of being robbed of this experience. As funny as he thought it was, he really didn't want to, like, have to deal with this much longer. So Noah was thinking to himself, all right, there are most likely security guards at the door, if not some kind of adult that can help us in this situation. Because for the last couple of minutes or so, people have been slamming on the door, let us in, Minecraft kid, or Joseph, let us in, Joseph. Like, you gotta let us in, man. Your punishment will be worse. Or it will be wor uh, your punishment will be worse the longer this is. And so, you know, at this point, Noah is like, all right, I think I'm just going to make a dash for it. But I got to cover it up so this crazy kid doesn't, like, fart attack me or something. Like, I don't know what he's going to do. I don't want freaking pink eye, bro. Like, that's disgusting. So Noah's like, hey, like, do you mind if I sharpen my pencil? And the Minecraft kid's not the brightest man ever, so he's like, sure, peasant, go ahead. And he's like, wait, 
no. And then Noah's like, dude, what? He's like, ask me again, but you must refer to me as Lord. And, and Noah in his head is like, all right, this kid freaking sucks, but I'm about to ruin him. So yeah, whatever he wants for his next 30 seconds of rulership. So he's like, my Lord, do you mind if I sharpen my pencil? And the Minecraft kid is like, mm, fine, peasants, go ahead. And like the Minecraft kid is like sitting on the desk and he's kind of made it like a king, like a kind of like a king throne in a sense. And everyone is kind of like whispering to each other, like going on their phones, like trying to like contact people. But sure enough, right, Noah kind of walks up and is very calmly walking towards the, you know, the pencil sharpener, which was on the other side of the room as the door. It was towards the front of the room, which means he didn't have to do a massive sprint, but it was kind of on the other side. So he's walking very slowly to the principal, to the pencil sharpener. And that's when he's able to look out the door. And sure enough, there are, like, he sees the outlines of two pretty big guys, and he's like, all right, these are the security officers. And, uh, you know, as the Minecraft kid is, like, disciplining someone, being like, no, you must refer to me as Lord, because they asked a question or something. Uh, that No one realized that that was his moment, that was his opportunity. So he changes direction incredibly quickly, sprints towards the door, and the Minecraft kid is like, peasant, what are you doing? And at that point, Noah goes to the door, quickly unlocks it, opens it up, steps aside, and two big security guards run into the room, and they just grab the Minecraft kid. And the Minecraft kid's like, no, my peasants, fight for me. I have been a great ruler. I've been a great king. No. And he's dragged out. And at this point, right, the teacher returns to the classroom completely out of breath. Her hair is all frizzed up. And she's just like, class, I don't think I have it in me to finish the class today. Uh, I will, like, allow you guys to have recess or break period. I, I will have to monitor you guys. But please don't ask me to do anything. I, I just don't I don't have the I don't have the energy or willpower right now. And the entire class was very understanding as this, you know, when you go to teacher school, when you take the final exam the final exam for being a teacher, there's no final like trick question of like what do you do if a Minecraft kid farts in your face and then literally starts a coup and takes control of your classroom. That's not on the final exam. That's not in the job description. So everyone was pretty you know, they're pretty forgiving. What ends up happening, however, is the teacher doesn't, like, monitor them. The teacher just gets another person to watch after them. Because the teacher's actually going to the hospital because her eyes and her entire face were feeling weird. What ended up happening was both the teacher ended up getting, like, had to go to the hospital and got, like, pink eye, like, a very severe case and got, like, an eye infection. She's totally fine now, apparently, but when the Minecraft kid farted in her face, all these, like, gross, disgusting germs got in there, and it could have been really bad, and because of all the nonsense that the Minecraft kid was doing, he was suspended for two entire weeks. Honestly, he's lucky that he didn't get expelled, but he was also, afterwards, after those two weeks were up, he was invited back to the classroom, and he had to also also during those two weeks, write a paper saying why what he did was wrong and apologize to everyone. And he was forced to read that in front of the entire class. And Noah tells me that it was probably the most awkward experience. Click on the of video on life. screen right now. I know you'll enjoy it. Just click it, do it. Today I got a story of probably one of the craziest emo kids of all time, and I've told a lot of crazy stories, so strap in, uh, subscribe if you like stories, and let's call today's subscriber, uh, let's call her Luna. So Luna was a tennis player and was pretty good at tennis, and over the summer, her mom sent Luna to a tennis camp, 
And this story starts pretty far through the tennis camp. So the tennis camp lasted about one week long. And on the last day, which was Friday, all the parents would come and they would watch kind of like a tennis tournament of all the kids who were playing and learning how to play and getting better during the week. There would be a big tournament. They would have like, I don't know, a fake little trophy thing. But the main important thing was that there was a big tournament at the end of the week and all the parents came to watch. So this story starts on that Thursday. So this is the day before the last day, which is the big event. And uh, this this uh, tennis camp took place at a college. So they had access to a college dining hall and Luna and her two friends were walking you know to go try and find a table and Luna's two friends said oh look over there or one of Luna's friends said oh look over there there's a table so Luna's two other friends you know went over and sat down at the table Luna said I'll be right back I'm gonna go get something so Luna walks over to the dining hall grabs something to eat and is walking back and while Luna's walking back she's not really paying attention like she's kind of like I don't know spacing out or looking on her phone or for some reason she's not paying full attention to her surroundings so unfortunately she bumps into this guy and you know the guy had a tray of food and the food honestly it wasn't even that bad like the food Sure, like a little bit got on his shirt, um, but it wasn't like the entire tray exploded all over his shirt and his clothes were soiled and ruined beyond repair. Like, yeah, dude, you got sprayed a little bit. That sucks, but it's time to move on. And Luna was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. That's so embarrassing. And like, she's like, like, I'm so sorry. Like I wasn't paying attention. And this kid, you know, Luna's looking at this kid, and this kid is very clearly like an emo kid. And by the way, there's nothing wrong if you dress like goth or emo or whatever. It's a style, and I think a lot of my viewers have the style, and I don't personally do it myself. That isn't my style, but I rock with you if you do that. No hard feelings. However, if you're like this emo kid, bro, you, you got to change some things in your life. That's all I'm saying, because this emo kid looks at Luna, looks her dead in the eyes, and then takes out a book. And Luna's like, eh, what? And the emo kid, so he has this book in his hand, and Luna notices that there's, like, ancient hieroglyphics? Uh, like, Dude, my brain is not working right now. There's, like, ancient, like, letters and all these, like, symbols on the book. Basically, it looks like, like, a wizard or witch book or something. And Luna's thinking to herself, all right, there's no shot that, like, that's actually, like, a wizard book or something. And the emo kid reaches into his back pocket and takes out a wand. So he opens up the, like, the spell book, and he's waving his wand around. He's like, you have made a great enemy You've made a great mistake bumping into me on purpose. And Luna's like, it wasn't on purpose, man. Like, I swear to you, like, I wasn't paying attention and I apologize for that. I should have been paying attention. You're right. Like, that's on me. However, like, come on now. It was an accident. I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what kind of nonsense doobly-doop you're doing right now. But and he's like, silence, mortal. And he's like waving his wand around. He's like, hibbity-bibbity-bobbity-boo. I put a sp something like super goofy, but like supposedly like, I don't know, wizard tongue or something. He's like, I'm like, okay, bro, like, let's calm down now. He's like, there, you've been cursed. And he slams the book shut with one hand, puts the wand back in his pocket, puts the book back into his backpack, which he was carrying around, or I guess not a backpack. I guess it was like a tennis bag with a racket in it. And the emo kid walks off. And Luna is just standing there, just kind of like, what? What just happened? Like, can we just have, like, a little pause and a rewind of what just happened here? Because I don't think that, like, I really understood what was going on, because there's not a shot 
that that actually just happened. So Luna goes back to the table with her two friends, and her two friends are like, what took you so long? And Luna's like, well, I actually have a very interesting answer that I bet you guys were not expecting. So Luna tells them the story, and they're like, one of them, one of them was just like, oh my god, that's crazy. The other one was like, dude, like, I know that kid. Like, I saw, I, I was in a tennis group earlier this morning. We we're practicing forehands. I know that kid. He was so weird, bro. He was all like, okay, he okay, he wasn't like the other emo kid, bro. I, I'm just playing around. But he was like, all like in the corner, hushed away. And when the coach like, yeah, like said to him, it was his turn. He kind of like looked up at him and flicked his long, dark hair back kind of sighed and then like you know hit a forehand or something and they're like that kid was super weird but i had no idea that he was like that weird because there's a difference between being kind of weird and putting spells on people randomly like that's just who two different ballparks bro quick comment emo down below if you want to harden your comment that is the secret word of the day and i will do my best to heart as many comments as possible i'm still getting over some complications with the uh the the wisdom teeth and that might take a couple days so please don't take it personally if i don't heart your comment do know i still really appreciate it and also shout out to all the people who've been binge watching my videos like going through and watching a ton of them either via the playlist or just through the recommended please let me know in the comment section when you're doing this so i can heart it and say thank you and just know that you're supporting the channel more than you can even imagine at this point i really appreciate it back to the story it gets crazy Anyways, right, so the next day rolls around, and remember that, you know, Luna was at a tennis camp, and on the last day, which was the next day, because this whole spell incident happened on a Thursday, and the last day was on a Friday. So it was Friday, it was the last day, and it was only like a half day, because the parents would come and pick you up by the end of it, but anyways, right, there was a big tennis tournament, and all the parents came to watch. So it was a pretty big deal. And so everyone was sitting around on the tennis court. Um, and like the coach was standing at the very front. Everyone was sitting on the tennis court. And he was reading off his list of like, all right, guys, like, thank you for all your hard work this week. And finally, it pays off. Just know that, you know, win or lose, like, you know, we just want to make sure you have a fun time and that, you know, I mean, there can only be one winner. So you, you can't take it that personally if you don't win. Uh, the most important thing is to like, good sportsmanship, and have a fun time. And anyways, let me read off the pairings. So the pairings were read off, and Luna had a first-round match where she played against another, some random guy or something, and she was better. She was probably one of the top 10 people at the camp. She didn't expect to win the tournament. I mean, the, the other people, there are, were some people that were much better than her, and maybe they're having a bad day or whatever, but Luna just wanted to you know, go out there, have some fun. So Luna's first-round match went down really well. She won 6-2, 6-3, which is pretty solid win if you guys know tennis. I used to play tennis a lot back in the day. That's why I can tell this story so well, um, at least the tennis parts. Uh, but anyways, things get really interesting when Luna goes into her second round match. The second round match is against a familiar character that you guys may or may not remember from earlier in the story. Yes, Luna is playing the emo kid. And let me just say that Luna did not forget the emo kid, but very well the converse is true too, because the emo kid had not forgotten about Luna either. Which means... Yes, Luna and versus the emo kid are about to play after the emo kid put a spell on her. And uh, Luna's just looking at her opponent like, there's no way, there's, there's no way, man. Th there's no way. So anyways, right, you know, Luna, so 
when when you play tennis, you normally like you will warm up with your partner and then you'll get into playing. But basically, you both stand on two sides of a net just very quickly for people who don't know. And so Luna was standing on one side of the the net and the emo kid was like sulking over and kind of like was all hunched over and kind of like wandered over to the other side of the net. And so Luna walks up to kind of like the net in the, in between and the the emo kid walks up as well. And Luna's like, "All right, like do you want to warm up?" And the emo kid is like, <laughs> insert maniacal laugh i can't do a maniacal laugh right now i'm just i just can't do it so insert like the most evil maniacal laugh from like tv shows and movies you can think of and dude out of all the responses luna was expecting okay luna was either responding expecting like yes or no it was a yes or no question but out of all the responses that Luna was expecting, let me just say the mani- a maniacal laugh was not on the list, dude. Like, it just was not on the list. And so Luna's kind of thinking like, uh, okay. And then the emo kid goes on to say, huh, like finishes up his maniacal laugh and is like, why would I need to warm up when I have the curse on my side? And Luna was just like, oh, so... So we're still going with that. We're not just going to like, because Luna was kind of thinking, all right, well, let's just put yesterday behind us because that was very weird. You know what? Luna, Luna gave this guy, you know, the privilege of allowing, you know, just to put that behind them because normally that's not a thing you just put behind, right? The fact that like you got a spell put on you, normally you don't just forget about that. But Luna was like, oh, okay, so no warm up. And the emo kid said, yeah. Well, I mean, I have the curse on my side, so why would I need to warm up anyways? And Luna was like, all right, fine, I really gotta smack this kid. So Luna and the emo kid kind of go immediately into playing the match, and so Luna spins the racket, and sure enough, it is the emo kid's choice. So basically, in the beginning of tennis, you spin like heads or tails, and if you get it right, you can choose to serve or have the other person serve. And the emo kid starts maniacally laughing. So once again, insert the like maniacal evil villain laugh after the racket is spun. And, uh, you know, Luna's is kind of looking at him like, dude, what? And the emo kid is like, looks like my curse is already working. <laughs> Insert again, another maniacal laugh. And Luna's just thinking to herself, all right, bro, like, let's not jump to conclusions. There's a 50-50 chance that you were going to get that. Like, come on now. In the back of Luna's mind, she was like, uh, well... I wonder if the curse is real, but her rational mind was able to take control and be like, all right, let's just smack this kid. I know I'm better than him. So sure enough, right, you know, the emo kid starts serving. Basically, that's the way you start a tennis point. So the emo kid throws it up, bops it in, and the serve is not that good. Serve is the hardest part of tennis, in my opinion, but the serve is not that good. And Luna, really wanting to have a good impression to kind of quote-unquote break the curse, winds up a massive forehand, completely crunches it, and obliterates the emo kid in the first point. Like, this ball is blazing off of Luna's racket into smack right past the emo kid. The emo kid wasn't even, like, the curse was... The emo kid plus the curse were not good enough to give him the reaction time to be able to deal with it. That's how bad this whole thing was, dude. So Luna looks up at the emo kid, giving her the dirtiest look ever, because I don't think the emo kid realized that Luna was one of the top players at the uh, at the tennis camp, but he now he now realized that, you know, he was probably not going to win this. I think he walked in with a lot of current confidence, also trying to scare her off because of like he remembered, oh, this is the girl I put the curse on. 
odds are he would have like if this was a different person he would have put a curse on them beforehand like he would have walked up to the tennis net whipped out his magic wand and been like you're now cursed or something just to mess with their head but since he's he's already done that right he was trying to like he was trying to use that as leverage but anyways the match continues and the emo kid is getting destroyed so at this point the emo kid is down about 3-0 and they're only playing one set Basically, in tennis, you play six, like you play to six games. Whoever gets to six games first by win by two wins. And if you get to six six, uh, you play a tiebreaker. But, anyways, right, Luna's up 3 0. So, absolutely smoking the emo kid. And it's Luna's serve, and she serves it in, and it is very clearly a winning shot. However, it was close, right? It wasn't like, it was clearly in, but it wasn't like in by so far that, like, you'd have to be like crazy to say that it was out, right? And the emo kid was like, out. Because if you don't know, uh, you, you make your own calls when you play tennis. There's no umpire unless you're really good. And this was a lower level. I think in the final match, like the final match of their big tournament, they might have like someone like officiating it. But the emo kid was like, out. And Luna kind of looked at him like, no, dude, that wasn't. But like, she can't really do anything. So they keep playing, right? And uh, Luna continues to crush this kid. Con- c- c- continues to crush this fool, bro. Like, and the, e- the emo kid continues to cheat. However, the emo kid is really only cheating when it's like, uh, I don't know, kind of close. So if like Luna hits a really good shot, but it's kind of close, the emo kid will just call it out. And this is super frustrating to Luna because she's losing a lot more points than she needs to, but she's still winning. It's currently 5-1. So if Luna wins one more game, then it's over, right? She wins the match and like it's done with the emo kid. And at this point, right, I think other matches were kind of like getting on with and like there were like more people were finishing. So parents were kind of like coming over and they were watching and like more of the staff officials decided to watch this game just because less matches were being played because more people were winning and losing and kind of less matches were going on. So at this point, right, it was like 5-1 Luna and there were a bunch of people watching at this point. And so Luna hits a shot that is very clearly a forehand winner. She hits it, smacks it. It's not even like the other ones that is kind of close. This one was so clearly in, it was in by like two or three feet. And the emo kid is like, uh, that was out by the way. And Luna's like, dude, like I've been letting you have some really close calls recently, but that was so clearly in, I don't know how else to say it. Like I give you the benefit of the doubt of all the other stuff. But that one was so clearly in, I can't let it stand. Luna basically slips and she's like, nah, I'm done, bro. And the emo kid starts getting mad. And he's like, hey, like you must respect my authority for point calling. And I guess technically you do. But then again, like one of the camp people was watching the whole thing go down. And he started to pay more attention. So he's watching the emo kid. And the emo kid is getting so angry. So once again, they start another point. The emo kid takes that point, even though he's obviously losing, right? And Luna hits another shot, and the emo kid, it's not even that Luna's shot was good, the emo kid just shanks it into the net, like he completely misses it. And the emo kid was like, oh, by the way, your shot was so out, and it was so clearly in. And Luna's like, dude, you can't just call everything out when you lose. And at this point, the emo kid said, uh-uh, like, I'm gonna do what I want, because it's my authority, and you have to deal with it. And at this point, right, the camp counselor had kind of noticed what was going on and was like, I, I, I got to come in here. I got to put a stop to this. So the camp counselor, you know, starts to walk on the court and is like, 
what's going on, guys? And the emo kid is so angry at this point because he's losing and he's just mad. And oh my God, this is where the emo kid snaps. So the camp counselor is walking over to the emo kid and is like, all right, can you explain what's going on here? Like, it looked like that point was very clearly in. Why did you call it out? And when the, when the camp counselor says to the emo kid that it was clearly in and asked him, kind of questioned his call, the emo kid, already super salty and already molding super hard, being super angry already, just completely loses it. And he takes his racket and he goes, Rah! and he whips around and he smashes it into the camp counselor. And, like, the camp counselor stumbles back, and it's like, oh, my God. Because, like, the racket had hit his arm. It had, like, broken the skin a little bit, so it was a little bloody. And he, it wasn't that bad. He didn't break anything. He didn't, like, hit a major artery or something. But the racket smashed into the camp counselor and, like, kind of, like, broke into his skin. So the camp counselor starts yelling, like, are you crazy? Like, why would you do that? I was literally asking about a call, and you attacked me. And there was another camp counselor watching the whole thing, and he starts walking in. But before they could do anything, you see this woman with a long, with kind of like a kind of like a side part, like it kind of like the Karen haircut. Maybe she was a nice woman, but I'm just describing what I was told. By the way, the story was sent into my Instagram. Go ahead and follow me there. It's in the description. Even if you don't want to send in the story, just follow me there. It makes me feel good. But anyways, this woman walks on the court. She kind of looks like a Karen. Maybe she's super nice. I'm just saying it how it is right walks on grabs the emo kid by the back of his by like the scruff of his shirt and drags him away and he's like ma'am so he's like ma'am i was winning the emo kid literally had the audacity as he was being dragged off court for attacking one of the camp counselors to say that he was winning what yeah, so the, the other camp counselor, I mean, the one that got hit with the rackets, like, uh, I got to get this checked up. Like, I think I'm fine, but, like, I just want to make sure that, like, it didn't break anything farther because his skin was kind of bloodied up. And the other camp counselor, the one that was not attacked by the emo kid, walked up and said, hey, Luna, like, sorry you had to deal with that. Uh, we're giving you the win, obviously. And so sure enough, Luna went on. Luna didn't win the tournament, but, you know, did pretty well. And the emo kid was nowhere to be seen after he's dragged off by his mom. Presumably, his mom was like, all right, like, we're done. Grabbed him and just dragged him off. Click on the video dude. on screen right now. I know you'll enjoy it. Just click it. Do it. Today, we got a story of this kid who thinks that he's a wizard and tries to put spells on the subscriber, bro. It's pretty funny, so sit back, relax, subscribe if you like stories, and uh, let's call today's subscriber who said in the story, let's call him Jacob. So Jacob's in middle school. I don't know exactly what grade, but there's this kid in his class that was always kind of known as like this strange kid. And he was kind of known as the strange kid because he was known as the kid who ran in like last year, ran into the girl's bathroom and said, hi, ladies, how's it going? And then obviously got escorted out by the security guard, sent to the principal's office where they were like, bro, what are you even doing? Like, that's super weird, yada, yada. And from that day forward, he's kind of just known as the weird kid. So fast forward a year later, and this happened at PE. So Jacob still had PE class, aka physical education, for any of you guys who don't call it PE. And today, they kind of, what they kind of did was they mixed it up every single day. They play a different sport or some different activity that was kind of like physical exercise or whatever, right? And today was dodgeball. And so basically, the, the class was split in two, and half the kids went on one side of one of the teams, and the other half of the kids went 
one on the other team, and Jacob just happened to be on the Weird Kid's team. And we're no longer going to call him the Weird Kid, we're going to call him the Wizard Kid, as you will see quite soon why he's called the Wizard Kid. So anyways, right, you know, they're playing dodgeball, and Jacob and the Wizard Kid are on the same team, and it's pretty close. Like, it was divided up randomly, however, it just happened to be, like, a super even, like, division. So anyways, right, you know, Jacob's team, which is also the Wizard Kid's team, was starting to, like, fall behind a little bit. It was, like, I don't know, five to four, and there was a lot of pressure being put on the team. And if you don't know, in dodgeball, at least the rules that they played by, you were allowed to deflect dodgeballs with your own dodgeball and you wouldn't get in trouble. But if a stray dodgeball hit you in any part of your body before rolling on the ground, you were basically it or you were tagged out. Uh, so anyways, this all went down when Jacob and, you know, the, what's it called, the wizard kid and the other two people on his team were kind of like prepping and preparing for the other team to start throwing dodgeballs at them. And one of the team members on the other side threw a dodgeball really hard at Jacob. But Jacob was pretty good at deflecting the dodgeballs with his ball, so he, he kind of like outstretches his hand and he deflects the dodgeball. And you would be probably thinking, oh, this is a good thing, right? But no, because the dodgeball, yes, the one coming at Jacob deflects off of Jacob's dodgeball. So Jacob is not it. However, the dodgeball deflects off of Jacob's dodgeball and hits the wizard kid. And unfortunately, by the rules that they played by, that was considered a point for the other team. So the wizard kid basically got tapped out. And uh, Jacob felt really bad because, one, I mean, that's harming his own chances for his own team. But also, he's like, dang, I just got my own teammate out. So he looks at the wizard kid. He's like, bro, that was an accident. My fault. The wizard kid doesn't really respond. But Jacob just assumes that he was busy walking to the, you know, wherever his, all the other team members were uh, that were tagged out. But anyways, right, Jacob and the two, uh, the three remaining teammates actually end up winning. It's super close, and it's like Jacob has a 1v2 at the very end. But Jacob's probably one of the most skilled um, uh, dodgeball players there. Will those skills transfer to other places in his life? Who knows, man. But at the end of the day, he was pretty good at that dodgeball. So, you know, his whole team rejoices except the wizard kid, who is apparently still pretty mad. Jacob doesn't blame him like the wizard kid wanted his glory too. The wizard kid was pretty good at dodgeball too, so maybe he would have been the one to do the miraculous 1v2. Who knows, man? But anyways, right, so PE is over and they're walking back to class. And Jacob is kind of walking by himself for a second and the wizard kid runs up behind him and taps him on the shoulder and Jacob turns around and the wizard kid looks at him and says, bro, you just messed with a wizard. That was the worst decision of your life. Jacob at first is like, bro, what? Because like he knew that this kid was weird, but he didn't know that this kid was like, pretended to be a wizard and put spells on people, right? So he was like, bro, uh, like, I'm sorry. It was like a mistake. Why would I want to get my own teammate out? And the wizard kid's like, because you wanted all the glory, right? You wanted all the glory for yourself and you got it. And you will pay the price. You just didn't know that you were messing with an actual wizard. And once again, Jacob kind of just assumed that he misspoke the first time when he said, oh, I'm a wizard, bro. But then when the weird kid, aka the wizard kid, said it again, Jacob started to realize that no, this kid was not joking, he actually thought that he was a wizard, so Jacob's like, man, seriously, I didn't mean to do it, I, I want, like, I wanted my team to win, I didn't, like, care if I was, if I was to get out for my team to win, I would have done it, like, I seriously don't care. And Jacob wasn't even lying, sure, the glory of being the one who came back from 1v2 to win for the team, yeah, he's not gonna lie, it was pretty sweet, however... 
it was still wasn't worth, you know, it still wasn't worth, uh, you know, it, it, it wouldn't be worth, like, losing, right? The glory, he would much rather win than, like, have the glory, like, taken away. But anyways, right, the next day rolls around, and this is when Jacob starts to understand why the wizard kid calls himself the wizard kid. Because he's sitting in class, and Jacob was kind of sitting towards the back of the class, and he happened to have a seat next to him open. And sure enough, right, you know, he had one class with the weird wizard kid, right? And the wizard kid normally sat at the very, very, very front of the classroom, right? But this time, he walked all the way back and sat right next to Jacob. So Jacob right away kind of realized that this was not a coincidence. And the wizard kid is like, hey, do you want to see something? And Jacob's like, bro, what? Like, school, like class is starting because the teacher had already started to like, be like, all right, class, turn a page, whatever. And Jacob's like, bro, we got to pay attention. Like, sure, maybe after class, but not now. And the wizard kid's like, all right, too bad then. And Jacob's like, okay. So Jacob takes out his textbook and is starting to open to the page that he's supposed to be. And then sure enough, right, the wizard kid says, hey, Jacob, turn, like, look at me. And Jacob's like, dude, what? And he's turning, as he turns his face, the wizard kid blows a pile of glitter into his face. And Jacob starts coughing. He's like, bro, what did you do that for? And then the wizard kid starts going, oobly doobly, oobly doobly. It's just like some real nonsense, pretending it's like wizard speak or whatever. And he's like, ha, you just got a curse put on you. And sure enough, right, the teacher looks over, and I think the teacher was just having a bad day, because the teacher's like, you two, go to the principal's office, you're being a distraction. And, and I mean, Jacob is kind of looking at the teacher like, I was just here, I was just sitting here, and the teacher's like, both, did you not hear me? Both of you go to the principal's office. Kind of just because I think the teacher was having a bad day and just assumed that they were both being distracting and disrespectful and not paying attention. And the wizard kid is like, look, the curse is already working. And Jacob turns to the wizard kid and is like, bro, if the curse is working, why are you sent to the principal's office as well? And the wizard kid really didn't have a reply besides, the curse is working, bro. I'm sorry that you're so mad and can't accept it. Real quick, uh, comment wizard down below if you want to harden your comment. I'm going to be out most of the day, so I don't know how many comments I'll be able to heart, so please don't take it personally if you don't get a heart, but I will be looking for comments that say wizard to go ahead and heart them. And also, if you want to support the channel in the best way you possibly can, binge watch some videos either via playlists or in the recommended, and if you're doing so, please comment that you're doing so like these people so that I can heart your comment, reply and say thank you, and let me know what you're doing when you're binge watching the videos. It's always cool to know. Anyways, back to the story. So anyways, Jacob and the wizard kid are walking down the halls to the principal's office, and Jacob is like, bro, like, I'm not trying to, like, mess with any of this. Like, I'm just trying to learn in class. I'm trying to, like, get my hours in. Why are you, like, why are you doing all this to me? And the wizard kid is like, because you decided to disrespect me in, in, uh, in dodgeball. And I told you, you'd suffer the consequences. It looks like one of my spells is working. Maybe if you're nice enough to me, I will issue a counter spell. And Jacob does not believe it. And it's like, bro, you're obviously not a wizard. Like, oh, a counter spell would do as much good as, like, an actual spell. And uh, the wizard kid gets really butthurt at this. And is like, I am a wizard. Can you not tell that, like, the curse I put on you sent us both to the principal's office? And Jacob goes on to say, as they're walking to the principal's office, bro, I don't believe it actually worked because if the curse was actually effective, it would just be me going to the principal's office, not both of us. Sure enough, they eventually get to the principal's office, and the principal is kind of just like, all right, guys, 
I, I got a note from your teacher or an email, I guess not a note, that you were, like, being distracting in class and distracting others and distracting yourself. Like, can you just tell me what was going on? And the wizard kid is like, ha, I put a spell on him. And the principal's like, okay. Um, and then turns to Jacob. Jacob, like, why are you here? And Jacob's like, I don't know why I'm here. Like, I was just sitting here, and this kid decides to, like, quote, unquote, put a spell on me, which basically just means blows, like, like, I don't know, not fairy dust, but, like, sparkles and stuff into my face and then say a bunch of nonsense. And then for some reason, I got in trouble, too. And when, like, uh, Jacob said, for some reason, the wizard kid turns and says, not for some reason, because of the curse. And Jacob's like, you, you're not a wizard, bro. Like, there's no curse. And the principal's like, guys, guys, I don't, I don't know what's going on. I think it's just, like, both you guys just go to detention later today and we'll be done with this. And Jacob's like, what? And the wizard kid is like, hey, the curse continues to work. And Jacob once again says, I will reiterate this, but if it was actually a curse, why are you receiving the same punishment as me? And the wizard kid is like, you're just mad because you're realizing the curse is real. <laughs> and Jacob's just so mad at this point. He's like, bro, this is so stupid. So sure enough, um, Jacob and, you know, the wizard kid, uh, they go back to class and, you know, Jacob is, he's just not paying attention because he's just so mad that he has to go in and, uh, you know, go to, he has to go to detention later that day. He's not trying to do that. And sure enough, time eventually comes around and it's time for them to go to detention and Jacob and the wizard kid, you know, they get up and, you know, they walk over and they go into, into detention and there's like a few other kids there or whatever and sure enough, right, you know, Jacob sits in the back, and the wizard kid sits right next to him, and Jacob's like, bro, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to sit next to you. Can you please just leave me alone? And the wizard kid's like, well, if you don't believe in my spells, I'm going to keep putting spells on you till you believe it. And Jacob's like, fine, put as many spells as you want on me. Like, I'll try, like, trust me. Anything that's happened today is just bad luck on my part. And the fact that you're getting the punishment too kind of proves to me that these spells aren't real. So the wizard kid's like, fine. Well, I'm going to, you know how we're getting. So basically, they had a, a pretty big test that they were getting back. They did it about a week ago, but they were receiving their grades back um, the next day. So the wizard kid's like, fine. Well, I'm going to put a spell on you. And because of the spell, you're going to fail the major test we're getting back. And Jacob's like, well, I know I did pretty well on it because I knew the answers to basically every question, and the teachers already graded them, so it's not like the grade will be changed. So sure, let's, you know, put a spell on it, right? And Jacob's like, well, how about you also put a spell on your test to make you do well so that I'll fail and you get an A? And if that actually happens, both of those things happening, right? I'll believe that you're a wizard. I'll bow down, I'll accept your glory as a ruler or whatever, right? The wizard kid's like, fine, like, fair enough. And the wizard kid, like, starts, takes out a little stick and starts waving it around as, like, biddly bully, goodly bully. It just says something like nonsense or whatever. And so at this point, Jacob was like, all right, well, this is going to prove to this kid that, like, his wizard powers are fake because I know for certain that, you know, I did well. However, Jacob is starting to feel like, wait, because remember, dude's in middle school, don't make fun of him, but he's like, wait, what if this kid actually does have wizard powers? What if this kid can actually put a spell on me, right? And he's like, no, 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 that's ridiculous, Jacob, come on now. But Jacob's like, wait, did I just give myself an F? <coughs> but then he realizes, wait, no, 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 like, come on now, like, 
okay, obviously I did well on this test. And the kid's gonna realize tomorrow that he's a fraud. Enough, eventually, you know, uh, detention or uh, I don't know, whatever they were in, it ends. And the next day rolls around and they go back to the class where they both had a major assessment being passed back. And this time, right, Jacob makes sure that the wizard kid set sits right next to him. He's like, all right, well, we're gonna see if your spell actually works. And the wizard kid is like super, I don't know, he's like, super full of himself. He's like, I don't know why you'd want to fail an assignment you work so hard on. Like, just because, like, you wanted to testify as actually a wizard, like, that's so ridiculous. You just played yourself, bro. Stuff like that. But sure enough, right, uh, the teacher eventually goes around and starts handing back the tests. And the first test that was handed out was Jacob's. And, uh, yeah, Jacob got an A on the assessment. So he takes the paper, flips it around, and shows it to the wizard kid. He's like, oh, looks like your spell didn't work. And he's like, uh, well, oh, the actually, uh, uh, um, uh, well, so, and Jacob's like, all right, just admit it, checkmate, I got you. And he's like, well, I actually, um, uh, well, the problem is actually that, um, well, I just didn't do the spell properly. And Jacob's like, all right, well, did you do the spell properly for your test? And the wizard kid's like, oh, yes, 100%, I'm getting an A on this. And to be fair, Jacob was definitely kind of like, he was testing his, he was kind of being a little risky here because the, the wizard kid maybe was also like really smart or cheated or something, but for some reason, maybe the wizard kid actually did get an A. Uh, but Jacob was kind of like assuming that the kid was going to be too busy doing spells to actually study. So sure enough, the teacher hands back the wizard kid's paper, and you could already tell that the kid did not do well because the teacher, oh, sorry, the teacher handed up, handed back every single test face up, except for the wizard kid's test, handed that one face down. And yeah, sure enough, the wizard kid flips over the paper and Jacob is watching and there's a big F in a red circle. And the wizard kid, after seeing the F, quickly flips over his paper again and is like, huh, look at that, I actually got an A, looks like my spells are right. And Jacob's like, bro, I saw the F. Like, I know you failed this. You're probably too busy doing the spells to actually study. The wizard kid's like, no, bro, I got an A. And, like, I think Jacob did this quick enough that the wizard kid was just not able to react. Because sure enough, right, Jacob reaches over and quickly flips over the wizard kid's paper. And there's a big, massive F and a circle on it being like, oh, so you got an A now? The wizard kid's like, that's just a typo. You can ask the teacher. And the wizard kid kind of just saw that, said that because, like, obviously, Jacob's not allowed to say, hey, what did my, what did this random classmate get on this major assignment? Like, the teacher's going to be like, mind your own beeswax, bro. Like, obviously. So Jacob's like, all right, wizard kid, you proved to me that you are not a wizard. He's like, no, I'm going to keep putting spells on you till, like, you realize. And, uh, yeah, so for the rest, like, the rest of the week, the wizard kid would come in and blow, like, bubbles on him or, like, I don't know, fairy dust or all this kind of stuff and like say a bunch of random stuff. But yeah, uh, Jacob did not have any other negative side effects that happened that week. And the wizard kid eventually realized that, yeah, he was not a wizard and that he was not able to convince Jacob that he was a wizard. So eventually uh, the dude stopped and uh, yeah, Jacob was able to get back to his normal life and would not be sent to the principal's office because someone put a spell on click him Click on the anymore. video on screen right now. I know you'll enjoy it. Just click it, do it. <laughs> Okay, how do I introduce a story like this, man? I mean, you guys can read. You've read the title. All I can say is strap in, d buckle up, because uh, this is going to be quite quite the ride. Subscribe if you're new and you enjoy stories. And let's call today's subscriber who submitted this. Uh, let's call this guy Mason.
So this all happened one day when Mason was in class, and Mason was in fourth grade when this whole thing went down, and there's a kid who once again kind of like wore the same creeper shirt every single day, and it was like the creeper hoodie, and really that's not a big deal, They're like if you want to wear the creeper hoodie, I don't really care, however, the mine, we're just going to call him the Minecraft kid, right, because of the creeper hoodie, uh, he wore it every single day, um, and um, maybe, maybe, right, maybe he has a closet full of like 18 different varieties of the creeper hoodie, or maybe his mom does a load of laundry every single day or maybe he's just wearing the same creeper hoodie every single day i mean you guys can believe whatever you want but i think one of those three are a little bit more uh, likely uh, than the other but anyways right so there's this kid called the minecraft kid because he wore the creeper hoodie every single day and he was a little bit strange and there's nothing wrong with you being a little bit strange like i'm a little bit strange i mean i run an app i run a youtube channel man i mean that's that's already putting me in the strange category unfortunately but hey man i love the youtube too much to like drop it or anything like that but sure enough this all happened one day when the minecraft kid was in class with mason and the minecraft kid raised his hand and another thing you need to know about the Minecraft kid is he would take bathroom breaks like six times per class. And I don't know about you, but back in the day, I definitely used to go to the bathroom to like go on my phone or just take a break from the class. However, I would be very like a strategic with it. I wouldn't do it every single day. I do it like every other day. I would make sure that I wasn't away for too, too long, like maybe five minutes max. But this kid, bro, would just abuse the bathroom break button. He was like spamming it, just trying to like, I, I don't know, man. But every single day, and go to the bathroom minimum two times, maximum like six times. That's what I'm told at least. And uh, sure enough, uh, you know, once again, one day, the Minecraft kid raises his hand for the third time in class. And this has been going on for months. And I just think at this point, the teacher kind of just snapped and he looks at the Minecraft kid. He's like, yes. And the Minecraft kid says, hey, can I go to the bathroom? And here's the thing, right? The teacher should not have reacted in the way that he reacted because maybe this kid has like IBS or something. Maybe he has to go to the bathroom like a ton per day. However, if he did, it was not registered with the nurse or even if it was, the nurse did not communicate that properly to the teacher, um, which she probably should have or he probably should have just because, you know, I don't know. If a kid's going to the bathroom seven times per day, that might be a little suspicious to the teacher. However, the teacher was kind of just assuming that the kid was just going in to like go on his phone or whatever. And that was probably the case. But I mean, you really don't know. But after the Minecraft kid says like, hey, can I go to the bathroom for like the third time? Uh, the teacher's like, y you know what? No, you can't go to the bathroom. And the whole class kind of turns around and is like, wait, whoa, 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 pause. Like, hold up now. Like, this kid's been asking to go to the bathroom like seven times a day for the last six months, and now you're saying no? Like, what changed, man? And the teacher's like, you're going to have to wait till the end of class. You've been going way too much, way too often. Uh, I think you're missing too much of classwork, right? And the Minecraft kid was not happy to hear this. Uh, for all we know, maybe he actually did have to go to the bathroom. But Mason, to be fair, right? Mason has gone to the bathroom. He's the subscriber who submitted this story. He's gone to the bathroom t at times when the Minecraft kid has been th in there. And Mason can hear the volume from his iPhone up all the way. The Minecraft kid is in there playing like Flappy Bird or watching TikToks or whatever, man. He's just going on his phone. Maybe he also has to go to the bathroom, but the Minecraft kid obviously definitely was kind of like, most likely was abusing it just to go to the bathroom. But sure enough, the Minecraft kid raises his hand again. He's like, I gotta go. And the teacher says, like, Minecraft kid, you've gone like six times during class 
every single day for the last six months. You're missing out on class time. Please try and like conserve your like bathroom breaks. I will let you go, but just give it a second. I, I just can't let you go and disrupt the class like a thousand times every single day. And the Minecraft kid was getting kind of angry. And he didn't say anything. He wasn't like, no, I really got to go. And the Minecraft kid also didn't just stand up. Unfortunately, I think the Minecraft kid watched a little bit too much uh, South Park. If you guys know what I'm talking about, there's an episode of South Park, which is a TV show, kind of aimed for adults, so I wouldn't go search this up if you're too young. But there's this kid named Cartman. And one time, Cartman needed to uh, basically go to the principal's office, so he decided to do number two on the desk of a teacher. And I think the Minecraft kid got a little bit too inspired by Cartman, because the Minecraft kid is like, you're going to want, like, I need to go to the bathroom, and you're going to regret it if you don't let me. And the teacher kind of turns around kind of sharply and looks at him and says, like, you shouldn't be threatening people. Like, that's, that's a very bad thing to do. Like, you shouldn't be doing that. He said, you know what? Just because you're threatening me and said in such a threatening voice, you're not allowed to go to the bathroom for the rest of the class. And this only made the Minecraft kid even more upset. And Mason is just sitting here watching this back and forth. And Mason kind of feels a little bit for the Minecraft kid because maybe he really needs to go. Maybe the first two times, yeah, I mean, it is kind of karma if you were just going to the bathroom six times per day just to go on your phone. However, right, I mean, maybe he really has to go, man. It's kind of cruel to like not let someone go to the bathroom when they really need to. But he did just go like five minutes ago and 10 minutes before that. So uh, I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, right. You know, Mason was sitting there. And the Minecraft kid raises his hand for a final time and says, you're going to let me grow, go or you're going to regret this. And once again, the, Minecraft, the teacher is like, if you threaten me again, you're not going to be allowed to go to the bathroom ever again when you're in my class. And at this point, the whole class is like, oh. I don't know if they're actually like hyping up like that, but things were getting legit and they could feel it for sure. They're like, oh, dang, dude, like stuff's getting real, right? And sure enough, the Minecraft kid says, very well, have it your way. The teacher kind of like has a little bit of a smile, but quickly brushes it off, probably because he felt like he won that discussion. Like, all right, well, this kid who's been abusing the bathroom system has lost and I won as a teacher and I asserted my dominance. However, right, dominance was not asserted. In fact, uh, it, I don't even know how to explain what's about to happen, so I'm going to do my best. Uh, bear with me. Because the Minecraft kid, it, he, 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 he kind of like stands up. And the teacher is currently facing the board, so the teacher doesn't notice the Minecraft kid stand up. However, Mason, the subscriber who submitted this story, as well as a bunch of other people, by the way, Mason submitted this to my Instagram. It's in the description. You should go follow it, even if you're not going to go submit stories. Uh, give me a big number and make me feel good. Anyways, Mason is watching this whole thing go down, and he sees that the Minecraft kid stands up from his desk. And then the Minecraft kid stands on his chair. And then, then the Minecraft kid stands on his desk. And at this point, almost half the class has turned around watching the Minecraft kid because he's making enough of a commotion. And the next, uh, YouTube, please be nice. YouTube, YouTube man, I'm going to describe the next thing without making you mad. Uh, so the Minecraft kid, well, he drops his pants. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, he drops his pants. And he says, teacher, and the teacher turns around and is about to be like Minecraft kid for the last time. And he turns around and is like, what? <sighs> what the, huh? And the Minecraft kid is like, teacher, I told you, you, I told you, you'd regret not letting me go to the bathroom. And uh, just to put it very, uh, just to be point blank, just to be straight up, just, like, just getting right to the point, uh, 
yeah, he just n- number two uh, uh, on the desk, man. It wasn't like anything crazy, right? It was pretty, just a little bit, but yeah. Um, and everyone in the class starts like screaming. Like some of the girls are like, ah! some of the guys are like, yo, what? That's disgusting, dude. And the teacher's like, Minecraft kid, what on earth are you doing? And the Minecraft kid's like, I told you, you should let me go to the bathroom, dude. Now you're just paying the consequences. The Minecraft kid was like feeling all full of himself. And the teacher was like, go to the principal's office now. And I don't think the Minecraft kid totally like, you know, realized what was going on. And the Minecraft kid starts to panic. And the Minecraft kid looks to his left and looks to his right. And when the Minecraft kid looks to his right, you know who he sees? He sees the subscriber. He sees Mason. And he makes eye contact with Mason. And Mason is looking directly at the Minecraft kid and is thinking to himself, oh my God, oh my God, what? wow. But then he's like, wait, why is this kid making eye contact with me? And he's like, Mason made me do it. He dared me. And the teacher's like, Mason, Mason's just like, dude, I swear I was just sitting here. What do you mean? And, and the teacher's like, you know what? No, what? You know what? Minecraft kid, Mason, and anyone else involved, go to the principal's office right now. And Mason is just like, why, why, why? So he gets up and because he's not going to like fight with his teacher when the teacher's literally going through a massive rage moment. And, uh, you know, he starts walking up and he walks up to the Minecraft kid. He's like, dude, I don't even know who you are. The Minecraft kid's like, just doesn't say anything. So he walks up to the principal's office and he sits down and the principal's office, the principal's like, what happened? And Mason explains the side of the story that he was just a, like a bystander sitting there. And then, you know, eventually the Minecraft kid walks in because uh, he had to, I mean, it wasn't like he could, okay, I'm not going to explain why it took him longer, but he got there, right? And sure enough, the principal's like, Minecraft kid, why would you do that? And the Minecraft kid's like, explains aside, and then she's like, and why is Mason here? And the Minecraft kid, who kind of panic blamed him to kind of like lesser the punishment on him, is like, um, Mason dared me to do it. And Mason's like, dude, I don't even know who you are. You're just in my class. And the principal's like, I don't know, Mason, why would he lie about this? Like, there's literally nothing for him to gain. And Mason's like, dude, I don't know. Uh, real quick, comment Minecraft down below if you want to harden your comment. That will be the secret word of the day. And I'll try and harden as many of those comments as possible. And also, if you want to help us get to 600,000 faster, uh, binge watch the videos. YouTube really likes promoting my channels when you guys like binge watch a bunch of my videos. So after this video, or when you have the time to sit down and watch a bunch of videos, I've made playlists. You can just like go to my channel page and let me know in the comments when you do this so I can heart it and say thank you and just give a little bit of appreciation for you guys really helping me out. And I really do appreciate it. Anyways, the story gets even more insane, so stay tuned. So anyways, right, back to the story. Mason is in a position where he was just dragged into this. Honestly, Mason to this day doesn't totally understand why the Minecraft kid even singled him out. Mason and the Minecraft kid weren't close friends. They didn't even really know each other. And Mason just assumes that he randomly looked around and picked someone who he just happened to remember the name of and blamed them just to kind of like lesser the punishment on him. In his mind, or I guess in his panic, the idea was like, oh, if I blame someone else and say that they forced me to do it, my punishment will be lesser, right? Which is like, bro, why? Why would you do that? But anyways, sure enough, the principal, unfortunately, is not believing Mason because Mason is explaining that he doesn't even know this kid and he has no idea why he would lie. And uh, the principal's kind of doesn't believe him because he's like, Mason, like, 
if like why would the minecraft kid lie about this right it just doesn't make any sense and the principal's like well i guess i just have to make a judgment call in this situation and mason i'm sorry but you know i'm gonna have to give you a punishment too because i don't believe you and mason is just like what are, are you serious and then Mason said, even if I did, like, dare him to do something ridiculous, it's still up to him. Like, I didn't, for the record, and I stand by that because I don't even know this kid. But if someone was to, why, why would that even matter? And the principal's like, so you're admitting it. And Mason's like, no, I'm just saying it'd be stupid even if I did. But it's double stupid because I didn't even do it. And the principal's like, don't say stupid to me. Mason's like, I'm in fourth grade. And also, this is double stupid. What can I say? So eventually, right, the principal is like, all right, well, I'm going to have to call both your mothers and explain what happened. And Mason's just like, dude, this is the most ridiculous day of my life. So sure enough, the principal calls up both their mothers saying, hey, both your sons got in trouble. If you're not busy, can you please come in? And the Minecraft kid's mom was busy at the time, but Mason's mom kind of either had the day off or for some reason wasn't really needing to like be wherever she was. And she said, yeah, I'll come in right away. Maybe she was busy and she thought that this was a good idea to go see like what happened to her son. So Mason's mom comes in and she's like, looks at Mason with this look of like, what have you done? And Mason looks at her with these like eyes of like, bro, I don't know what's going on, confusion, whatever, right? The principal is like, all right, hi, Miss Mason's mom, or, you know, whatever. Uh, well, I'm so glad you could come. And the principal explains what happens. And then she kind of explains how she doesn't believe Mason. And Mason's mom started with a look of concern, and then she almost got a look of, like, annoyance. And the look of annoyance grew and grew the more the principal told the story. And Mason was looking at this and was like, okay, is my mom on my side, or is the look of annoyance because she's so annoyed with me? Either way, ah, uh, this, is, this, this is just the worst situation ever. So sure enough, right, you know, by the end of the story, Mason's mom's like, uh, why am I here? And the principal's like, well, didn't you hear, like, your son... I know, supposedly dared him to do it. Mason's mom, like, first of all, my son disagrees with that statement. You don't really have any proof, but let's say he even did. Why would that matter? And the principal kind of was a little shocked. And Mason's mom's like, you know, isn't it like a, like a cliche saying for parents to be like, if your friend jumped off a bridge, would you as well? Like, are you really just supposed to do whatever the popular kid does? And then Mason's mom's like, even if my son did, which I'm not convinced he did, dared him to do what he did on the desk, right? Why is that my son's fault? Is this kid not like able to function by himself? What, you know, like, is the blame 100% not on, you know, the Minecraft kid anymore? Is any of the blame really supposed to be on my son? And the principal's like, well, I'm sorry you feel this way, but I've made up my mind. Like, your son's going to be suspended for the day. He can come back tomorrow, but he can't be, he can't come back today. And the, and the Mason's mom is like, are you serious? Like, really? And she's like, yeah. And the Mason's mom's like, all right, what punishment did the Minecraft kid get? And the principal said, well, we're doing equal punishment. And Mason's mom's like, you can't be serious, man. You can't be serious. And the principal's like, I'm sorry you disagree, but this is the punishment. So Mason's mom's like, Mason, come with me. And Mason's like, oh, I can't tell if my mom's mad or not. So Mason gets up, kind of all scared or whatever, and he sits in the car. And Mason's mom's like, well, this was unexpected, but uh, Mason, today you got a day off. It is your vacation day. Because that punishment is ridiculous. And then she, and Mason's like, okay, she's on my side. And Mason's mom is like, Mason, please be honest. Did you even, did you, did you dare him to do it? And Mason's like, mom. I promise. Since look, it looks like you're not angry at me either way. Why would I lie about this? Because and 
I didn't do it. I don't even know who this kid is. Why would I dare him to do something so ridiculous? Mason's mom's like, yeah, that's what I thought. But even if you did, like, who cares? And this punishment's ridiculous. So you and I, we're going to get ice cream. Because today, you learned a very good lesson. Sometimes there are rules that are ridiculous, and you'll be punished. But stay true to your convictions, man. Stay true to your convictions. So Mason and his mom went and got ice cream. And uh, I don't think the Minecraft's mo- kid, the Minecraft kid's mom was as excited <laughs> or, as, or as pleased with her son. But click on the video man. on screen right now. I know you'll enjoy it. Just click it. Do it. Today I get a story time of, a, of another one of these Minecraft kids deciding to uh, fight back against his babysitter in a quite uh, unconventional way, you might say. I mean, I bet you can read the title right now. So, yeah, with that being said, sit back, relax, subscribe if you haven't already. And let's call today's subscriber who submitted this story to me, let's call him Ryan. So, Ryan was friends with this kid who really liked Minecraft. So we're calling him the Minecraft Kid because that always works in the title and uh, you guys like the Minecraft Kid stories and I like telling them. But anyways, right, Ryan was invited over to this kid who he didn't know that well and we're just going to call him the Minecraft Kid. So anyways, right, Ryan was invited over to the Minecraft Kid's house to, well, you know, play Minecraft with him. The idea was he was going to go over on a Friday night and play some Bed Wars with this kid. Honestly sounds like a pretty sick Friday night, if you know what I mean. However, he didn't really know much about this kid, and he only kind of just started to know him because Ryan's mom and the Minecraft Kid's mom became friends like a couple months ago when they were both volunteering for something, or maybe they just met. I don't know why, but Ryan's mom and the Minecraft Kid's mom became friends, and for that reason, you know, Ryan's mom's like, oh, I have a son about your son's age they should totally hang out and since ryan knew nothing about the minecraft kid it, at their first like interaction which wasn't like a sleepover play day type thing he was like so what do you like to do and he's like i like to play minecraft he's like cool do you like to play bed wars and he's like yeah it's my favorite game so they bonded over it so anyways ryan was heading over to the minecraft kid's house and uh, Ryan's mom told him, hey, just so you know, uh, the Minecraft kid's mom is not going to be there. Uh, she's going to be out for something. However, they hired a babysitter and the Minecraft kid's mom should be back by like 10 or 11. And Ryan was like, all right, that's totally fine. I, I don't really care. It's not like we would have been hanging out with the Minecraft kid's mom and having her play in our Bed Wars trios or something, man. So it's fine. So Ryan gets over to the Minecraft kid's house and when he gets there, no one greets him at the door. He kind of stands there for a second and he knocks on it and he stands there for like a little more time and uh, he hears noises coming from upstairs and it's a two-story house and there's a, there's a window right above him and the window is open and he can hear noises and you know what noises he hears? He hears block placing noises. He hears uh, golden apple eating noises. He hears bed break noises. He's like, wait a minute. Bro, the Minecraft kid is playing Bed Wars right now. And, uh, you know, Ryan was thinking that he would have yelled up to the Minecraft kid, but the door eventually opened, and presumably the babysitter, or who we thought the babysitter was, which, no, was the babysitter. That isn't, like, the big secret of the story, but the babysitter comes and, you know, opens the door and says, hey, so sorry, uh, Minecraft kid's upstairs. I'm, you know, making dinner right now for you guys. It'll be ready in, like, 30 minutes, so make sure you're not in the middle of the game in, like, half an hour. And uh, Ryan's like, all right, that sounds pretty cool. So he goes up the stairs, he opens the door, and the Minecraft kid's like, what's good, bro? I'm in the middle of a game get your like laptop out and set your stuff up and we'll go into like doubles in just a second Uh, and so sure enough and by the way guys bed wars is 
it's a Minecraft game where you can like, it's fun. You should go look it up and play it maybe. But just for context, it's a video game um, on Minecraft. But anyways, right, so he sets up his uh, his gaming setup or whatever, he gets that all ready, and yeah, sure enough, the Minecraft kid eventually wins his game. Great work, Minecraft kid. Uh, not so great work at later the night, as you can tell by the title, but uh, yeah, anyways, Ryan and the Minecraft kid, they start playing some, uh, some Bed Wars duos. Life's pretty good, and that's until they're in the middle of a game, and it's really, really intense, right? It's getting really down to the wire. If you know a thing or two about Bed Wars, all the beds have been broken, and they're really just both of them, Ryan and the Minecraft kid, are super stacked. They have their golden apples. They have their diamond armor. Yes, they sweated to diamond armor. And the two people that were remaining were about as good as they were. And they were playing for, for all the marbles at this point, man. This was pretty intense. And that's when the babysitter yells, all right, guys, time for dinner. And the Minecraft kid's like, well, one second, yells down that, and, you know, Ryan and the Minecraft kid are like, all right, how are we going to do this? Do we go in? Do we wait? And the Minecraft kid is a big fan of, like, camping, which in a video game, when you're camping, that basically just means that, like, you're staying on defensive ground and you're waiting for the opponent to come to you, which in Bed Wars, if you're super, super stacked, that can kind of give you the advantage because you can always drop golems. You got hometown advantage if you have the regen thing. Um Camping is an okay strategy, super late game, but that also means that the game's going to be a long time. And Ryan says to the Minecraft kid, hey man, do you think we should like be aggressive and we should be the one attacking them because like, you know, our food is like dinner is ready. Do you think we should just go do that for the sake of doing that just so we can, and we'll play another game when we come back. And the Minecraft kid's like, no, like I know that we'll win. Like we have prop four diamond, they don't. They, but if we go to them, there's a chance that they knock us off, we fall while going, they fireball us over. It's just a lot more dangerous to go over. He said, we're staying here. And Ryan, who doesn't really care, he's like, all right, man, sure, we'll stay here. And then you know, a minute later, the babysitter says, guys, you don't want dinner to get cold? And the Minecraft kid's like, one second, which it wasn't going to be a second. Like It was going to be probably like five, ten minutes on average remaining of the game. And uh, so, yeah, uh, Ryan and the Minecraft kid were waiting it out. And the thing was, the other team was camping too, which basically means that they were both just collecting gear and such, and they weren't attacking each other. So then the babysitter was, you know, yelled up again, like, guys, like, come on, like, I made you something, like, I told you not to be in the middle of a game. And he's like, once again, the Minecraft kid instead of saying, hey, I'm so sorry, can we be down there in five to ten minutes? Like, I apologize. He's like... One second! He just keeps yelling down one second. And the babysitter kind of did something that uh, she probably shouldn't have. Like, it just wasn't that deep, but I think the babysitter was kind of getting mad that, you know, they just were refusing to come down when, she, you know, she was sweating out some good food or whatever. So the babysitter, what she does is she goes to the Wi-Fi routum, and yes, you can probably already guess, unplugs it and replugs it which basically if your wi-fi at least in my case whenever my wi-fi is super slow or just kind of sucks i go to the wi-fi rotom or router or whatever i go rotom what am i saying i go to the wi-fi router and i think i combine router and modem my fault i go to i go to my wi-fi router or box unplug it replug it wi-fi is down for like five minutes but then it comes back nice and fresh and clean however the wi-fi goes down so basically right ryan and the minecraft kid are in the middle of a match and like they start like you know they start to go to like buy something from the store and ryan's clicking on it 
but it's not registering it. And Ryan's like, dude, 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 I, I think I'm disconnecting. And at this point, right, if you disconnect, you lose. And the Minecraft kid's like, no, no, it's not working. Why can't I place blocks? Why are things not registering? And then both at the same time, they get a message, like, ki not kicked, but like, uh, it disconnects from Hypixel, like, no connection. And the Minecraft kid's like, no! Started slamming his fist. And Ryan, who doesn't really care, and looks at the Minecraft kid, and the Minecraft kid was like, I was on a 99-win streak! I, w I won 99 games in a row! I was gonna go to 100! I've been recording the whole thing! I was gonna clip it and post it on YouTube, man! I was about to get 100... <laughs> Basically, he was pretty upset. So Ryan and the Minecraft kid, Ryan just looks at the Minecraft kid and be like, all right, man, I'm so sorry. Like, we'll grind it out tonight. We'll get you back to at least halfway, which was a lie. They were not going to play, nevertheless, win 50 games in a row. But, you know, Ryan's just trying to calm the air. And he's like, yeah, man, don't worry. We'll get back to it. So they walk down and the babysitter is waiting there. And she's like, guys, like, I asked you to come down. If you weren't going to come down, you should have at least told me. And I would have put it back in the stove. Now the food is cold. It really took me, you know, turning off the Wi-Fi to get you guys to come down. Teenagers these days. Or not teen. I guess. It's she, she's a teenager. She's the babysitter. I guess pre-teens these days. And that's when Ryan is like, oh my god, she turned off the Wi-Fi. That's why we froze in the game. And Ryan looks over at the Minecraft kid, whose face, he, he just stood there. Like, he's been frozen by, like, a, a spell that turns you to stone. He's just frozen there, looking at her. Her His, like, jaw starts to slack a little bit, like, oh my god. Oh my god, it was you. It was you who got in between me and the 100 Bed Wars win streak. Real quick comment, Minecraft, if you made it this far into the video, is that will be the secret word of the day. And if you want to support the channel, as always, just go ahead and binge watch several videos or a bunch of videos whenever you have the time. And let me know, let me know in the comments if you do do this, because it really does support me more than you can probably even imagine. It boosts the channel. YouTube likes watch time anyways. So right now, remember, Ryan and the Minecraft Kid just lost in a very important game for the Minecraft Kid. He almost got a 100-win win streak, which is pretty pretty impressive, I'm not gonna lie. But unfortunately, the babysitter, who kind of, like, overreacted a little bit, got mad and unplugged the Wi-Fi, and that made them lose the game that they probably were actually going to win. And so when they walk down, they have no idea that the babysitter was the reason why they lost the game until the babysitter is like, oh, guys, like, I really had to pull the Wi-Fi plug to get you guys down here. Like, crazy how, t like, preteens are these days or kids on their phones too much, like, on that, like, old man behavior type thing, even though this girl was, like, 17 or something. And the Minecraft kid is just so angry. He's like, you, you're the reason I lost my Minecraft game. And she's like, sorry, like, uh... Should have come down faster or should have at least told me. And she goes to sit down and Ryan is also like, all right, well, this is going to be a little awkward, but whatever. I'm still going down to sit down, like whatever. Like he's not going to react that ridiculously. Um, how do I say this? Yeah, no, he acted ridiculously. The Minecraft kid waits until the girl sits or the babysitter. She's 17. I guess she's still like a girl, I guess. She is on, I, I get, I don't know. So you wait till the babysitter, right, sits down. And when the babysitter sits down, the Minecraft kid runs up to her, grabs a chair. St this is like the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Grabs a chair, turns around, pulls down his pants, and rips, rips up. <laughs> Dude, 
I'm 19 years old, and I'm telling you about Minecraft Kid revenge farting in someone's face. I'm doing it. I'm going through with it. I'm already so... I'm too far in the story to, to turn around. The Minecraft Kid, after getting on the chair, ripping down his pants, farts in the babysitter's face, directly her eye while it was open. If you don't know... The reason why the fart smells bad, because there's a lot of gross particles in it. And when the gross particles get into your eye, your eye can get infected, and it can be really bad. So the babysitter legitimately falls out of her chair and starts, like, screaming. Because, like, the... Because <laughs> apparently he really ripped one. He really ripped one, man. And her eye was open. And it was really close. And uh, Ryan was like, well... So, this kid and I have one thing in common. We like Bed Wars. And we have nothing else in common. And this will probably be the last time I ever hang out with him. And, uh, yeah, so the babysitter's like, what did you do? Why would you do that? Like, that's so ridiculous and disgusting. Like, ah, oh, my eye, it burns. <laughs> what? Oh my god. Oh my eye, it burns. Like why would why would you do that? Like oh, oh, oh. and Ryan looks at the Minecraft kid and the Minecraft kid is literally laughing. He's like <laughs> And Ryan's like, oh my god, this kid's is because the thing was Ryan's thinking to himself, dude, this kid must do this all the time. Because like you're not just gonna think to yourself, wow, I'm so angry at this person. Let me wait until they sit down, grab a chair, stand on it, turn around, pull down my pants, and fart directly point blank into their face. That's just not something that comes to you in the heat of the moment. That I, I mean, maybe, maybe I'm just built different from all you guys. I really don't know, but that definitely doesn't come to me. But uh, sure enough, right, uh, the babysitter eventually gets up and Ryan and the Minecraft kid look at her face, and her left eye is red and swollen. And Ryan's like, oh my god, that is definitely not a coincidence. And the babysitter is like, move out of my way. And she moves past both of them, goes and finds the home phone, because I guess her phone wasn't on her or something, and legitimately calls 911, an ambulance. Which, okay, that was maybe a little excessive, but maybe I wouldn't drive if my eyes were impaired and I thought that they were going to be infected and it would have been bad. And she walks back into the room and she's like angry, but also very clearly in pain, right? And she's like, her hand is over her eye and she's like, you, like, why would you do that? The Minecraft kid's like, well, I was actually on a 99 win streak and you pulled the plug, and I lost my 99 win. She's like, and you projectiled all your stuff out of your butt. Oh, God. How can I, how can I have a straight face and tell the story? A anyway, she's like, and you probably gave me a raging infection. My eye burns. Like, uh, if I lose sight, I'm suing your fan. She was getting mad. And eventually, right, the ambulance has come. She explains the ridiculousness of the situation. The guy, uh, she, I mean, she's put, she sits in the ambulance, drives to the hospital. Um, they check her out or whatever. But remember, this is from Ryan's perspective. So we don't exactly know what the doctor says. Ryan's mom, who got really invested in the situation afterwards, said that, like, the doctor's, like, her, her eye is fine now. But the doctor said that, like, it really could have gone south if she didn't go there, like, immediately, which is insane. So anyways, right, uh, Ryan and the Minecraft kid are legitimately just... In this house alone, and that's when the Minecraft kid's mom comes back early, super angry and upset, because the babysitter sent a message to, you know, his mom explaining everything and why that she, he, she had to leave the premises immediately. 
So the Minecraft kid's mom had to leave whatever she was doing to come back. And she was like, walks in. She's like, you, turns to the Minecraft kid, like, you did it. You pulled a f- <laughs> you pulled a face fart on someone again. We've already talked about this. And Ryan, who is still there, he's already, by the way, he's already texted his mom to come pick him up. Um, is just like, again? I mean, he had a sneaking suspicion that this was not a first-time thing, as I said. In the heat of the moment, you don't think to, you know, use your butt as a weapon. But he's like, again? This is a thing? And the Minecraft kid's like, but mom, I was on a 99 Bed Wars win streak. And she's like, that's enough. No more Bed Wars for you forever. And the Minecraft kid's like, man, no, no, mom, I promise I won't fart in anyone else's face again. <laughs> What am I doing with my life? Anyways, right, so Ryan's mom comes, and Ryan's mom's like, hey, so sorry, things were weird today. Like, I'm just gonna pick Ryan up. Thank you so much for having him over. Ryan, come with me now. And, you know, Ryan walks over and goes in the back seat of the car, and Ryan's mom is like, so, do you want to elaborate on, I need to pick you up right now. My friend farted in the babysitter's eye, and now she's at the hospital. And Ryan did elaborate, and it really didn't add any clarity to the situation. In fact, Ryan's mom just became more Click confused. on the video on screen right now. I know you'll enjoy it. Just click it. Do it. How's it going, everyone? Hope you're having a good day because today we have a pretty crazy story of this Minecraft kid who believes that after playing Minecraft that he needs to go back to his caveman roots. And going back to his caveman roots literally just meant not showering, I guess. And he thinks that this will get him all the ladies. Let me just say that uh, that may or may not be the case, but you'll have to wait and see. So anyways, sit back, relax, subscribe to the channel if you are new, and let's just jump right into this. So we're going to call the subscriber who submitted this story, Alex. And by the way, my Instagram is in the description. It's also Connor Pugs. Go follow me there, and you can submit stories like this to me on there. I'll get to them when I get to them. And anyways, so Alex was in eighth grade, and he had this kid in his class who we're going to call Ben. Yes, we're bringing back the name Ben for random secondary characters. And anyways, right, Ben was like, you know, he wasn't like super into Minecraft. Actually, he knew nothing of Minecraft until like a couple weeks before the story. And that's when he was introduced to the game by one of Alex's friends. Uh, we don't need a name, right? And anyways, right, Ben got super, super into it. Uh, Alex doesn't really know how Ben didn't know what Minecraft was. Like, it wasn't like Alex wasn't, or it wasn't like Ben wasn't on the internet. Like, I think Ben might have heard heard of it but he'd never like he didn't know what it was so when one of alex's friends introduced minecraft to him ben basically disappeared for like two weeks like he went to school and everything but he stopped being on social media disappeared as soon as he could like didn't show up to any anything he was just in his room as for as long as he could playing minecraft and i don't mean like i don't know like parkour servers like this or player versus player servers i mean he was playing like vanilla straight up your traditional minecraft that's all he was doing and he was in love with it and three weeks later he came into school one day and he's like alex buddy I, ha I need to tell you something, a revelation I've come to. And Alex is like, yeah, what's good, dude? And Ben's like, brother, we need to return to the caveman days. I was playing Minecraft a couple days ago, and I came to a realization that we need to return to our caveman roots. And I have started that already. Alex is like, what do you mean by that? And at this time, Alex was, not was noticing quite a pungent aroma coming from Ben, right? You know, he didn't want to say anything. He didn't want to be mean. He didn't want to be, you know, cruel or anything. But let's just say that, you know, 
Benny, old boy, was not smelling the greatest. He was kind of, uh, he was, uh, he had this essence, um, this odor, this aroma, some might call it, that uh, wasn't the greatest, to put it, the, to put it lightly, right? So anyways, uh, you know, uh, Alex or Ben goes on to say, yeah, so I've been playing Minecraft, and it just, it just feels so good. It feels so natural. I mean, yeah, playing a block game feels natural, but whatever. I like Minecraft. I'm not saying it's not, but he goes on to say, and I've realized that, you know, my failures in the lady department, the reason why women don't love me is because I, I'm too much like, I'm too much, I'm not like the natural man. And when they see me as the natural caveman, they will instinctively fall in love with me. And, and Alex just looks at Ben. It's like, Ben, uh, I don't know where you're going with this, but I really don't have a good, I don't have a good feeling about this. And Ben's like, Alex, I'm here to convert you to my ways. And Alex is like, what? He's like, are you trying to, like, sell me an MLM or something? Like, where are we going with this? And Ben is like, no, 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 Alex. Return to the caveman. Return to the caveman, Alex. This is what Steve has taught me. And, and, and Alex is like, Ben, Ben, are you okay? Like, if you need help, like, I, I can help you get it. He's like, no, you need help, man. You don't understand. He said, look, I've returned to my caveman roots, but by not doing any of the the showering that is in our modern day societies. You really think putting chemicals in our hair and rinsing it with fake water? Alex is like, fake, fake water? What are you? He's like, I, these are details. These are details, Alex. Don't question it. It's whatever. You don't understand. The natural aroma that comes from the human body has been programmed for trillions of years. And Alex is like, I don't think humans have been around for trillions of years and Ben's like that's not the point the point is the aroma the natural musk sure you can buy cheap garbage from like I don't know Armani or Gucci their, their fragrance is terrible they'll destroy the, the the brain cells but the true caveman odor is what Steve has taught me and uh Alex is like so are you gonna like I don't know spend more time outside get more sunlight exercise, eat, like, not processed stuff like the caveman too. And Alex is like, whoa, or Ben is like, whoa, Alex, chill out. Let's not go crazy. Let's not go cuckoo banana mode on me, okay, man? Okay, man, is that good? Like, let's not go crazy. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not dropping everything for this caveman thing, but I am embracing the natural musk. And Alex just looks at him and says, so, Ben, you're, you're not really changing anything about what you do besides, besides not showering. That... That's the only difference. Ben's like, well, no, no, no. It's not just not showering. It's embracing my natural musk, my natural odor. It will instinctively make women love me. And Alex is like, Ben, as your friend, I guess, I, I, I strongly suggest you don't do this. And Ben is like, you know what, Alex? I understand that you're a hater, and that's okay. Alex is like, I don't think I'm a hater. but And Ben's like, silence, look. You know that girl over there, Ava? You know how, you know, the prettiest girl in our class. I've always had a crush on her, and I never had a chance. And Alex is like, well, that's also something that has not changed. And Ben's like, look, I'm going to go up to her, and you're going to see. I'm going to go up to her. I'm going to lift up my arms so my armpits are bare. Let her embrace my natural aroma, my natural odor, and you will see that she will just fall in love with me. I'm going to ask her out. And she's going to say yes. It's not even going to be her saying yes. It's going to be her subconscious 
breaking through to the surface and convincing her that I am the true man for her. Alex is just looking at Ben. He's like, dude, did playing Minecraft make make you think this or something? And Ben's like, no, it, it encouraged me to remember my true caveman days. And you know, Alex is like, ah, okay, that's cool, man. Like, I'm cool with that. Like, you're cool. That's good. Okay, you know, actually, actually, Ben, yes. Let's see it. I will, too, embrace the caveman if Ava goes out with you because you smell bad. And Ben's like, I don't smell bad. I smell natural. If that is bad to your nose, then you have a, you, you have a bad nose. And Ben's like, or uh, uh, Alex is like, uh, I, I got bad nose. That, that's not great. Um, Ben's like, you'll see. Anyways, next day comes around. And Alex is sitting with his friends, and he explains, like, yeah, so you know Ben, right? And they're like, yeah, we know Ben. Alex is like, yeah, so he's, he's doing something crazy. And they're like, well, I don't know what he's been doing, but he's been smelling like, like garbage recently. And Ben, Alex is like, it's actually, it's related. You're not going to believe this. He played Minecraft, and then he believed he had to go back to the caveman era, like he had to be a man again. And that doesn't mean working out or, you know, reading. It just means not showering for some reason. It's kind of kind of ridiculous and they're like yeah i mean ben has been smelling a little bit more musty and it kind of smells like spoiled milk at this point but i guess uh, <laughs> i i guess that makes sense now and uh alex goes on to say yeah and you know ava and they're like yeah of course we know ava oscar on our class beauty right 10 on 10 they're like eh. alex is like yeah so ben is gonna ask her out later today they're like he's gonna do what he's gonna do and they're and, and alex is like yeah so ben ben thinks that because he smells like he does, she's gonna instinctively say yes. They're like, dude, this, why did you say yes? Why did you allow him to go on with this? At this point, Alex's friends are like, bro, you're kind of being a bad friend of Ben. And Alex is like, dude, he was so confident. He was being so cocky. And they're like, dude, he's gonna get rejected. And there's a chance he gets rejected really hard and really embarrassingly in front of everyone. Do you want that for him? And look, Alex was not happy with the way that Ben went about explaining or teaching him, quote unquote, the ways of the caveman, a.k.a. no shower, no more, right? But at the end of the day, they were still friends, and Alex knew that Ava was not just going to say no, but, you know, she developed a bit of an ego because she did know that she was, you know, the most beautiful girl in the class and she could have any guy she wanted. She was not going to be nice about letting him down. She was going to be cruel, she was going to be mean, and she was going to crush him, dude. She was going to freaking crush him. And Alex is like, all right, I got to find Ben. I need to find him before he asks Ava out. And as Alex was saying that, he hears or he looks up and he looks at the table across, because they're sitting at lunch. He looks at the table farthest away, and that's where Ava and her friends were sitting. And Ben was walking up to her table. Real quick, if you made it this far into the video, comment uh, Minecraft down below. And if you want to support the channel, one of the best things you can do is binge watch the videos. And please let me know in the comment section what you're doing while watching these videos. And also, final thing, a bit of a new request I have. If you haven't already done so, if you have a TikTok account, go follow my TikTok. It is Connor Pugs. I have about 7,000 followers on there. Um, I'm reposting clips from here. I'm just trying to reach a new audience on TikTok and hopefully bring them to the family over on here. And if you could just, even just following me in there and occasionally watching my videos, 
uh, basically no one watches them on there and I need a little bit of traction from you guys to help them reach new people and I really would appreciate it. Anyways, let's get back to the story before I bore you guys. And also if you're gonna buy some gamer sups or any of their stuff, wait about a week. I have a pretty cool surprise coming for you guys. But anyways, enough of teasing that. I can't say too much right now. Anyways, right, so Alex looks over and he notices that Ben is walking to Ava's table. And he's like, oh, oh my God, no, 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 no. This can't be happening. And he goes, and he starts to like walk over and you know, the people Alex was sitting with are like, Alex, go, go, he's gonna do it. Don't let this happen. So Alex is basically sprinting over to the table, but he doesn't get there in time. And he kind of stops. He's like, no, I'm too late. So Ben goes up to Ava and goes, ahem, Ava? And Ava looks up and is like, yes. <laughs> oh my, the next part's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Ben goes up to her and literally lifts up both of his arms. You know how like after you run and you're like really exhausted, you'll put your arms above your heads to like make it easier to breathe, right? Or you're told to do that or whatever, right? That's basically what he did. And you could see Ava's face. Like first you saw her nose kind of twitch as she was smelling what was going on. And then you saw her eyes water, her face crunch up. And, and you could almost hear like the, oh, like it was a bad smell. It was not good. And Alex is like, oh no, oh no, oh my God. Oh my God, I'm, par I'm partially responsible. Oh my God, I'm partially, I'm partially responsible, man. This is on me. Anyways, Ben goes on to say, so Ava, now that, you know, I've let your senses, you know, acclimate themselves. And if you have any primal urges, wink, wink, that are coming up from, you know, the surface that are breaking through, would you like to go on a date? You know what? Let's just skip that. Would you like to be my girlfriend? And Alex is like, in his head, he's like, no, no, Ben, no, Ben, no, no, no. And so sure enough, you know, Ava's just looking at him blinking, not even responding, not laughing or anything. She's just blinking because she's just so dumbfounded by the, did this kid just, did this kid just straight up ask me out? Because remember, Ava and Ben, they're not friends. They're not dating each other. They're not close like that. What? And he also smells terrible. And Ben is like, uh, if you don't know your answer yet, maybe you'll know it in a second. And Ben literally gets closer to her and like pushes his armpit in her face. And she's like, ew, get away from me. And kind of pushes him back. He's like, looks over at Alex and Ben's like, yells over, don't worry, Alex. Don't worry. Give it a second. You'll see, man. You'll see. It's crazy. You're not going to believe it. She's going to fall in love with me. And Ava looks up, fall in love with you? I don't know who you are. I don't know who you are. I just know that you're a guy who came over here and is smelling terrible and is pushing his stinky armpits in my face. No, I will not go out with you. And like at this point, everybody in the cafeteria has turned their heads. Everybody has turned their heads and is looking at this because it's a scene. It's a spectacle. I mean, Ben is standing up there with his greased out armpits and Ava, known as the prettiest girl in the class, has just demolished him 